All righty. Good morning, race fans. Welcome to the, the 20th Annual North Belmore Invitational Drill. We are live on top of the arch from Merrick, Long Island, New York. And today we're hosting the pre-prom party, Jackie Cloudman. The, the pre-prom party. The dance before the big dance, ladies and gentlemen. The party before the big dance. One week away from the state championship drill on the horizon. We have one final tune-up to bring to you. And again, here we are, 20th annual North Belmore invite already, if you can believe that. First one was in 1998. Here we are, 2017, 20 years later. How's it going, Ed? Jackie, what's your eye on today, man? Uh, well, you know, it's really, it's a, it's a tune-up. I think it was mostly Nassau teams here, right? I, yeah. I think most of the Suffolk teams probably took the week off. I noticed uh, Lindenhurst was here because they weren't there last week. Uh, Farmingville, maybe, but... uh. You know, I, I don't know. What, what's your opinion? Would you rather race the week before or, or have uh, off the week You know, that's always the question at this tournament. You know, we raced here as uh, Billy Cornell's grabbing a headset from Westbury. What's up, Billy? Good morning. Hey, uh, que- guys? Question is about racing in this tournament. You know, there were many years, yo, racing at this tournament, we'd get 28 points, win the day, and then go upstate and score two or four. So, I, listen, I, I like to run in this tournament. It's Nassau County points, obviously. You know, you keep yourself in midseason form, but it's definitely a debatable topic. Um like, you know, you mentioned Lindenhurst. Lindenhurst missing the Hempstead invite. They're one of the teams I had my eye on this week. You know, they've had a good year. Uh, but I'm curious to see how they come out today, see if they want to send any last-minute messages to the rest of the state who will be watching uh, this tournament. I, I definitely don't think I'd want to take the last two weeks off. Uh, but, you know, if you get, you know, you always got to worry about the weather, too. It's stuff, you know, you get rained out of practice, God forbid, the week before or something. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind racing, actually. Competition, uh, it's always better than practice. You know that. Yeah, racing with lights is always uh, something a little better. But, you know, I wonder if teams are playing the game with the, you know, they their last shot with the B and the C truck was on the new asphalt. Do they want to go to another place now and mess around with it and then come back to Hempstead? Morning, Who knows? Who knows what goes through teams' heads? Let's center. listen to the morning announcements. We'll get this thing going. Mark Belmore, Ricky Dink's Invitational Drill. At this time, I'd like to turn the microphone over to Assistant Chief George Service. I'd like to welcome What's everybody up? here today. Uh, hopefully the weather holds out. Uh, just police your camps, you know, help us out there, and uh, have a good day. Just so everybody knows, it's the 20th annual drill that we've held on this track, and it's also the 85th uh, year that the Rinky Dinks have been racing. But now uh, I'll turn over the mic for the national anthem led by Jessica Service. All please rise, hats off. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the
Ladies and gentlemen, I ask to remain standing for a moment of silence. Recognize all of our military throughout the world that are protecting us right now so we could be out here having a great day. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get racing. I, I was almost expecting to start your sneakers. <laughs> I haven't heard that that much this year, start your sneakers. No. Maybe next year we'll get it going. But again, here we are. Good morning, everybody. Along with Jackie Cloudman, Billy Cornell, I'm Anthony Simone, bringing you the 20th annual already. Hard to believe. North Belmore Invitational Drill, just like that. I remember the first one back in 98. Wow, I remember that too. You know? Seems like so long ago. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> so first team on the line is number one. Just letting the announcements go over. The host for today's drill, the North Belmore Rinky Dings. All right, so here we go. Last minute tune-ups, tune last week's tune-ups uh, for these teams. North Belmore coming to the line. You know, the time of the year for them in this contest is a 680. That was run last week. We finally saw the times and three-man ladder come down, you know, in terms of fifth place at least. 680 was out of the money last week, so that's a good thing to see. Uh, you know, a little bit different today. We don't have all those, uh, you know, top teams here. We have a handful of them, no doubt about it. But a 680 today might take a lot more points than it did last week. Yeah, I, I, uh, I noticed the, the last couple seasons it seemed like the uh, the times in the beginning of the year were, were definitely a little bit off. But then as as you get down to the wire, people started tuning up a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, B-Ladder especially uh, also last week came down a lot. Great B-Ladder day last week, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. All right, so we have some uh, overcast skies, cool weather. Doesn't look like it's going to rain, according to the latest forecast. So if you're not down here yet in Merrick, come on down for a full day of racing. North Belmore's on the line. Not sure what's going on. Something with the lights. It looks like all three members and the uh, call-off guy are looking at the light to see what the deal is. <laughs> I can't, yeah, say, I can't say I'm shocked. Uh, you know, some advice I'd give to the North Belmore rinky thinks is take your foot off the line and take a step back. Don't stand there on the line the whole time. That's kind of what they did. Anyway, they're off and running. Uh, we got one and two on and gone. Smooth shot coming here by the Rinky Dinks, and there's a completed shot. What do you got, Billy? 78, I got. All right. <coughs> See how that works out. Time for the Rinky Dinks. 7.06. Uh, 7.06. Takes me a minute or two to get my bearings. That's all. It's early, man. Not too bad. Number five on your program, the Levittown Rebels. Billy didn't get a chance to warm his thumb up, really, that good. And <laughs> <laughs> stretch it out. <laughs> You wonder if that little <laughs> couple, you know, a minute delay there, just hanging out on that line for three-man ladder. Um, you know, something you should do next time in the future, just take a step off that line. You don't have to keep your foot on the line until the event starts, so. Here come the Rebels. I, I agree 100%. You know what I mean? Keep yourself loose. Get yourself low. comfortable. It's almost like stepping out of the batter's box in baseball. Same idea. All right, the Rebels are off and gone. Clean start. First man and second man. A little stumble by the second man getting in. It's going to be a little the log jam effect, if I may quote. Our colleague Artie Suskind. <laughs> I feel like uh, going back. This is one of the few tournaments that start in the morning now. Yeah, right. I know. Not <laughs> funny. Everything seems to be a, it's a, a weird thing. Later, it's time for the Rebels. One zero point five five ten fifty five. No there overtime. will be no overtime to in today's events, with the exception of motor pump. No overtime. Good for the Rebels today. Thanks for the lights. Number circles. six on your program. <laughs> the Baldwin Tomcats. Some Arabic numerals <laughs> out there. <laughs> Break out the colon today, maybe to go one colon, <laughs> O3, you know? We can hope. <laughs> yeah, there won't be words with friends day to day, that's for sure. <laughs> Here come the Tomcats. Yeah, Baldwin on the line. Track is clear. 
That's a nice start by the Bolden Tomcats. All three men off at the same exact time, which is what you want to do in this contest. And smooth shot going up until the middle of the ladder where the second man slipped, and they just completed their shot right now. Uh, Baldwin uh, practice Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday in Hempstead. The third man is uh, he's got some wheels. Time for the Tomcats. Seven, hey, his hair was blowing back pretty nine, good there. Seven, seven, yeah, a lot of young people on that team, and can only hope that they can uh, continue to get better. Seven, seven, nice blonde mane running in like that. What'd you say? He said nice blonde mane as he was running in. <laughs> I could tell the wheels that, that Jack was talking about by the way his hair blew back. This guy knows how to paint the picture right here. <laughs> That's all right. And here they are. Here's your Albertson team. Yeah, slow pokes running ground events this year, right? You been yeah. down, down to any of their practices up in uh, New High Park's track there, Billy? Uh, I haven't seen Not them so many. No, okay. Mm. We're on different nights. Gotcha. All right, well, they're off. There's a slip by the first man, and again, another log jam effect. And now uh, just trying to complete the shot. Looking back uh, last year, Bayshore Redskins, 622 was the time to win this contest. And actually, looking back over the 20 years at this tournament, you know, nothing slower than a 654 has won this contest. Well, like you were saying before, this is the, you know. lights, number eight on your program, the Westbury Turtles. So the last tune-up before the state, people are usually uh, in stride by now. So yeah. time should you definitely expect to see some good times. I mean, the thing, you know, Bayshore 22, Hobo 634 in 2015, the Ice of Wolf 619 in 2014. I mean, those three teams are not here today. West Sable 647, Copec 634. If we go back to five years, first place times in this contest. And again, none of those teams that I just mentioned are on the track today. Go ahead, Billy. Your boys are on the line. Here come the Turtles. Little Danny running first, Matt Rath second, Big Eddie coming up last. Tell me about Big Eddie. When did he join the team? Looks like he got some wheels. He's a rookie this year. Okay. He uh, started a little bit late on that shot right there when you go back and watch the film. But yeah, I was just going to say, uh, he, uh, he's got to get a little bit better jump on the Time the for the minute. Turtles. 10.46. I'm not going to be happy with that. Looks like he's got the tools on the wheels. So. The lights number 11. The Manhasset Lakeville Minuteman. So that's your nephew running first, man? Nephew's running first. Danny's son? Yeah, Danny's son, uh, my nephew. But uh, yeah, yeah, the kid Eddie just got on. Yeah. Came right in. He's digging. He's running. Uh, yeah. See, now we're doing a lot. We're getting get some good blood coming up. Good. Here they are. Here's your Minuteman. Yeah, Minuteman coming down the track. Uh, third man just getting on now. <laughs> And it's a, it's a completed shot, a little bit of a version of the Nanook's uh, Fat Man ladder. Sorry, man, has I've got to call it like it is. But that's kind of what that shot just was. Everyone on the Time team kind of laughing right now. 9.54, And even though it's Fat Man ladder, that's third place right now. Third place. Was he, was he skipping rungs as well? He was. Port Washington Roadrunners. Roadrunners had a great day last week. Yeah. Just missed out. Uh, yeah, they put up some big times. Uh, C ladder comes to mind first. 884, uh, big shot. Yeah, they uh, the Roadrunners coming off a 16 point performance and a second place tie with the Bayshore Redskins, lost by one point to the Ice of Wolves. So uh, Ports is definitely a team that we all have our eye on today. Let's see how they get it started. Three man ladder has been hit or miss for them this season. Last two weeks they've taken some time off. CI they were at a six nine last week. They were down into six six range. With Anthony climbing third man. Six sixty two last week. There you go. The voice of Artie Suskind, who's joining us today from the Bay Show Redskins. Morning, Artie. All Good right. Start. Morning. Yeah, Port's down, and listen, first two men are on. It gone a little bit of a slip by Kyle Lewis, and now uh, that's going to cost them. It was a nice setup until that point. Second, third step, Kyle Lewis lost it. 
So Time for the Roadrunners. 9.35, 9.35. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a correction. Team number 11, Manhasset Lakeville. Their correct run time is 9.49. 9.49. Instead of a 9.54. Next route of lights, number 13, the West Hempstead Westerners. See if that hurts them or helps them. Yeah, I wonder how that happens. How do you have a 500th of a second error? <laughs> you know? Anyway. Somebody forgot to average something. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here's the other team we're going to be looking at today. West Hempstead Westerners. Looks like Ralphie Nichols is running third man. I guess they're shuffling around a three-man ladder again. Yeah, they've had some issues. Gerard's at the uh, corrections uh, camp today. Is that where he is? Gerard couldn't make it today, so I don't I don't recognize the gentleman running first man, but you have uh, Ralph. That's Cody Manor. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they, they've been interchanging. All Time the for the yeah. Westerners. 8.11. 8.11. Yeah, there were slips all over the place on that shot. Finesse. Next to the lights is number 14, the Farmingville Bandits. Here comes Farmingville. So that's a that's a little bit of a hike to come out to America, right? Farmingville. They couldn't uh, play last week either. They had right. a couple guys missing. Right. They're coming off their first ever, first ever trip down the track after a tournament at Riverhead with 14 points a few weeks ago. Yeah, that was a good day for them. And listen, some decent three-man ladder time. 671 at CI, 686 at the Suffolk County Drill. They were off and gone. They run that six today. They'll be good. This is a good-looking shot. The best shot so far of the day. If they complete oh, it, and they is. do. Nice grab at the top. That should be the first six of the day if on my mental clock. <laughs> Time for Farmingville. Six point seven five six seventy five. Not by the Russo brothers there from Farmingville. Next to the lights is number fifteen. The New Hyde Park. Termites. So that's 6.75 is uh, their second fastest time this season, 6.71 back at CI, which took them two points. That's 6.75. I mean, you got Hicksville, the Teddy's Boys, the Snails, yet to run, but that 6.75 could be the number today. Phil Athena's back in action. Phil in, running first man. Phil in, he's in today. Uh, he retired. Is he allowed to run? He'll get up to the top, no slip. Here we go. They're up and gone. Great start by the Termites. Textbook start. Phil is on and out of the way. Just like always, there's a slip by the third man, a crash into the ladder at the bottom. I made it. You <laughs> did make it. <laughs> Phil made it. Actually, I think the whole crowd heard him yell that. <laughs> Got some Time for the standing termites. ovation from the Nine, end of the crowd. Five, seven. Nine, 57. Phil's in a few events today. They're going to put him in motor pump and buckets. Next through the lights, number 16. Got people missing? The Hicksville no. Hicks. They moved back into practice, and they really brought the number down to motor pump a lot. Gotcha. The definition of a crafty veteran right there. <laughs> Joe Kelly, Richard Smith, Dougie Chiz is ready to run three-man ladder for the Hicksville Hicks right now. Coming off of a 660 last week. Three-man ladder is uh, becoming a more consistent contest for this team over the past few weeks. Wide open right now if they want to get a jump start to their day. You said it. Here come the Hicks. Texting Dougie Chiz a little bit this week, more later on. But, you know, it's getting everyone to practice has been their biggest issue. Now, let's see how they do here. It's a clean start by the Hicks. First man's on and gone. Mr. Schmidt's on and gone. And so is Dougie Chiz. It looks like a good shot. Uh, he grabs it. Looking, for, looking to beat that 675. Time for Hicksville. Sounds good. 6.63. 6.63. Good number there for Hicksville. Yeah, three one hundredths of a second Next off of what the they did last week. Next to the lights will be number eighteen, the Oyster Bay Teddy's Boys. 
Looks like he's really close to that top rung when he's grabbing there. He's yeah. short arming it. Looks like he can probably get that from another step down, maybe. Oh, man. Seven steps and three minutes. <laughs> I imagine <laughs> that. you got to hit the fourth. got to get in the fourth rung. He's exactly. a big kid. Yeah, that would, that, that's... He's a sword on that, you know? Yeah, we've had people do that before. That's Billy Fork. <laughs> Billy Moon. <laughs> Billy Moon I'm not going to touch that until fuck <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Teddy's boys are on the track right now. Young team can get some points on three man. So far, it's smooth. All three are coming up. There's a slip by the third man. Good recovery. So it should be a seven. Does it beat the 706 at North Belmore? I don't think so. Steve O'Neill. Time for us to bay. 7.37. 7.37. Next through lights is number 19, the Merrick Buckeyes. 737 looked like a fourth place run so far on the day. Teddy's boys sneaking in there right now. Here come the Buckeyes. Yeah, no stump jumpers today. Hopefully they're all doing well after the little mishap in sea ladder last week. I do see the trucks actually here. There's a bunch of them right there. Yeah, the trailers. Are they not running three, man? No, not running Those three, man. Those are the guys that are hurt. Yeah. They're going to run B ladder. They're going to run B, <coughs> I mean, B ladder, B hose. No C truck. Second, Second man. Second man. Way ahead. Breaking the yeah. Line. Yeah, it's going to be a smooth, you know, a clean finish with no stumbles or anything. Just a little bit of a slower in by the third man. But you saw it, the second man breaking that light. Could it see Merrick wearing three guys with the same uniform this week? Last Time week we had for Merrick. 7.96. All right, so here we go. We have a 6.63 by Hicksville, 6.75 by the Bandits. Next to the lights is number 20. 7.06. North Belmont holding for third. 7.37, Oyster Bay fourth, and that 7.97 is a number to beat to get in the mix. That's the Baldwin Tomcats hoping to grab one point. We have Carl Place, and then the Snails are going to be finishing up this contest for us today. Here come the Frogs. Mike the Hammer on the front. First man out of the way. Uh -oh. Obviously, second man slipped. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I was trying to get some things on my phone here. But yeah, definitely the old log jam, Artie. The log jam. It's a good restaurant upstate if you're in Lake Time George. for call place. 12.67. Log jam. Always recommended at Lake George. <laughs> uh, 12 well, last of the lights in this Great event, snakes. number 21. Like dip. The Lindenhurst Snails. We uh, we got a request. Apparently, they can't hear uh, at the end of the course. If, if we can, uh, if we remember to uh, mention the times, maybe over the air. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just went through it. Six. So uh, right now, seven ninety-seven is a number to get in the mix. Six sixty-three by Hicksville. Six seventy-five are the first and second place times at this moment. All right. Here's the snails right here. Yeah, I'm curious Six to see how they do. Them. You know, it's funny they're running last this week, first next week. Yeah. Kind of a different first. mentality for them. That's a clean start by the Lindenhurst Snails. Coming in hard. Yeah, they are chugging towards that ladder. First and second man are on a gone slip by the third man on the end. That was a nice looking uh, entry, at least, up until the slip. First and second man were on. Wow, oh, William Kinley there. They've Wait. run six eights and six Time nines this year, but not today. 7.87. 7 so the Hicksville Hicks are going to win this contest with a 6.63, and that, unfortunately, will be the slowest time in the 20-year history of this tournament. The previously s slowest time was a 6.54 by New High Park. you got to go back to the 2008 North Belmore invite. Uh, but nonetheless, five points today for the Hicksville Hicks, so a good start for them. Second place is going to be uh, the only other six that we heard today by the Farmingville Bandits with a 6.75. They're going to get four. Then we're into the sevens, ladies and gents. 706, North Belmore, the host of the day. They're going to get three with that shot. 
737 by the Teddy's boys. It's going to be two points, and then that's 797 by the Bulls and Tompat Cats. You heard it. Oh, sorry, that's, inc- that's incorrect. My bad. That's 787 by the Snails. Is going to so actually sneak in there for one. Yeah, the Snails are going to sneak in there even with that slip. So, you know, it's funny. I'm not used to looking at seven scoring, so <laughs> kind of a tough especially thing. Not, especially not heavy seven. seven. <laughs> yeah. Heavy seven, though. Yeah, man. So, yeah, that's going to uh, conclude it. But, you know, it's a little bit of an ahead, anomaly yeah. today for <laughs> for three-man ladder then. For this drill, at least. Uh, you know, we were just talking about there's usually good times here. Everyone's tuning up. And uh looked like a little bit of a, a lousy day for the event. You know, and I guess it is what it is. You know what I mean? At the end of this day today, it's all good and fun for the day. But honestly, in the grand scheme of things, I guess you could say this for every drill. You know, <laughs> what does it all matter at the end of the season, you know? Well, let's hope for a better race here in B-Ladder. It's been a good contest the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, last week one of the better B-Ladder contests in the, in the past few seasons, wow. right? Really, really good. Was, uh, five, 5-1 was a uh, fifth I, I think Move the equipment! I think the Hobos, 5-25 or something like that was fifth, Results right? of the three-man ladder competition. Yeah. Oh, you got the score sheet there? First place, five points, number 16, Hicksville. Second place, four points, number 14, Farmingville. Third place, three points, Number one, North Belmore. Fourth place, two points, number 18, Oyster Bay. They will receive the third place trophy. Fifth place, one point, number 21, Lindenhurst. They will receive the fourth place trophy, and Merrick will receive the fifth place trophy in the three-man ladder contest. So if we're looking at like the, t- the favorites today, you have West Hempstead, you have Port Washington, you have Lindenhurst. Port Washington right now, zero. West Hempstead, zero. Lindenhurst, one. If we're looking at favorites for the end of the day, those are my, th- my top three. But they got some work to do to make it up. Uh, yeah, and these, these drills, especially as we've, we've talked about with a few teams, it's, uh, you don't want to blow an event, really, is what it comes down to. But yeah. I guess if, if everybody blows you... <laughs> Not so bad, yeah. You you know, it helps the other teams, but it doesn't, doesn't hurt you quite as bad. You know, if someone, someone uh, one of those three, put a five spot up right there, you know... Not that you can't track it down, but it just makes it difficult. But the story to the start of this day, the Hicksville Hicks, five points. The Farmingville Bandits, sneaky team, might be getting in the mix for the top five at the end of the day. They have four. We're going to do a commercial break. We'll be back live on top of the arch, 20th annual North Belmore Invite. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. 
Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing. They are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State Drill Teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. 2018 Fire Rescue EMS Mega Show takes place February 17th and 18th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. Check out the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear, thermal cameras, apparatus, and more. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the New York State Drill Team family as the exclusive Motorola deal for New York State Drill Teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire department as well as David Clark headsets and sound off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. The groundbreaking FDNY Electronic Accountability System is now available to departments nationwide from Systems Definition Incorporated. Or your local Motorola dealer, SDI, is the well-known software application developer for FDNY and is the company behind its game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York fire departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members at your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State Volunteer Department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com. The Titan Group is your trusted name in the customizing industry as a one-stop shop for all your racing team needs. We spent another off-season fine-tuning our skills and equipment to bring you limitless possibilities. As always, we offer all our in-house services, including screen printing, embroidery, sublimation, and graphic design. Take advantage of our team ordering website system. Choose your products and logos, and we'll do the rest. Members pay online, and their orders separated and delivered. Need to see samples? Browse our vendor catalogs on our website, www.titangroupapparel.com. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to see what every team is wearing this season. Or visit s4apparel.itemorder.com to buy a Titan Racing shirt. Call us at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Seskine or Devin Robinson on the track. All eight, all day, get up, get on the Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga Glass Cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga Glass Cutting Kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. 
Nobody knows Myrtle Beach golf packages like Myrtle Beach Golf Desk. Come experience the simple, easy, no-nonsense approach to your next Myrtle Beach golf vacation. Since 1991, Myrtle Beach Golf Desk has been saving you time and money on top-notch golf vacations. For small groups or large fire department events, start with Myrtle Beach to ensure that every aspect of your trip is perfect. Proud to be returning as a New York State Drill Team sponsor. Visit www.golfdesk.com for more information. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. The next event to be run will be the B-Ladder competition. The New York State record is 4.82, and it is held by the West Sayville Flying Dutchman. First team through the lights will be number one on your program, the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. All right, we are back, ladies and gents, live on top of the arch at the 20th annual North Belmore Invitational Drill. We're in Merrick, New York. I'm Tuan Simone, joined by Billy Cornell from the Westbury Turtles, Jackie Cloudman from the Hempstead Fluke, Westbury Turtle, West Hempstead Westerners. Any other teams in there? Nassau County. Nassau County teams. <laughs> and Artie Suskind's got the, uh, the remote headset out, going to do some track interviews later. He's having a little bit of a hair of the dog right now, if you know what I'm talking about, though, ladies and gents. 140 in the We're morning. We're all good. We're all good. <laughs> <laughs> 140 in the morning throws people out. Just to you say, we got to keep, uh, we got to announce each time ourselves up here because the, the speakers blew out at the end of the track. Okay. So they can't, the pits, they can't hear the time, so they want us to announce each time after the contest. Yeah. North Belmore, ready to go. The Ricky Dinks, three points out of three man ladder. They are through the time of night. They are riding that three-man ladder line. Climbers on. A little bit of a hesitation in the middle, but it's a smooth shot, to good say climb. the least. Joe Corcoran, nice climb there. Pat Ryan and Tom White with good digging. Time for the Ranky Dinks. 5.95. 5.95 for North Belmore. So they salvaged the five with that shot. It kind of had no momentum, but like you said, Joey Corcoran's the name. Good job again to the top. The Levittown Rebels. Now, we're coming off a great B-Ladder day last week. Just to give you the rundown from last week, Western is 5.05, then 5.12, 5.16, 5.19, 5.25 for fifth by the Hobos, 5.39 by North Lindy out of the money, 46 for Hicksville, 47 for the Teddies boys, 87 for the Bucks. So the first eight times last week, first seven times, nice B-Ladder day. So yeah, ba Actually, back-to-back, because -back, CI, right. B-Ladder 5.27 was fifth. Right. So it's B-Ladder's been a strong, the strongest contest, really. Yeah. Last couple of weeks. 
So hopefully that will keep up today. And then, of course, next week, you hear the Levittown Rebels in the background. They're going to come up short unless the Diggers do a good job. They do get over that yellow line. Climber making his way to the top. I think nice job there by the driver holding it. Maybe started his break a little early, but got them over that yellow line. Yeah, that, that, that lunge, though, that kills you. Time right. for the Rebels. 7.733. 773. 773 by the Rebels. Nice Five. run for the Rebels. Sorry. about that. 7.73, yeah. Down at Rebel Camp. Good, good job. They realized where they were. They had to make that lunge, but you know, uh, ideally, it's just uh, it's that ladder stabs. Twan will tell you from yeah. being a climber, audio, I'm sure too, that it just kills your momentum. Yeah, momentum. It's all about momentum. You know, it's been well documented. Something we talk about week in and week out over here. You need mo, and the climb's easy with the mo. You know, no you, you Yeah, no go ahead. That's right. No Bowen, no Albertson, and Westbury on the line. So is the climber for three-man ladder for your third man the same climber and B ladder? No, we have another guy, Justin Bautista. He's now oh, we've been flip-flopping all year. Right. They're in a patch with some mo, but the climber had two hands, almost like he had. That, it was kind of weird looking. Two hands on the ladder as he was getting in, which is what you're supposed to do. But his hands were in a weird position that it looked like he was pushing the ladder kind of almost too far away from him. Looks like a hamster on a ball. It's almost like he had both hands on the rung rather than the hand on the time for Westbury. One one point two seven eleven twenty seven. Stupid. Merck drove a really nice Next through the lights, there. number eleven, the Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen. Eleven twenty seven. Eleven twenty seven. Yeah. No overtimes today. We are under twenty. Eleven twenty seven for the Turtles. Do we do we have the actual count? How many how many teams are there? Fourteen, thirteen, fourteen, something in that in that neighborhood. Yeah. Now we can get back to that later. Sixteen. Uh, Sixteen teams ran running. <coughs> North Park didn't run three-man, but there's 16 teams here. So Manhasset Lakeville, I was texting with Stan Divis yesterday. Kind of status quo for the Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen over the past few weeks. If you remember back at the county drill, they were breaking in a new climber that day. He ran a 587 in his first B-ladder shot in a drill. Not much since then. Do they get back on track and put it in the fives? Today's the day to do it if they weren't looking to take some points. He's not a small guy. He's a big guy, Ethan. Ethan's his name. I like that you know everyone's name. That's good, man. Ethan <laughs> Chenault. Ethan Chenault, first and last name. Hey, you got the sideline reporter here. Homework assignment. Yeah, right. Coming in. Here comes Stanley with the drive. Yeah, they're in the patch at a good spot. He's on. He handled a nice ladder and got to the top. I'll tell you what, that ladder wow. banged against the arch, and he did a great job getting to the top of that ladder. Nice run. Best, best of the year, I bet. So 87. Time best, for Manhattan right? Lakeville. Five. Point seven two five seventy two. Stan seems real happy that five seventy two for the Minutemen. Stan out of the truck, applauding his guys Next behind us. Be number twelve. Thought Stan uh, gave him a real Fred nice drop. Washington Roadrunners. Ladder actually went in a little bit crooked. I thought I noticed that too. Almost like the truck did the truck fishtail a little bit, or was that just? No, I think they just. Said, okay. I mean, they were somewhat in sync, but just went down crooked. Mm-hmm. So, Port Washington to the line. They need now coming off zero points and three men. This is a day only 15 teams, roughly. you got to start scoring points. You can't dig yourself a hole. So, it's an important shot for Port Washington right here. Port Washington. Uh, and they've run a four here. Yep. That'd be and they've run say. a 5-0 here oh, in back-to-back years. Yep. The 5-0 two years ago wasn't for first place. West Sable running a five-flat. But they did enter the four club last season with a 499 with the same team on the track. 
Kyle Lewis, one of only three people to have run a four at this track. The other two being A-Rock and Michael Mara. More importantly, though, regardless of a four, they obviously just want to run their shot. Danny Salerno. And through the lights. Hard break. Don't Kyle is on. Smooth time. Oh. Did you see just at the top, he lost his hands and had to fight through that. He had enough momentum to get to the top, but he lost his hands right before the grab. I'm impressed that he was able to make that grab. Time for the Roadrunners. 5.45545. Yeah, last week, he, uh, he missed that grab on the, on the uh Next the run. to the light, number 13. The West Hempstead Westerners. So 5:45. Yeah, uh, it was a lot going on in that run. At the very a lot going on. I, go ahead, Artie. I thought the diggers, you know, looked like they they got caught up in the truck. Um, it's almost like the, it looked like one of the spikes like grabbed the rail or something coming down and bounced. So it, it actually forced them to go in a little bit deeper than they wanted to. It looked like Kyle was ready to go, and he he had to almost like wait to get on the ladder. Yep. And um, and then the ladder kind of established itself kind of a little weird the way it got to the arch. So that's not their normal run we've seen. They've run some 5-1s and 5-2s the last number of weeks. I think they'll take the 5-45 right now. Yeah. But uh, there was a lot of different moving parts going on there in that run. They and salvaged the 5-4 out of and it. And then you saw that he lost his hands at the top. West Hempstead coming up five 5-0-5 last week. They're in the ground with a nice group of speed, and Craig is on and gone. That is a nice wow. shot by the West Hempstead Westerners. Right on the three-man ladder line. The ladder went up in a hurry. Time for West Hempstead. 5.29529. They're going to like that today. Maybe a little bit deeper than they want it to be. Next through the lights, number 14, the Farmingville Bandits. So uh, 529, 545, back to back. You know, like you said, Jackie, they're deep. Did that Was that the two tenths difference? I mean, because it looked fast. It, it was a fast climb. I don't know if it was fast, the but dig I, I time think, was down. I don't know. Yeah, I, the, the dig time was probably a little higher. I think uh, last week they, they basically split the perfect ladder line in the yellow, which is ideally where you want to be with momentum. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, I was going to say, Craig typically likes to be out another two or three feet. Right. Spikes are in the ground a little earlier, maybe a little bit more snap to the ladder. But I'm sure they'll take that today, 529. Farmingville Bandits on the line trying to keep this string of fives going. Three in a row here. So let's see. Farmingville got four points out of three men? Correct. So let's see if they can keep their momentum. Here comes Eddie off the line. Into the hard break. Ladder in the ground. Justin is on. Gets to the top rung. There you go. Took a while for the ladder to get to the arch. And you saw the climber had to kind of wait for it to get there before he wanted to really put on the jet. Time for the Bandits. 5.66566. 5.66566. Third place right now. 5.66 for the Bandits. Next through the lights, number 15. The New Hyde Park Termites. New Hyde Park. Three, four fives in a row. We've seen a 5.72 Manhasset, 5.45 Port, 5.29 West Hempstead, 5.66 Farmingville. So, and a 5.95 right now, North Belmore is in fifth. So you got to run a five to get into the mix. Seven today. teams, five fives on the board. Termites in practice as we ran a couple of five fours, looking good in this contest. They're uh, starting to peak now. Doing a lot of hard work down at Denton Avenue. 
New High Park just missing a top five last week. They had a nice motor pump shot for five points. More on that later, though. See what they could do here in B ladder as the tr- course is cleared for them. Mike Athenas gives it a couple of revs, ready to go. Comes off the line hard. Into the hard break. Spikers in the ground. Tercy is on to the top rung. That's going to be a five. He's just inside the safety zone there. Wow. Playing with a little bit of fire in that left safety pole. Stage right. Or is that stage left? (laughs) Both. (laughs) Time for the termites. 5.65. That's a big one. That's a big... 100 there Next beats the shot right in front 16, of them. The Hicksville Hicks. So five, five fives in a row now. That 65 beats the Farmingville 66. So that's good for third place right now at the 565. Here come the Hicks off a of 5 And now five, Manhasset's 572 becomes our fifth place number as the Hicksville comes to the line. And this is, I've been waiting for them to put up that B ladder shot. I, I talked about it with Dougie. At CI after the drill a little bit, and you know he says he's waiting for it too. And he said he's been real happy with the drops he's been getting in D ladder. So see what happens here. All right, good, Artie. Into the hard break. They're gonna just oh, a lot of speed. Dougie really tries to stick with it. He had almost delay getting on. One of the spikers kind of rolled. The ladder walked. Thrower actually ended up Time for Hicksville. 5.42. It beats the 545. We have a member of the local committee up to the arch for the PA system, please. That was identical to last week's run they had. Next through the lights, number 17. The North Merrick Stump Jumpers. Dougie had to fight for every inch of that ladder. He did. He made the shot. It, to me, it looked like they had way too much speed going into I, the ground. And Dougie that. made that shot I getting wanna, in again. Uh, he, he just made that into a 542. Yeah. Second and place. Second place. But you look at their shot and port shot, both 5-4s, had a lot of things yeah. going on. And yeah. they, they still salvaged these runs. And it's going to probably get them in the money for points. And even bigger for Hicksville. I mean, that's four points right now. That could give them potentially nine on the day. Yeah, well, they got start. starting with five and three man with the six six. So well, here's, here's North Merrick actually, which uh, it's good to see them running after uh, after last week. Sure that this first uh, shot is not going to be the most fun. <laughs> so he's fun good. Just, world, just get right back get on, it, man. Get it, get it off your yep. uh, off your back. Right to the break. Dig. He's on. He's on. Does it nice get in the fives? Maybe. One nice shot. That's close. I don't know if, that's Do just, I don't know if it's going to get into the mix. Do we have seven fives in a row? Time for North Merrick. Ooh. 5.62. It's wow. in the mix. 5.62. It's in the mix. That is in. Wow. Seven fives in a row. Through the lights is number 18. The Oyster Bay Teddies Boys. So the 5.62 by North Merrick. So we go 529, 542 Hicksville, 545 Port Washington, 562 North Merrick, 565 New Hyde Park, Farmingville out. With a 66, with Farmingville's out. With a 66, out. Manhasset's out with a 72. Oyster Bay coming off the 5-4 last week. <laughs> so can they put up the 5 and get themselves into the mix? Darrell gives it a rev. Let's see what they can do. Four teams to go here in B-Ladder, so let's see what Oyster Bay does. 
Daryl Ronaldo rolling out. In the ground, just inside three-man ladder, ladder walks. That's going to end our string of fives. Ladder walks, diggers didn't go in together. Looks like the truck slid, just yeah, sloppy, truck, sloppy little, shot. A little deep and it slid, yeah. yeah compared to Time what for Oyster Bay, 6.53, 6.53. That's a father-son combination on the dig right there. Next to the lights, so number well. 19, the Merrick Buckeyes. Wayne and Nick Barada on the dig there. I can clean that up a little bit, help Steve out. Here comes Merrick, Mike Alexander behind the wheel. The work One progress. of the diggers there at Oyster Bay limping off the course. And if you look back to the other side of the return road, a lot of stump jumpers high-fiving each other. They got to be happy with that after uh, after their week. Oh, I don't I don't think a little a little limp is going <laughs> to affect anything <laughs> at this point of the year. Tell me about it. So in, uh, 529 still the number on top in September. A couple teams that go here. We got the Buckeyes, Frogs, and the Snails. The sun peeking through here. Ooh, yeah, a lot of a lot of reports of rain, but it looks like it uh it's gonna it's gonna miss us. Sun shines on us. Here come the Buckeyes. A couple of extra steps just inside three-man ladder line. Climber had a couple of stumbles on the bottom, just gets to the top. Time for Merrick. 7.71, 7.71. Next for the light, number 20. The call place, Frogs! You know, back to North Merrick's run for a second. I'm looking on their team summary page on the new website. It looks like that could potentially be their team record, that 562. At the very least, it's the team best with the current team. You know, I know that there were years in, you know, the 80s and 90s there they had a team running. I don't know if they ever beat that 562, but at least a team best with the current guys on the back of the truck. Is it a team record? Something that would have to be verified by the team itself. Oh, good run. That's, yeah. that's good, though, for them, too. Again, like I said, after after last week, they're back. And then to, to put up a shot on top of it, you know, hopefully score some points, maybe have a good day, even come down the course. Yeah, you nice, said it. Uh, good way to come back after a mishap. Yeah. And, uh, you <laughs> know, Carl Place, Carl Place had a lot of problems with the B-Rig this week with the ignition. Uh, couldn't get a run last week. Uh, they just got it back this morning from the shop. I was just about to say, that I think they've been on more 20-minute breakdowns than I've ever seen a team in one year. They couldn't get to rev up last week. Yeah. Uh, all they get was motor pump out of it. So here, let's so see what they can do. Sean Brody off the line. In the hard break. Straight ladder. A little deep. Yeah. Yeah, very deep. Real deep. Inside that three-man ladder line. Yeah. Again, it even looked like the front tires, when he hit the hard brake, the front tires still rolled a little bit. Yeah, they did Got lock. some rotations. Yep. Time for call place. 8.58858. Call place playing with the C-truck today? No, uh, no C-truck. Last for the uh, lights in this event. Number 21, the Lindenhurst Snails. Yeah, their front end is a mess on that C-truck. They have to do a lot of work on it. They may get it back on Monday. Okay. In interesting today. I see a lot of teams going deep, and you, you wonder after last week, the way the course was stopping, everybody had to move in, and now the, the drivers, you have to readjust back to a course that, that slides a little bit. So a lot of guys going deep in B-Ladder today. Here we go. Snails are the last team to run. Their fastest time this year, 527 at the CI Invite. That's the last time they ran in a tournament. They ran a 548 also back at the Suffolk County Drill earlier this season. We're just going to say that 527, they were running early in the pack. Yep. They put up that 527 and were feeling good about themselves and only got them a point. Yep. 
And today it'll be five large. 565, the number to beat to get into the mix. 529, first place by West Hempstead. 542, Hicksville. 545, Port Washington. 562, North Merrick. 565, New High Park. Lindenhurst Snails, last team to run today. And the first team to run next week. I'll be saying that seven more times today, <laughs> or six more times. Joe DeRuder looking real big on that ladder. Look at him go. Tom Merkley bringing him in. Hard break. Ryan Kinley is on. Sloppy ladder. Oh, he almost climbs off the side. Ladder walked. I give Ryan hit. He was trying to go. Even though that ladder walked on him, he got halfway, and then his hips, as you know, Twan, got yeah. outside Ryan the rail. Lindenhurst. 6.906.90. Momentum took him right off the ladder. Good job of holding on to get back and get to the top. But Yeah, I, I, I mean, I thought he, he mounted real well. Yeah. I just, you know, again, when that ladder walks and it takes your weight and shifts you, once those hips get outside the rails, it's very hard to get them back. Yeah. It's just there's nothing you can do. That's going to be a tough one for them. Yeah, tough start to the day for the Snails. One point, one of our favorites to win it all, I would say, today. But they're going to have some, uh, they got to dig out of their hole. Or climb out of their hole. <laughs> so West Hempstead is going to grab five large with a 529. Uh, the Hicksville Hicks are going to get second place with that 542. That's going to bring their total up to nine. Off to and really give, good give them the lead in the, for the drill. Uh, third place is going to be that 545 by the Paul Washington Roadrunners, and that's their first points of the day. And then we have the 562 by North Merrick, like you said, coming off that sea ladder mishap. Good way to get some points today. Congrats, North Merrick, and what we think might be a team record at least with the current team running right now, 562. Congratulations to the Stump Jumpers. And fifth place, one point, Termites getting on the board. You know, Farmingville, 566. Manhasset Lakeville, 572. Out of the money today, decent B ladder day. A lot of fives. We've had five ones and five twos. You know, you put Islip here, CI, West Sable, those teams that are not here today. North Lindy. Don't forget the upstate team. No, Henrietta, Point Pleasant. <laughs> B ladder could be fun. We could have 01 B ladder back, ladies and gents. Let's hope. That was a great shot. Great shot. God, so, uh... Yeah, I guess uh, we'll see. Yeah, no, just looking at the score sheet. I mean, it's... Listen, New White Park's got to like that. You know, they said they were running some decent field out of this week in practice. They came, they put up their practice shot, got themselves a point. So, they're on the board. Move the equipment! Results of the B-Ladder competition. First place, five points. Number 13, West Hempstead. Second place... Four points, number 16, Hicksville. Third place, three points, number 12, Port Washington. Fourth place, two points, number 17, North Merrick. Fifth place, one point, number 15, New Hyde Park. All right, so that's going to do it for B-Ladder. We have the Hicksville Hicks with nine points, West Hempstead with five, Farmingville four, Port Washington with three, and then we have a whole bunch of twos and ones uh, live on top of the arch. We'll be back in a moment with C-Ladder. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. 
With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State Drill Teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. 2018 Fire Rescue EMS Mega Show takes place February 17th and 18th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. Check out the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear, thermal cameras, apparatus, and more. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the New York State Drill Team family as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State Drill Teams. IWT is the Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire department as well as David Clark headsets and sound off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT check out their website at www.goiwt.com the groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide from Systems Definition Incorporated or your local Motorola dealer. SDI is the well-known software application developer for FDNY and is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now SDI has paired with New York fire departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members at your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State Volunteer Department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com. The Titan Group is your trusted name in the customizing industry. As a one-stop shop for all your racing team needs, we spent another off-season fine-tuning our skills and equipment to bring you limitless possibilities. As always, we offer all our in-house services including screen printing, embroidery, sublimation, and graphic design. Take advantage of our team ordering website system. Choose your products and logos and we'll do the rest. Members pay online and their orders separated and delivered. Need to see samples? Browse our vendor catalogs on our website www.titangroupapparel.com Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to see what every team is wearing this season. Or visit s4apparel.itemorder.com to buy a Titan Racing shirt. Call Call us at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Seskine or Devin Robinson on the track. All eight, all day, gear up, get on the Titan Group. 
Not every evolution and vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Nobody knows Myrtle Beach golf packages like Myrtle Beach Golf Desk. Come experience the simple, easy, no-nonsense approach to your next Myrtle Beach golf vacation. Since 1991, Myrtle Beach Golf Desk has been saving you time and money on top-notch golf vacations for small groups or large fire department events. Start with Myrtle Beach to ensure that every aspect of your trip is perfect. Proud to be returning as a New York State Drill Team sponsor. Visit www.golfdesk.com for more information. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's wings. All right, we are back live on top of the arch. At First the team through the lights, number one on your program, the North Belmore Ricky Dinks. At the North Belmore Invitational Drill. The story of the day so far, the Hicksville Hicks, nine points to lead the day. We're going to play some sea ladder right now. North Belmore Ricky Dink Speedwagon 2000 going to be the first team to run down. Looking back at the past few seasons, Isa Bulbs 878 to win this uh, contest at this tournament. And it's actually been an 8 every season since 2013. Then we have a couple 9-1s that won it. But figure that's your average. You know, your high 8-9, your, your low 9-0, 9-1 has been the time to win this uh, contest throughout the seasons. Just, just looking back at sea ladder there, Twan. When, yeah. what, are the, what were the times? Obviously, we had the 4 last year, 5-0, 5 flat the year before that, right? 5-0, Yeah, the 5-0s. That 5-2. Got to go back. The last time a 5-2 won the contest here was 2006. The good old Patchogue 40 Thieves yeah. with a 522. Wow. But at this invite, the slowest time ever, if, funny enough, Manhasset Lakeville with Preston, 537 back in 1998 is the slowest, in quotation marks, the, to win the ladder. Um, that was the year, obviously, Preston came into his own, 1998. And boy, did he really like oh. that event on fire in the years after that. But... So 529 wins it today. I, this is a big contest for you know these teams that have the points right now because there's not a lot of teams here. You if you have like the nine or you want to try to separate yourself, and those teams with the three to five are looking to you know this is where the the tournament can change to me point wise dramatically with the, you know few teams, so few teams. And the question is you know we're looking at Hicksville our leader you know they they're the team. Notoriously, with their C truck, this is these are the contests where you know the truck will slide, it'll go deep, or it was a bad drop. 
can they put it together and salvage some points today? You probably don't need that eight nine eight eight. You know, maybe nine three nine four can grab them some points at least uh, to give I mean, them the lead to bridge the gap to be hose. If uh, you're a Hicksel, I think you just want to score. Yeah. Try to keep the momentum going. Put, put, put it, it in a the patch. Let Dougie climb it and, and, yeah. and uh, you know, let they, it fall. They're looking at their sea truck. You know, it's been more in that three seven, three eight range. But that's fine if you give the guy a chance. You know, you, you can't just you can't make up your truck is what it is. You can't drive it like it's someone else's. I so mean, it, it looks looks like North Belmore has been given the course here. The speed wagon is on the line. George Service behind the, the wheel, giving it a couple of revs. The men are ready to go. Yeah, we got the two revs. Here Pat they come. In the dig. Here they go. Come down real straight. Off about 165, 170. Hard break. Just on the three-man ladder line. Joey Corcoran to the top nice. rung. Oh, that's a nice clean shot. Solid run. Thought it was a nice drop there by the Rinky Dinks. Uh, again, not really a whole lot of momentum for the climber. Joey to get to the top. Did a good job of kind of, I don't want to say fighting that ladder, but kind of struggling to get his mo. But salvage the time. Time for the Rinky Dinks. 9.47947. Good number to throw up there to start the day. That'll be a good one to chase. Next through the lights, the money. number five, the Levittown Rebels. You know, getting back to what we were saying about Hicksville, you know West Hempstead's going to be running this contest. Port Washington, this has probably been Port Washington's best contest of the season. You know, we'll talk more about that when they get to run. They're just a couple teams away, but they've really kind of owned the contest, especially the last couple of weeks, They're coming off an 884 team record last week in Hempstead. But before we get to them, you know, we're going to have Levittown, I see Westbury in the mix, so the track is cleared. Here come the Rebels. They got the frog glued to the front of the truck. Kermit ready to make his way down, of course. And you got Kermit. You got Brutus driving with Kermit. I mean, that just sounds like a really good thing right there. Sounds like a Geico commercial of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Levittown. Straight. Goes a little right. Yeah. Now brings it back to the center of the court into the hard break. Took an extra step just outside three-man line of line. Climber now stumbles to the top. Finishes it. All right. Artie, in the past couple weeks, did you guys talk all about the running order in the state drill? Time for Levittown. Hold that thought. 1, 2, 12, 87. 12, 87 for Levittown. Next for number 6, the Baldwin Tomcats. Now, we didn't cover that very much, uh, Twan. Yeah, we haven't really gone over the running order too much. Okay. Something we could talk about a little bit later on. I was just noticing Levittown's kind of in the same spot they'll be next week. Running 5 today, 3 next week, but... The Snails will be leading us off next week. I think that's a that's a big story right there for a team that placed top five last season. Just looking at a glance there, it, it's, it seems all the big teams are kind of spread out throughout the uh, the whole lineup there. There's yeah. no real, like, murderers. Uh, I know, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of 40, 42, and 43. you got Hobos, Wolves, Westerners. But aside from that, that's we don't good, have, yeah. like, five or six in a row like we've oh, That's a good number there. If I didn't notice that, 40, 40. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Dutchman up at the top, yeah. correct? Yeah, they're running four. So the... Port Washington running 8 next week. Bayshore 12. Point Pleasant 13. You won't be welcoming back to the camp uh, anytime during that thing. You'll be staying in your stands. That's the type of run. Yeah. yeah, lineup it is, right. Exactly. Baldwin on the line. Didn't run B ladder. Here they are on C ladder. That's interesting. Coming down. That's Pretty good. straight line. Comes across the cone. Hard break. Just outside three man ladder line. Climber on top. Uh, Little. Took him a while to get going. First two steps, he looked like he was going to lose it. 
Time for Baldwin. 11.21. 11.21 for the Tomcats. Next to the lights, number eight, the Westbury Turtles. Yeah, one, I guess Baldwin, no B truck today? I mean, if they ran C ladder, they, they, they I am not B ladder. Yeah, they had it at practice, so I, I'm not sure, I'm not really sure well, what happened. I'm going to assume if you run C ladder but not B ladder, so you're not running B hose <laughs> or motor pump. Am I right? You would, you would think. <laughs> you would think. Unless they're on a breakdown. One would think. <laughs> Trying to see if I could scout the area where they're parked, and I don't see where they're. Oh, they're actually at the end of the track. Us. I do not see a B truck down there. So. Okay. And there you go. Doing it the hard, hard way today. They're at the, the north end of the course here. Turtles on the line with their C truck. C truck's been running real well this year for us. Three, three fifty-four, three fifty-five to the cones this year so far. It's a good number. Yeah. Got it dialed in, right? That's where you want to be. Well, we want to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Justin Batista is climbing today. Normal guy, John Del Delonio, I guess he'll yeah, climbing for the state. Comes Kirk. Yeah. He's got on a pretty straight line. Gets off about 170 in the hard break. Outside three-man ladder line, climber on. Tell Top rung. Tell you what, I like that drop right there. I like the I like the whole drive. The whole run down the track was nice. Just not a whole lot of mo for the climber, but that's your backup climber, second string climber, for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> so climber B, climber A. Yeah. <laughs> so guys. Time for Westbury. One zero point six four. 10-64. Yeah, Turtles will be happy with that one. Nice run. Next to the light, number 11, the Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen. Just out of curiosity, Bill, your third man and three-man ladder. Is he a digger? He's the digger, yeah. That's an interesting one. You don't really see that too often. I understand it's new guys getting in new spots. I get it. I'm not criticizing. I'm just wondering, is he ready for that chance to run motorized, or is it a little bit... We're uh, dealing with ten new guys, uh, yeah. ten guys all within the first two years of their career, right. rookies and half second year guys. So we're, we're mixing a matching right now, finding what works. Gotcha. It's not the worst problem to have. Ten sixty four. Picked up a hydro man out of it. So, <laughs> I, Twan, I was just going back to everyone too. I I hear you saying he's like not your everyday climber. Seems right. like his hands are a little low on the ladder. Yeah. Looks like he can get his hands up a rung. It makes a world of difference. Going back years ago, Preston Hicks came to practice one night with the Yellow Hornets, and JoJo kind of noticed that. <laughs> The rest is history. <laughs> a lot of, of Preston Hicks. A lot of that's all on Preston, too. Don't get me wrong. Preston, yep. here's, here's a... Here's a oh, Stan pops the wheel. Oh, One guy, guy came down. He's, he's shorter, man. So they have no climber. Oh, they all spill. You know, they don't know. Oh, wow. So that now is not good. Now, here, here's what happened. So the climber, I guess... So go ahead. Stan pops the wheels. Yeah. Rescue to the track. Rescue to the track. Stan has no idea... So it's unfortunate. Uh, so so yeah. just let's try to just give it to you a little bit. Stan popped the wheels off the line. When he popped the wheels, the climber got jolted off the truck. He seems fine. I mean, it, he got jolted off pretty much before the lights. Yep. Okay? But now Stan comes into the hard break, and he's only got three on the back. And I'll tell you what I noticed. And, and if you're a climber, and this is the thing you have to always think in your mind, or the thrower, you have to look at your diggers. 
your, the diggers went for the ladder in the break. Right. And you have to look at that if you're on the back of that truck. And if your diggers go for that ladder, you, you need to go off. for that ladder also. And, and you I'm, have to get off. You have to get off. You're Correct. committed to getting off. Now, I guess the thrower didn't notice that. And his hand was on the handle the whole time because he's the only one who notices the climber not on the truck. It looked yeah. like he was trying to talk to the diggers on the way down. I, I mean, you would think maybe the, the left side digger might have that sense of feel. Those feet aren't below him. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a hard man. thing to do, and it, I know. I hope, we hope everyone's all right, but, y- y- you know, that it's, a, it's a tough thing to do. You just kind of have to look around and observe, and, man. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the digger on the right side, it looks really like it, he's got a little bit of a knee, and maybe it looks like a shoulder arm issue. Yeah. Nothing Nothing major. Nothing I mean, everyone's severe. up and going around. Everyone's okay, talking. Right. Yeah. You know, it stands now out of the truck talking to his guys. Yeah. Um, Looks like yeah. Juan Horry's down there. I just haven't seen that seat truck come off the line like that. No, that came off the line hard. You know, and it looked like, you know, it was a little weird. It looked like he did do a roll of about seven feet or so. Yeah. And then he got into the hard gas and the front tires just popped. Yeah. Holding his shoulder, maybe his wrist. So, yeah, it's, it's his, I think it's his left shoulder. Seems like the uh, the problem. They're going to get him into the ambulance. Yeah, he walked a little ways before he s- took a knee. Uh, I think every, everybody else, uh, it, it appears, uh, is just maybe a little banged up, but okay. Uh, right. And, I, and it's a tough thing, like you said, you know, you have your plan in your head. You know, if something like that goes awry, just keep your eye on the digger's hands. Once the diggers go onto that ladder... You're getting off that truck. Yeah, we talk, we talk you're about getting off that time. truck. Man. Four guys committed. You can't. You know, one guy can't not do it. It's it's everybody's in. You know, Gotta stay with that ladder. Because even with the throw, you could still get off and get the ladder up, and just for safety, just just enough just do to that. enough so yeah, they right. hit the ground and yes, hopefully and do their uh, thing. Yep. You know, the opposite side digger is actually in a worse spot right there. Yeah. Uh, the opposite of the climber, because even if the thrower lifts the ladder up, I think I think for the most part you, you you need to get off the truck because yeah, hanging right, on right. after no, the after the break. I mean that's that's another jolt right there. So you're going to say get off that truck. It's, it's yeah. a, it, you know unlike hoses, right? Because you're running with the ladder, it's it's very hard to you know stay on the truck through the hard break because the way he's going to pop out. Yeah. Um, yeah, very hard to do. And and uh, you know, in actuality, the diggers probably not realizing that the climber wasn't on the truck uh, would be the only guy that might that be could able call to the mulligan. Ter- call right. called to the driver. And even then, you know, you kind of don't know. know if he's going to hear or, or and not not it would be the driver's fault, but you're just so focused. And with the truck, you, you don't necessarily hear anything going on or, or someone screaming at you necessarily. So it's uh, yeah, it's a it's tricky situation. Stan- stands wearing the motorcycle style helmet. Right. Um, a lot of these guys wear earbuds as well inside the helmet. The driver's not going to hear you. you. You can't see that. As I mean, y- you wonder even, too, like, should someone wave a red flag? You know what I mean? Is that is that something you need to observe, or, or is that not part of the protocol? Is there not a protocol for that? Yeah. You know, if you, see, if you kind of, you're an official and you see that, I know it's tough to do that to kind of run out, but what's the safer play? You know, wave the red flag or stay and let it go its course. A lot of moving parts. I know. I'm just putting it out. None of us are drivers up here. Right. Exactly. But yeah. You know, as the drivers say with this, with the sea truck, you're focused on those cones and your mark. I know. And to 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 see somebody with a flag. I know. To notice that it might it might cause more of an issue. Right. Because you don't want him now to swerve or 
or something like that. Um, I, I think in all you brought up a good point, Juan. Just the best if thing the officials see something's go wrong, do they give them the red flag? Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I think I, you know. You just get all. You just get off and hope for the best. I, I think, think you just you're committed to getting off right. the ladders. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of how you have to play it. Yeah. I mean, you're going to bring the truck down to a, a slow enough speed where you hope, if, you know, it's just a little little road rash or something yeah. like that. You hope. I, I mean, yep. there's no right answer for it. Obviously, I know, but and it's so it's such a split second decision. There's so many things going through. You had money trucks moving that quickly. You don't know. Yeah, you know, you, you we could play Monday morning quarterback all week on it. Right. And when you're on the truck, it's a completely different ball game. And We've all know. been in yeah. those situations where the front tires pop and get off the ground a little bit, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's like you said, you just got to try to stick with it. I just haven't seen that. Uh, that truck do that. Yeah. What I saw there, uh, it looked like the thrower was trying to talk to the diggers as they were coming into the cones, and I think he was trying to tell them, stay on the truck, stay on the truck. But like you said, it's yeah. it's another jolt you're going to be taking later on. So, like you said, stick. You got to like it. The, the the hand thing is the best thing. Watch where the hands. I mean, are. yeah, that's the only. You're non- on the ladder. You got to. You got to. That's gotta ride the only out. real thing that if if your diggers are going to do something different, watch the hands. Do they go to the ladder? Do they not go to the ladder? I and again, I think. The mentality should always be get off the truck, no get matter what. Get off in ladders. <laughs> and if there were to be a mulligan, it's got to be some type of non-verbal thing. But man, that's it's a tough thing to do, guys. It's you know. It's just that that was a. I mean, we we saw it right away. I don't know if everyone else down here could see it, but you know, you see a truck coming down with three guys on it. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, rolling that, on the ground. That three seconds uh, when you're on the back of that truck seems like an eternity. I think. Well, let's hope for the best there. Yeah, again, it looks like they're, they're one ambulance is going to pull out. I and mean, again, it's nothing serious where they're, you know, flying out of here. So, right. They do have a second ambulance on premises here, right off the track. Yeah, so that means the tournament can continue. Can it won't be a delay. And you're looking at Stan too. He looks a little shaken up. You can tell he's you know, kind of shaking his head and everything. That's got to be tough for any driver, no matter what the mis- you know sure. the incident is. Stan's one of the biggest hearts out there on the yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, know, you just, no doubt. You don't know that's going to happen when you get on the gas. You know, but but let it be something that all teams talk about. Have a plan. You know, I don't want to say man has to learn the hard way. They, they they kind of are, but they're not because it wasn't a severe, huge incident. Everyone seems to be okay. But talk about this with your teammates, especially if you're on the back of that truck for B ladder and C ladder. Have, have a plan if something goes awry. Make sure you're all on the same page and look at each other if something happens off the line. You know what I mean? Or, or look for something. I don't know what that something is. Talk about it with your team members because the driver does not know. And the right. driver's running the same shot no matter what happens off the back of that truck. Years ago, we had one of those. Uh, Dougie Ingram was our climber filling for Johnny. Mm-hmm. We were running Lindenhurst. Uh, Whatever reason Johnny couldn't make it, Dougie had to climb. Yeah. First time ever off the sea truck for him, I was throwing. We come off the line, and Dougie's legs are nowhere to be seen on the truck. So he's hanging on with one hand on the bar, one hand on the ladder. As we come into the break, I'm getting ready to, you know, put a plug on it. His feet come right back down, right where they're supposed to be. We hit the brake. He runs up there, missed the grab, but you know. <laughs> That it was, was a scary situation. That's that's amazing because in Lindenhurst the same thing happened. I was throwing and Craig the same exact thing happened. We it spun and when it grabbed, I, I don't know if the diggers didn't have it in the rack, but yeah. the, the ladder slid halfway down the rack. I had a cheater run. Was the only reason I didn't come off the step. He came off, 
but held on like this, dangling the whole way down. And I'm I'm watching this, and I'm just like you know, three seconds seemed like a half an hour of all the things that went through my say, head. Life slows down pretty but quickly. He swung, that, that he swung back on. I almost fell down because I didn't even I didn't even know what to do at that point. But uh, he swung back on and, and got off like nothing happened. <laughs> and <laughs> your hand, long three seconds. And your hand still went onto that ladder. <laughs> all to get all off, I could right? think was try to hold the ladder in, in. like pull right. the ladder in. Right. At that point, the shot's over. Like just it's safety well, you're now. You're right. You're Obviously. That, yeah. Right. Apparently not. I know. <laughs> So in the break, I guess his momentum brought his seat back it's in. Yeah, that's, that's, exactly. that's what will happen. And right. swung back in. And uh, We'll try to get a report on uh, any of the injuries for you as day goes on. And the track's getting cleared up. we got Port Washington warming up right now. General Judge. Chief Judge. We were talking about this too. Uh, you wonder how it's going to affect Paul Washington because you, you know the team after something like that happens and you. you Next have a team delay. to the lights be number twelve on your program, the Port Washington Roadrunners. It's not exactly the ideal uh, situation to to run. Port's a professional team. They've been at it for a while. Danny, Danny, good driver. Yeah, just run their shot, and they should be they should be all right. You know, we're gonna get back going, and you know, we'll, like already said, we'll get you some of the updates from the guys from Manhasset. But again, everyone walked off. Everyone appeared to be okay. Shoulder injuries, road rash, stuff like that. Uh, Port's um, a good event here. Listen, this is their contest. You know, you have a 9:21 at Selden, 9:25 at the County, 9:56 at the Triple Town. Kind of a little bit of a mishap. With nine flat in CI and a team record 8:84 last week in Hempstead. Uh, they have run this contest really well this season. They've been a little bit of a, a wait time for them, so I'm sure they stayed loose. You know, that's the game you got to play as a climber. You know, maybe take an extra sprint. You know, when you get up to that line, you're ready to go, and then there's a little bit of a delay. You have to kind of keep loose or do whatever it is that you need to do to keep yourself mentally prepared to run this contest. Yeah, they, Danny obviously rewarmed the, the brakes up and the truck up. Uh huh. Ladder goes up in the rack. Got the brothers Cuomo on the dig today. 8.84, not the time of the year in case you're wondering. That would be 8.75 by the Point Pleasant Pea Peckers, who've kind of done a great job running this contest. Ran at 8.86 as well last That's week. That's right, at the Selden Invite. So when I they ran the 84 last week, they ran 8.86. So we can't wait for them, for those upstate teams to come down for a little ladder show next week. Kyle Lewis gets into the into the saddle here. Him and Smalls getting down, getting ready to run. Yep. Right, we're going to get back to racing. Two revs by Danny. And the track is theirs. Comes down. He's, looks like he's on a pretty straight line. Gets out around 170. In the hard break. Had him outside a little bit. Kyle is on. He's Top on. wrong. Danny had him outside a little bit. He actually had to bring him in. He If he would have really popped him out, he would have put them outside the yellow. Time for Port Washington. Nine. Point zero nine nine zero nine nine oh nine for the Port Washington Roadrunners. Ladies and gentlemen, team number eleven, Manhasset Lakeville, will receive a no time on their run. I have to give credit to uh, Smallwood there. You know, they were a little bit over that yellow line. There was some momentum going, but it would have been a crash on the arch. So he had to hold it back for Kyle to get to that top. So he was really working for that nine oh nine. But you know, when you hold it back a little bit, and it's, it Your sometimes takes please. momentum Team away from the climber. West I'm not Hempstead sure if that's what went on right there. Minute breakdown. So, so West Hempstead West off the line. That'll be number 14, the Farmingville 
Band-Aid. But that's probably the difference between that 8-8 eight, eight and that 9-0 oh that sure. you saw today. But like you, you know, in the background, you might have just heard West Hempstead on a breakdown. Any idea what that might be, Jack? Any you issue know, with the truck this it's, week? It's interesting. You, you mentioned in three-man ladder about stepping off the line. They, they ran sea ladder the other night, and usually one rev and go. And then the, the truck almost stalled. It, he revved again, and everyone was kind of like, and then they came down the course. Now, to me, I would have rather called the shot off. But there has been an issue, getting back to the mechanical stuff, with the the stolen, but you know when you when you don't go through your normal routine, especially sea ladder, <laughs> and there's an extra rev or, or whatever happens, it's uh again you you're kind of looking around like are, are we going, are we not going? You know, so here comes Farming Bill, and he's bringing it in. He's off around 175 in the hard break, ladder in the ground. Ooh. Nice smooth nice shot. Nice job. Puts up nice they are looking for their first nine of the season. They've That's run a 10:01 and a 10:36 and a 10:23. Could this be their nine? I believe Time so. for Farmingville. Nine. There it is. Point one wow. seven. There it is. Nine Heavy. Seven Nine seven seventeen wow. for the so bandits. Hello. I, yeah, I thought that looked really smooth. Yeah. yeah I really did. Lights number 15. The there. New Hyde Park Termites. So just going 917 there, Farmingville. Back to back two. 351 to the cone, Farmingville. 351 to the cone for Port. So they were back to back, same number little bit but a different race you know the way it was driven you know it's farming those trucks real fast he has to get out of that gas early i thought eddie gave him nice momentum in in the uh in the patch nice shot for them their, their team record nine flat at the 2001 ci invite they have another 903 and 01 at north belmore right here 917 looks, according to the team summary page, their third best shot in history, tied for it. So congratulations, there, Farmingville, 917. I think that 9 flat in 2000, that's Eddie Stewart Jr. was climbing. Eddie yeah, Eddie's, Eddie's Stewart, son. Yeah, Eddie's son. So. Looks like some, a good year for them in 01 and 2000. Yeah. A lot of 9-1s, 9-2s. So here comes New Hyde Park. Mike Venus straight as an arrow down the track. In the hard break. About two feet outside. Uh, Tercy got caught up. It looked like the ladder was starting to walk on him. It's almost like he had a pause in the middle bit there, in the middle, Twan. Yeah. Time for the termites. 10.09. Looks like uh, the climb is a little, uh, you know, limping limp down right. the ladder a little bit. Number 16. He's all right and everything. The Hicksville Hicks. Who knows if you twist an ankle or something, maybe yeah. getting off that truck, maybe climbing up, who knows. But that could have been a factor in their loss of momentum. So we got the 9.09, the 9.17... The 947 of North Belmore. Then it goes to the 1009 and the 1064 by Westbury. Again, West Hempstead's on the 20 minute breakdown. Hicksville on the line, who's leading the drill with nine points. So, again, they've got to keep their momentum going right here. This is a big shot for the Hicks. Their fastest time this year, though, already 946 at CI. Other than that, it's been overtimes, 10s, and 13s for the Hicksville Hicks. So, can they put it in the nines today when they have that lead? Big shot for the Hicksville Hicks in the early going of this tournament. It's really it. Let's let's see if they can harness the power of that sea truck and, and bring it in on this side of the arch and give these guys a chance. You know, and they don't have to beat the 909. You know, nah. get in the mix with that 94. Try to grab three or two points and just bridge that gap to be hose, right? That's right. That's right. Just get them on that side of the arch here, Mike. Lang revs it up. Here come the Hicks. Trucks have been... Everyone's been really coming straight down. Let's see... Hicksville, same, right down the center of the course. He's off around 165. Hard break. He's going to be deep. Has to park it. They are touching the white line. That shot is over. They will be getting no time. Yeah, just 
not enough, not enough break from the 150 in. I, I think yeah. uh, he had too much momentum coming in. It seems like a lot of guys have been getting at around 170. He almost pushed 160 even, 155. So he had a lot more speed, I think, coming through right. the cone. Um, there will be a no time for Hicksville outside the safety zone, rule 1303. You could see him even in the hard break as I was watching him go under the arch. He knew it, and he actually tried to give him just as, as much more pedal as he could, almost to try to give him a bus stop to That's try to salvage it. Number 18. The Oyster Bay Teddy's boy. And that's definitely something that you want to improve upon, especially for the track next week, considering what we saw last week in Hampstead with the sea trucks going under. Yeah, you know, you I know. was just going to bring that up. Obviously, yeah. we're watching the, everyone run here. These things are coming down like they're on a rope. Right. Every team. Yeah. It's like it's on a rope. And now, I wasn't there last week, but, you know, I was listening in, and you got everyone talking about it. The trucks are, you know, really sliding. So, much different conditions. Track-wise for the sea trucks as Daryl comes off the line, coming down, gets out about 170 in the hard break. Here's a nice small climber is on to the top rung. Ah, there you go, Teddy boys. So that's the spot right side spiker who got a little dinged up in B ladder. Definitely uh, still Time feeling it. Nine point seven zero nine seventy. It's got to be the best of the year right there, Twan. Right around there. I, I almost feel like, uh, Twan, I don't know. If Next through the lights off their breakdown, number 13, the West Hempstead Westerners. It would be a different vantage point on the ground, but it almost looks like the ladder's a little flat coming out. What, what do you mean by, oh, coming out of the truck? I yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, be so better. it's almost getting a little bit of a torpedo action instead of it snapping it, down it, to the ground. It, that's that's the only thing missing from that shot. It did not snap to the ground. It, you know, it kind of almost went right. The ladder had, climber had to do a good job getting on it, but that's the one thing I think missing. And that's a 970. I yes, mean, you're talking about an easy half second correction right. for that. That's, you know? Yeah, I was just about to say, that's a 930 yeah. with snapping the ladder to the ground and catching a little bit of a whip. Truck's he, moving. You know, that he's not climbing any whip at all. He's, he's climbing almost a, a stationary ladder. So West Hempstead off the breakdown. Looks like Kenny's a little bit left here, right? I, yeah, I was just going to say. He looks, he looks like he's lined up a little bit to our left. All right. The west side of the course. See if he just takes that line all the way in. Coming off an 899 last week. Couple yeah, nine yeah, kind of face to the middle of the course. He's at about 170. In the hard break. Craig is on. Top wrong. There you go. And I, I thought the truck maybe got in their way a little bit. Like it almost didn't pop out of the of the hard break for them. Time for West Hempstead. 9.06. Oh, nine so that's zero place. Six. Just place. gets in front of that 909 of Port. The 906 now of West Hempstead first place. That's going to bump Farmingdale, Farmingville down to third. But 19. The Merrick Buckeyes! You know, that's kind of been where West Hempstead's been all season uh, with this contest. Nine, nine threes, nine O's, 899 last week, so that 906, their second fastest shot this season. Uh, I, I did say at practice they were having the, the stalling issue. I wonder if it, if it just didn't it's come just, out from I, under I the way, the way it should have. got back on the gas, there was that, you know, such a small hesitation of time, right. but it just didn't where it popped out of the truck, where you looked at them like two weeks ago in CI, it right. popped out, and like, it almost like catapulter throws the spikers into the ground. Right. It just didn't seem it had that, that yeah. oomph as much coming off the back of the truck. Merrick Buckeyes on the track. So two teams to go. We got Merrick and Lindenhurst. Carl Place, no C-truck. 
Yeah, they've been dealing with issues to the front end all season long. I think they changed their brake system. Yeah, just and snake. And they just can't get, get it right. Yeah. Uh, Merrick, they're a combo team, right? For, with with uh, are they a combination team? Uh, with Merrick, Freeport, I believe. Free wide awake. Wide awake. Uh, so here comes Merrick. Getting right on the rope down the center of the court. Little wiggle, and it's a break. Oh, climber! Sorry, the thrower kind of buckles down. Yeah, throw climber it. gets it to the arch by himself. I think he rolled an ankle. Thrower rolled an ankle, getting off. Didn't go down hard. It was just as he stepped off. He Time for Merrick. 14.79. Rolled an ankle and then kind of went down to his knees. Last through the lights in this event, number 21, the Lindenhurst Snails. So the top five right now with Lindy left to go. 9.06 West Hempstead, 9.09 for Port Washington, 9.17 for Farmingville, 9.47 North Belmore, and then a 9.70 by Oyster Bay. Billy, you asked me if that was their best time of the year. It, it actually is. 9.94, their previous fastest. A couple of no times after that, though. So at least they're getting a little bit back on track. And like Artie, like you and I were saying, easy 9.3 with a correction getting that ladder on the ground. But yeah. the Snails come to the line now. They're going to be the last team to run today. And then they need to get their day going. They got that one point out of three man. They got nothing out of B ladder. So if they want to, you know, play with these other teams here today, and they this, can. Is, an, this is an important shot for them. Nine eighteen is the Snails' fastest shot this year. They came back on July eighth at the Suffolk County Invite. Yeah, they they, they came Suffolk out that County day with real. around thirteen or points or so maybe yep. out of ladders. They yep came second. Twelve. In, Twelve. Okay, came second in the day. West Salem and got back on their horse and and beat them to the finish line. But. 9.31 for Lindenhurst at Riverhead, but since then, not much. Uh, um, you know, 10.78 at Sea Ladder. They did not run in Hempstead, so. So let's see what Tommy Weckerly and the boys do here. Track is clear. They are ready to go. And here comes Lindenhurst. Again, coming right down the middle of the course. He's out about 165 in the hard break. Had to take an extra step to get in. Ryan Kinley on. Nice. Oh, oh. grasp and holds. He had his finger on the top uh, rung, though. He did not grab it, though. There's definitely got to be a time in that time. I'm going to go try yeah. to see what yeah. that is, guys. You know, this the, the ladder kind of wobbled a little bit and was on the left side of the I of the patch. I haven't seen a red flag yet, though. Yeah, down below the uh, down guy got. It. They, they're contemplating up here. I. Uh, I'll give my opinion after the call is made. <laughs> is that a, a biased opinion or an unbiased opinion? I'm seeing thumbs up signs. Ow. I don't want to influence any decision here, yeah. positive or negative. They're talking about it right now. It looks like the general judges are having a little bit of a conversation as to whether or not they want to give Lindenhurst that time. Oh, nice run. Your attention, please. There will be a no time for Lyndon okay. Hurst. Failure to grasp and hold. Rule 13-0. And look, I was going to say, that's the right call. It's the right call to make. Um, he he kind of, he went up, he hit it with his fingertips, and it slid right off. That is not a grasp and hold. I'm not sure what the time was in the truck. Artie's going back to do something right now to find out. Hey. Dudley, what was Go. the time in the truck? It was a 9.03, and that would have been a first-place shot. That is a tough miss. That is a punch in the stomach. Mr. Kinley, I have been there. I know what it's like to fail the grasp and hold on a first-place shot. A lot of climbers out here know that feeling. 
shake it off, come back later, and we'll see you next week, hopefully. But that was a 9.03 by the Snails, but his fingertips got on that rung. Move the equipment. But he was almost like coming Welcome down as soon as he General touched judges, it. Never got his hand around to grasp to and for the hold. Test, please. You don't have to grasp and hold for a long time, but you have to grasp and hold. You have to hold it with that split second. And and no, yeah, nothing, nothing against Lindenhurst, but I am glad that they made the right call because it, it looked for a second as that that they might uh, switch that up. And just you know, for the good of everything, that it, it was the right call. I agree, Tony. Did you get a better vantage point? Did you see his hand? I yeah, mean, it, I, it looked like he got maybe two two fingers, yes. but it but it slipped Results right off. Of the sea ladder competition, we hear a nine oh three already in the truck. That's a tough one. Yeah, first I, I place. Five points, number 13, West Hempstead. Second place, four points, number 12, Port Washington. Third place, three points, number 14, Farmingville. Fourth place, two points, number one, North Belmore. Fifth place, one point, number 18, Oyster Bay. They will receive the fourth place trophy. New Hyde Park will receive the fifth place trophy. The best salad trophy. <laughs> Listen, uh, so that, that snail shot, 903 in a timing truck, but uh, wow. failed to grasp and hold. And look, it's not the first time someone's failed to grasp and hold in a first place shot. You know, listen, 2005 state drill, three man ladder. I did it. 633 in the truck, didn't grab the top rung. CI Hobos in, at the Joe Hunter drill recently, Jay Newhoff lost his four because of a failed to grasp and hold. So it's happened. Thoughts? Uh, you know, I, it, it was just, it was a little indecisive on, I know. <laughs> on what was going. I. I didn't have a really good angle on it because that ladder was on the other side. Yeah. I, he did catch it with his fingers. Yeah. Um, did his fingers stay on the rung? To me, it didn't. To me, it didn't look like it. It looked like it was a. It looked like it was a touch. I think I had the best angle, and I, I, I don't think he, I don't think he held it. I, he got two or three fingers around, but I, I think they came, more or less, came right off. I wouldn't call it a grasp. Fingertips. No. The fingertips. But, but whose call is it to make? The guys on top or the guys no, on the that, bottom? That's a ground bottom. call. Yeah. And so there was some huddling up going on at the bottom. Yeah. So it was all, cause yeah. the guys on the top, their job is to press the button. Correct. Right. They can't give their opinion. And we honestly can't give our opinion. That's right. why we kind of waited until the call was made to say anything because yeah. you don't know who's listening. <laughs> right? It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, true. It shouldn't matter. But, you know, once you hear it out there, you never know who's, who's it's swaying. But... All right, but it is what it is. Uh, as it stands right now, uh, before we go to commercial, West Hempstead has 10. They've taken over the lead in this drill. Hicksville has 9. They are in second. Then we have the Bandits coming off a 9-17. It is not a team record for them. I, I heard that was Ladies a question on Groupie. Ladies and gentlemen, total points coming out. Paul Washington, 7. North Belmore, 5. So we'll go for the official word. Port Washington, 7. West Hempstead, 10. Farmingville, 7. New Hyde Park, 1. Hicksville, 9. North Merrick, 2. Oyster Bay, 3. Lindenhurst, 1. 
There is also 50 so going around in the stands. 10, 9, 7, 7, 5. When we get back, we'll have a little water test, a little sea hose, maybe some this date in racing history. Maybe we'll talk about the state trail lineup. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a few live on Top of the Arch. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal Personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State Drill Teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. 2018 Fire Rescue EMS Mega Show takes place February 17th and 18th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. Check out the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear, thermal cameras, apparatus, and more. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the New York State Drill Team family as the exclusive Motorola deal for New York State Drill Teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire department as well as David Clark headsets and sound off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. The groundbreaking FDNY Electronic Accountability System is now available to departments nationwide from Systems Definition Incorporated or your local Motorola dealer. SDI is the well-known software application developer for FDNY and is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York fire departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members at your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State Volunteer Department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com. The Titan Group is your trusted name in the customizing industry. As a one-stop shop for all your racing team needs, we spent another off-season fine-tuning our skills and equipment to bring you limitless possibilities. 
As always, we offer all our in-house services, including screen printing, embroidery, sublimation, and graphic design. Take advantage of our team ordering website system. Choose your products and logos, and we'll do the rest. Members pay online, and their orders separated and delivered. Need to see samples? Browse our vendor catalogs on our website, www.titangroupapparel.com. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to see what every team is wearing this season. Or visit s4apparel.itemorder.com to buy a Titan Racing shirt. Call Call us at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Seskine or Devin Robinson on the track. All eight, all day. Gear up, get on, the Titan Group. Not every evolution and vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga Glass Cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga Glass Cutting Kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Nobody knows Myrtle Beach Golf Packages like Myrtle Beach Golf Desk. Come experience the simple, easy, no-nonsense approach to your next Myrtle Beach Golf vacation. Since 1991, Myrtle Beach Golf Desk has been saving you time and money on top-notch golf vacations. For small groups or large fire department events, start with Myrtle Beach to ensure that every aspect of your trip is perfect. Proud to be returning as a New York State Drill Team sponsor. Visit www.golfdesk.com for more information. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. All right. Back at Merrick. Water test going on right now. A lot of fun with the water test. Just talking about the track here with the uh, the water here. Hempstead-like. Another, another Euro Disney. <laughs> this is Euro Disney, exactly. <laughs> the real, the real McCoy Euro Disney. The radar has been tested. Today's speed will be 4.65 through 144 feet, 8 inches of 2.5 inch Saturn hose with a 3 quarter inch nozzle tip. All teams begin lining up for the sea hose competition. So 465 water for all your teams down there that can't hear from the arch. So that's uh, that's some good water for some good hose times here. Sure. You can see, uh, 465. Hopefully, hopefully it's around uh, you know a little bit lower than that next week. Did I hear 465? 465. Wow. Euro Disney. Now we're doing regular Disney today. <laughs> oh, this is Euro Disney. Still Dis- Euro Disney. Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, the, the the water time should be better next uh, next week. We played around a little bit this week in practice, so I guess you yeah. guys might yeah. play around, you know yeah, got it back to where it needed to be. So that's good. 
It's, it's, it's definitely better than 480, and uh, I, I have a feeling it might be a little little better than it even is right now by the time uh, next Saturday rolls See around. See that now, though, you know, and then they were... Uh, Listen. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I'm, get, I'm looking at text messages. Unless another relief valve goes. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> hey, do you want to talk a little bit about the uh, upcoming events for the state tournament uh, tour? Yeah, but, uh, you know, before I do that, I'm actually looking at, you know, Chris Murphy texted me. You know, we were talking about that call on Lindenhurst. Oh, okay. And whose call is it? Is it the people down on the ground, or is it the there's people on top of the arch? Yeah, there's official down on the ground. He told me officials on top of the arch should be involved in the call. That was a rule that was changed a few years ago. It looked like they had some discussion. I think they had some input into it. The judgment of the officials on the arch and the safety line will, be, will confirm grasp and hold. Time will only be awarded if the man grasps and holds the top rung. So the judgment of officials on the arch and the safety line. So it's not just the officials down below. It's also the officials up here that can make that call. I, I'm, not, you know, I'm not sure if they needed a refresher of that rule or not. But I, I could tell you the guys on top of the arch were shaking their heads no at first. I just don't know how much of the discussion they were involved in with the people down below. That part I'd have to get clarification from. From well, the yeah, officials, you, you had said you didn't see a flag, so I don't. Maybe, maybe no one, no one called it down, down on the ground. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, and it's it's, it's one of those things you just have to look for. You know, again, I don't want to rehash it over and over again because I'm sure Lindenhurst is tired of hearing of the back at their <laughs> camp. But you know, it was the right call. Unfortunately for them, that you know they missed out on the 903. Well, but again, big shots from history have been, have been taken off the board with a failed grasp. And hold, I've gone over two of those earlier <laughs> in the broadcast. You can go back and rewind if you well, want to hear it again. You know what? It's better. It's better it happened this week on a positive e- note. Exactly. And, and they did run a 903, which is a, a solid shot. If you know, if he holds on, so uh, hopefully they correct it next week and, and put up a shot. Just don't do that to state drill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It leads to broken friendships. <laughs> <laughs> guys are still mad at me for 05, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, driver never forget my brother. <laughs> I think, I think you might be the only one that they're not mad at, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's play some sea hose. You said 465 water, huh? Uh, you got to be salivating when you hear that. Yeah, yeah, listen, we'll have it next week. Don't you worry, ladies and gents. <laughs> West Hempstead in the lead. Ten points on the day after missing a three-man ladder. Well, they didn't have Gerard today, which makes a big difference. They uh, went back-to-back 5-5, 529 and 9.06. Target, please. Farmingville Bandits, second place with seven points. Almost a team record in C ladder with a 9.17. Their team record 9.0 back from 2000-2001. Then you have the Paul Washington Roadrunners with seven points. They missed a three-man ladder, then got back on track. 545 B ladder, not what they're used to there, but that salvaged three points. And then a 9.09 got them second place in sea ladder and here we are getting ready to run some sea hose bill you asked me a question before i went back to the lindenhurst thing what are we talking about the state lineup yeah there's some a couple things going we got the uh, thursday friday just uh, oh yeah that's right schedule. yeah so we got a busy week going on in hempstead for those of you out there you know uh no need to rope off a parking area there'll be there's a parking <laughs> grid that's being made so please no fire line we'll, we'll put a sign up for you so just contact uh, andrew brome on group me or you can contact me or scotty clark uh, yeah, but uh, this week, uh, team, you know, we'll have the team meetings. You know, the the, tra- the equipment test. That's Thursday. Uh, what time did Andrew tell you? I, I should one know o'clock. this. One, one o'clock. o'clock at the okay, at the track. Uh, you know, and again, an official announcement we made on, uh, in writing on GroupMe and in other areas as well. But uh, teams from upstate, you will have an opportunity to run your trucks, dry shots on the track. We are tentatively looking at Thursday between the hours of 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. Again, this is not an official announcement just yet. It's going to be put in writing by Monday afternoon. 
you know, when all the finalizations are made. But you will definitely have a chance to run your trucks on the newly paved track if you're an upstate team. Now, Twan, is that, did you get clearance to talk about that stuff? Uh, uh, yeah. Listen, I'm on a committee. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, you know, it, but so we're just ironing out, you know, the exact details of times and everything. It dep- you know, we have a lot of work going on at the track this week. You know, landscaping here and there, final touches on, you know, painting yeah. around the, the complex and all that type of stuff that's going on. So. Friday morning we have the executive board meeting for the state association. That will be at 10 o'clock. Uh, Twan, do you have a ride-on mower that you do that lawn with? Or yeah, yeah. We have to borrow it. You know, we, we benefit from having the Department of Public Works uh, right down next to that track. So Scotty Clark and his crew, Shawnee Simmons, they really do a lot down there to get the track ready. A lot of summer helps come... Uh, Come making sure they're doing the right thing. Honestly, our guys, Spinelli's been down there all week. Mikey Spatz has been breaking his back down there. I really got to give him a shout-out. He was painting the ladies' room and the men's room yesterday. So we're trying to do whatever we can to, to make it look good. The trophy stand has been painted. The warm-up arch has been slightly painted. So it's starting to look good down there, gents and ladies. And if you did not get a chance to sit on the north side bleachers under the shade, you have to do it. Best seats in the house. Because the front row is elevated. You know what I mean? If you're in the front row on the south side, you got people walking in front of you all day long. Those are, yeah, those, you are, those are good stands. You know, if fingers <laughs> like are the they're fixed and they are elevated, and uh, you know, I, I heard a, a new. I can't remember the last time food was sold on the on the north side. I know side. when we, and, when uh, we were kids. That's going to be the the case now. Uh, being I, I, uh, anticipating a lot of people in those stands for that day. Uh, so yeah, probably when we were kids out of the filter house. I remember so it might have been <laughs> hot dogs and uh, hot dogs hamburgers. and burgers, plain and simple. Yeah, lots of new lumber up there too. Yeah, we've replaced a lot of the boards. <laughs> so yeah, things are looking good at Hempstead. You know, just have to hope that those sea trucks grip a little bit better and, and sea ladder and sea hose. You know, that's kind of a thing we've noticed with Ridge and CI when they were newly paved. A little bit of a slide effect going on, but we shall see what happens. Uh, a shout-out, by the way, we were talking about this shout last night, out. I believe this is true, to the Hempstead Arch, I think, hosting the most state drills, and I didn't get confirmation, but possibly the most drills. Oh, uh, ever? Ever. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, there's been there's been times where there's been six or seven tournaments there in, in, in the course of a year, going back to the battalions and the county. Sure, I mean, look, Central ISA might have something to say about that. They've been hosting their tournament, I guess, at that location since 63, I believe. Sorry if I'm butchering that, hobos, but... You know, and plus they have the ice of town every year, so at least two there. But yeah, if you're talking about Hempstead, probably. I, I mean, I so. put it I out there. Was t- I think this will. This is the tenth or eleventh state drill. Yeah, it's actually funny enough, ten and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, the, maybe, we, maybe we got by a half point. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It'll be the tenth drill that we're hosting in its entirety. That half comes from the 06 shootout where uh, Deerfield hosted the first half. Unfortunately, there was some bad weather that weekend, and we came back downstate to run the final. That's the best half, half of a state drill I've ever I know, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. <laughs> that way to end the tournament. In that shootout, right? But yeah, this will be the uh, the 10th. You know, so what, 64, 78, 80, 84? Sorry, 85. 85, 93, 97, 05, 09, 13, 17. That's right, yeah, every four years, starting from 93. They canceled the party in 2001. has still not gotten over. <laughs> no, it's the it's next event to be run is the Sea Hose Competition. The New York State record is 11.93, and it is held by East Islip. Hey. Is that Artie? First team through the uh, lights you know is your the, host uh, for today's I, drill. I didn't bring those Number one, the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. 
What time are we starting on Saturday, uh, Tuan, before we... Nine start up. Nine, nine o'clock start? Yeah, nine a.m. start next week. And this last thing is the uh, the general membership meeting is 12 o'clock. It was Samson Fire. Hey, on, Fred, on are you listening up there? That I'd have to confirm. I'm not sure yes. the exact time off the top of my head. Go ahead, Artie. I got a lot of feedback in the... I don't know if it's just... And I'm not that far away. What Can are you, you hear me or no? What are you getting? I hear you clear. We, yeah, we hear you clear, but... Here's feedback. Artie, it sounds perfectly clear from you. I Maybe you're hearing, like, I, I kind of have a little bit of a whistling going on in my ear. I feel like I'm at the dentist. <laughs> I don't know if the people at home can hear that. Let me know on GroupMe. Hopefully it's coming across clear to you, and if so, we'll stop complaining about it. And if you're at the dentist, that's the dentist. <laughs> There's an issue on the track with the PA system. Yeah, that's that, and that's kind of what's causing a little bit of the feedback. So, yeah, the 01 state drill, canceling the party early. You know, Billy, you know you're a 12-time defending state drill party champ. That's true. So... <laughs> Does he, have a, does he have a tattoo with it? Uh, do you have the tramp stamp for that? I've got stamp. Yeah. I've got scars. <laughs> i got scars. Approve it. I don't need. I don't need any tattoos. What, what was the uh, <laughs> most amount of hours on the same premises? Wasn't that? Isn't that? Well, a, CI a was a CI was a good one that year. We we, we left there late. Was that 2011? We basically stayed right there until the parade, and then stepped off and kept going. <laughs> it's like 40 hours, ladies and gentlemen, with no shower and no no underwear. North Belmore coming down the track. Five points on the day. Speedwagon Y2K. A little bit of a hiccup coming out of the Hydra. The Hydra man and the anchor man went past, and then the nozzle man and the breaker man both slipped by the nozzle. Still get water in the hose and target up. Yeah, it was a, it was a little deep at the Hydra, and uh, it didn't really give Sean a chance on that one. Time for the Rinky Dinks. 14-13. And I bought fresh underwear that year. <laughs> when is the question? Next to the lights is number I don't know five. if I used it, but I had the it. The Levittown Rebels. I'm getting feedback that we sound loud and clear, and we sound really, really great today. Thanks, Mom. Appreciate that text message. No static, no whistle. Here come the Rebels. Yeah, the Rebel Rebels. Little Al on the Hydra today, as usual. And I give Levittown credit. You know, we joke around about, you know, how they come out. Of course. You know, but they, they're here. They're every here. Year. <laughs> every year they're here. And that's not something every team can say, unfortunately. Most consistent team on the track. <laughs> well, I, I joke around a lot, but yeah, I, I definitely will never uh, knock a team for, for coming out every no. week. Because yeah. it's once, once it goes, it's, it's hard to get it back. Yeah. And, uh, they bring 35 people with them every tour. They all, yeah, right. Hey. They have a big fan support base. Uh, and they got a fun time. couple points last year in the state tour. Yeah, a couple. Right? I, I think a fifth yeah, place I in B-Hose. B-Hose, yeah. And then they crushed Labor Day with 8 out of <laughs> 10 points in the hose contest. And, and got a five-pointer. Guys, what won, what won C-Hose last week, Tuan? I got uh, Hempstead. Give me one minute to get to that page, Artie. Uh, I don't have the Hempstead cue. Let me right yeah, go ahead. 12... Last week, twelve four maybe or twelve six. Thank you. Twelve forty nine was uh, last week. Who ran that twelve forty nine? Twelve forty nine by West Sable. Uh, the flying Dutchman twelve forty nine. Okay. Sorry for the delay in that feedback there. That's all right. That was with four eight water too. Remember? Yeah. So uh, you know, are we going to see a better number than that here today? Yeah. Levittown gets ready to come down. Oh, a little squirrely out of the hole. Seems to straighten it out. Into the cones, dropping the hydrant. And now the water's on. The nozzle man waiting. Charge it up. Didn't look like a bad, a bad ride, actually, but uh, the hydro man didn't look like he ever got his arm out Time of it. Time for Levittown. 16.15. 
16-15. Uh, I don't know if it's Drager pulled him a little bit or he just... Uh... Next through the lights, number six, the Baldwin Tomcats. Yeah, we had a 49 and a 51 last week, Artie. Who's our uh, first and second place? Isaac with a 51. I still having a good day. You know, that tournament last week, just did it remind you of the 2015 state drill? Oh. I mean, all those points spread out. It was an awesome tournament to the end, and hopefully something we'll see next week. But let's, you, let's hope so. Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, West Hempstead, tw 12 points, got them 6 in the day. North Lindy, 10 points, got them 7. You know, a 7-point spread between 1st and 7th place last week. West Hempstead literally one one drop bucket away from uh, possibly winning, winning versus the tournament, being out, right? of the, out of the top five. And, th and that's exactly what we said at the 2015 State over and over again with how many different teams. See you next week, ladies and gents. Hopefully it'll be the same type of show. Islip 17, Port and Bayshore 16, West Sable 14 and a half, Hobos 13, Westerners 12, Pistonockers 10. So that running order next week, how much, uh, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about the running order as C. Hose continues to go on here. You know, if you're the Lindenhurst Snails, you know, you're running last today. You're running first next week. It's a completely different mentality. Is, is it true? Is North Lindenhurst the only team to win out of that, that number one slot? Yeah, of yeah. 98 at Clayton, correct? Correct. Uh, although some St. James Wildcats have something to say about that. I don't think they were technically number one. They might have been number two one year in the oh. 70s where they won it. However, the number one team, I think, only ran ground events. So for the motorized contest, they were the first team to go. Here comes Baldwin. Straight down the track, into the cones, uh, out a little in the street. Hydraman makes a right turn, nice hit. Uh, nozzle man down. He waited a little bit, but he's got it on. That's that's a nice shot for Baldwin. Driver dropped him right on the nozzle. They didn't have to do much running at all. Just get off and get the nozzle on. I think people get their score sheet through the year. Their hoses has is, is been okay. You know, it seems like they're, they're running better hose shots than their ladder shots. Time for Baldwin. 13.84. 13.84. So there you go, 13.84 for the Baldwin Tomcats. The Westbury Turtles. So the Lindenhurst Snails are going to lead it off. Did you guys ever run number one? You ever run number one in the state trail? I mean, it, it kind of sets your mindset. The closest, closest that we ever got to number one when I raced was three, uh, which is essentially like running number one. And, and you know, if you, especially three-man ladder. You're warming up ahead of everyone else. You've got to get there before that line gets long. You know what I mean? In that warm-up area, it's a completely different mentality than if you're running 53, like Van Hassett is. But, uh, to add, a, add another caveat to that, in, uh, in Hempstead, I, I definitely wouldn't have wanted to run number one in the uh, three-man ladder in the state tournament yeah. where that sun is, is coming up I, over, the, uh, that, over the cemetery. You know, that's another issue that, that could well, be in play next week. It was in play in the 2009 state trail. Yeah, that three-man ladder, is that, that, that sun is yeah. tough, to, uh, you know. But we're at 9 o'clock start now, not an 8 o'clock start. Right, and yeah, that, so that definitely that makes changes. a difference. Right, so in 2013, that was a change made. Uh, was that made before 2013? I don't remember. I, I don't know when they went to nine. Uh, yeah, because I don't remember the sun being as big of a factor in 2013 than it was in 2009. I mean, I remember that day. A lot of teams missed. And it was a heavy three-man ladder year. But that day in 09 wasn't so great. Here comes Westbury. Into the cones. Oh, nice drop. Oh, man. So he, he turned the water on and the coupling blew off. They got the water now. And uh, oh, Matt Rath is set up. Looks like he tried to shoot us on the arch here quick, but came down and hit the target. 
Nice drop right there. Good drive by Merck. Put the guys right where they needed to be. Just uh, did not get the hydrant. Looked like he crossed it. Time for Westbury. 2009. 19.24. 19.24. That's three-man ladder contest, 2009. We ran late that day. I think we were the last team to run. Through the lights, I know it well. 11, the Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen. We being Westbury Turtles. We ended up getting five points with a with a 6.42. Yeah. Uh, we, ran a, uh, we had run like a 47, and I'm sitting there like angry because I'm like, this is not taking in. anything. And then all of a sudden, you're, you're dodging bullets. You're doing that game. A lot of teams are saying they couldn't see the uh, the climbing run coming in. Yeah. The, the, the sun was in your eyes. Yeah. And it, we ran later, so the sun was up a bit, so that wasn't really a factor for us. So, if anything, we're talking Lindenhurst running number one, West Sayville running number four, uh, Port Washington eight, Bayshore 12. So, I mean, if anything, I know it will be a 9 o'clock start, but right. hopefully the sun not much of an issue. Guys, just uh, with Manhasset on the line, I talked to Stan. Um, Couple, no injury report back yet on the one guy that went to the hospital. He said they they weren't happy with the way the truck was running speed-wise. They put a new distributor cap on it, did like one other little thing to the truck, and he said he gets in it today, and he goes to run C-Ladder. It's a totally different truck. It really popped off the line on him, but he wasn't expecting. The climber's heels, when the wheels went up, caught the ground and right. pulled them off the truck um, at, at the start, so... That was just, like he said, he goes, it was a totally different feel of a C-truck than he had all year. So the new distributor cap was put on, that was his first run with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah and okay. I didn't think it was going to change right, like, the right, truck right. that drastically. So here they come now for C-hose. Yeah, better off the line. Yeah, here. rolls out a little bit further. Brings him into the hydrant. Oh, water on. You have to get, get busy up top. Oh, he had a he had a shot at it. A couple of things I thought the nozzle man had got off with uh, the hose in his feet. He had to kind of play a little tightrope walking game. Waited for his breaker man to come break the hose, but didn't have the nozzle close enough to the coupling to put it on right away. Kind of had his hands Time spread out. Yeah, two zero point one three. Didn't have 20, that bang bang. Yeah, like broken, trying to get the nozzle on. It was almost like a pause in between, and then Next the water line, caught him. Twelve. The Port Washington Roadrunners. He definitely did the tightrope on the uh, on the hose. Get saw that, right? Yeah. yeah. Also, he it, it looked to me like he picked a coupling up, which uh, you know, the cardinal sin. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to go back to Stan's uh, nozzle camp. <laughs> <laughs> if Stan Stan saw that in a rearview mirror, he's going to have a talk with him. Is that why he hit the barrel? <laughs> <laughs> got hay bales today. Well, either way. Glad that uh, it seems that nobody's uh, hurt seriously. Uh, you know, yeah, true. Ladder, so. True. Poor Washington Roadrunners are going to come to the line right now. They have seven points on the day, and they're kind of running in the same spot today that they will be next week. Next week for the state drill, they're running eight. You know, if we're talking about the teams that have the potential to win the state drill, I'm going to say they're the third team out of that group that runs. You know, you have the Snails at one, the Dutchman at four, the Roadrunners at eight. So a little bit heavy in the top ten teams that have to run that day. Such a long waiting game if you put up a shot, you know. If you're like number four and you run a 6.35 and three man, now you got to wait 45 minutes to see where you hold. <laughs> I think a 6.34 this year might be the number, huh? Well, we shall see. Stranger things have happened, you know. West Sable definitely capable of putting up that number and heavier. Islip, no doubt, capable of putting up that number. 
Point had a six, six forty-four last week to, yep. to win their tournament. Port Washington season in Seahose, 13.04 back in the beginning of the year. Their best time, though, was last week, 12.64 at the Hempstead Invite. was good enough for three points. 13.84 is the number to beat in the early going of Seahose here today. The track is cleared for Port Washington. Here they come. Danny brings them down pretty much on a rope. Off at the 150. Sliding through. Smalls off. Water in. Cuomo boys up top. Going to have to get busy. Nazalon, target. Best target hit of the day. Small seems real happy at the other end with that. Let's see what our number is. Time for Port Washington. One, two, point five, six, with penalty. Twelve, fifty-six. With penalty. Forty-seven. Yep, forty-seven to the cones is what Man, I'm I can read D. Wicks' hands from down <laughs> here. <laughs> Guy should be a football quarterback with those monster chompers. So forty-seven cones, twelve. Sorry, ch chompers of teeth. Twelve fifty-six. Twelve fifty-six. Our so first uh, twelve of the day, and uh, Port Washington's best. See hose time of the season. So that puts a little pressure on the team right behind them. And that would be the West Hempstead Westerners who come into this contest with a three-point lead over Port Washington. Only a one-point lead over Hicksville, though. Don't forget them with nine. But if we're talking about overall for the day, our favorites were Port, West Hempstead, and I would put Lindenhurst in there. Uh, so 12.56, a big shot for the Roadrunners. Now can West Hempstead answer that question? Answer that call. Johnny Pyro and the boys. Next through the lights, number 13. On the line, the ready to West go. West Hempstead Westerners. So looking at the season for West Hempstead and Sea Hose. 1283 at the CI invite, the day that West Hempstead, I would say, woke up. Jack, would you yeah. agree? Kind of a hit or miss season prior to that day, but that was like the big moment of their season. Yeah. Your season. It's uh, definitely inconsistent this year. But, uh, but Sea Hose has not been the contest for West Hempstead this year, which is surprising. Uh, some a bunch of 14s and an 18, but a 1283 in CI a miss last week in Hempstead. Can they right the ship when they need it? Here comes Kenny Brown bringing him in, nice and tight to the hydrant. He looks Johnny's foot out. He is off water in the hose. Nazalon flat, just a little bit low, maybe just a touch low on the flat. See if that target hit makes Time a difference. Time for West Hempstead. One, two, point six, four, twelve, sixty-four. Yeah, that, that is the difference right there. 358 to the cones for the West Hempstead Westerners, too. Number 14, the Bandits. So it's 10th so on the cone, and I thought... Just so a, if, yeah, if you look at low it, on the target hit. Right, there. yeah. And it looks like, you know, Chris's target hit for Port was a little bit better than Pat's, so... That's a difference in the contest yep. right there, like you said. Uh, great shot at the hydrant there by Johnny, though, and something that West Hempstead will take moving forward. That is their <laughs> fastest time of the year by two-tenths of a second. So Paul Washington right now looking to gain one point on the Westerners and close that three-point gap, but it's a tight window if they want a tweener. 12.56 to 12.64, 800th of a second. So it looks like maybe it'll just be a one-point gain by Port Washington. Still a lot of contest left to go. A couple teams have something to say about that still. we got the snails in the back. Maybe New Hyde Park or Farmingville. Never know. Farmingville Bandits come to the line right now. 
and their season so far in Seahose. Nothing really. 13 flat there, Bass. Go ahead. Water in the hose. So Justin Nazalman almost got that the wrong wrong line. He's got to get busy. Nazalman, target. Yeah, he got off. He went straight down. And he was at the wrong line. Nice recovery. <laughs> Time for Farmingville. One three point two one thirteen twenty one. Thirteen twenty one for the Bandits. Their second fastest time this season, with a lot of room for improvement on that. There was a few things going on there. Yeah, they they, uh, they, they lined up out wide, and then actually he steered Next in. Next to the lights, number fifteen, the New Hyde Park Termites. Yeah, I steered in you know, almost uh, a little more drastic than you're used to seeing it, you know, from the cones in. But it, it seemed to the truck seemed to respond. They, they seemed all right. I don't have a stopwatch on me. I'd like to know what that stick time was. Because you know, you're at 13-2 there. I mean, the target hit wasn't the cleanest in the world, but you know, where are they losing the time that it's not a 12? You know, is right. it the stick? That's uh, a little I mean, sloppy he, he on did, the target. Yeah, he, he, he did run a little bit. I, I didn't think it was a, a bad a bad stick, but uh, you know, it's hard to it's hard to gauge without a watch. But uh, yeah, it didn't look like that bad of a shot. It looked pretty clean. Uh, other, I mean, the target hit wasn't right. the best, but it definitely looked but like it could have been a 12 with 465 water. Yeah, you, you know, you s you've seen 12 nines with that target hit. So where? You know, where right. does it translate into the 13-2 for them? Can you get a cone time up there? For, if we can, for... Uh, sure. Fall no. 50. 50, right on the nose. 5-0. 5-0. Termites come to the line now. One point on the day from B-Ladder. Chuck comes off the line a little bit. Mike brings him in pretty straight. Oh, water in the hose. Haircut's going to have to get busy up top. Haircut's got it. On. Again, he's oh. low. He's right and then low as he pounds the nozzle. Yeah, that was a big wash up top. That could have been pretty. That's an interesting nozzle drop. Time here. for New Hyde Park with penalty. 1-3.70. Go ahead, Jack. I noticed the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it was... It, it, they were really Next deep. Next through the lights, number 16. The Hicksville... Hicks! Uh, really deep, but almost completely stopped when they got off the truck. Uh, it looked like the truck almost parked. I, he didn't pull it away from him either. Right. So I, I thought maybe the truck might have stalled it, unless that's the way they run the contest. I'm not really sure on that. 3.45 to the cones for the new High Park Termites. That's what the, that penalty was. That 13.70 is right now fourth place on the day. Fifth place, 13.84 by Baldwin. That's the number to beat to get into the mix. So I'll recap the top five. 12.56 Port Washington, 12.64 West Hempstead, 13.21 Farmingville, 13.70 by the Termites, and a 13.84 by the Tomcats. Hicksville, Hicks come to the line, and this year's Seahose has been nothing better than a 17. Well, again, this is this is an instance where they don't need to run a 12.60. They, they just need to run a, a, a nice smooth shot, give the guys a chance, and, and uh, put some numbers up on the board. And stay right in the hunt of, uh, of uh, the lead of this tournament. They're one point away from West Hempstead right now. Obviously, West Hempstead's going to be getting points with that 12-6, most likely. So, uh, yeah, figure that 13-21, that 13-70 should be a target for the Hicksville Hicks right now. Sure. Get them on that side of Hydra. Hicks are on their way down. A little squirrely at the cones, but not too bad. Straight to that. Nice oh. drop. I, 
I have a feeling the dragger pulled him a little bit right there. Yeah. Right, right? Uh, I'm actually at the hydrant, hydrant, guys, now. I thought it was a little, maybe even been a little warm. Oh, it was? Oh, yeah. yeah. He, okay. had, he only had about two and a half steps, and it, it's like he was pretty good off that truck. Time for 15.38. 38. He was putting on his emergency brakes as soon as he got off. 15.38 there for the Hex. Yeah, didn't even, didn't even really have a chance at it, right? Yeah, Swipe right by it. Danny Schmidt trying hard there. Last week it was the same sort of thing. He had a hot drop. It was a little deep this time. He, uh, he really went after it, though. Gave it a shot. Next through the lights is number 18, the Oyster Bay Teddy's Boys. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm Hexville, I'm just, you know, you got to back back off a couple feet. I mean, they... they I, what I remember that most of the times they miss too, is especially in ladder, they're, they're coming deep. So whatever adjustment they have to make, they gotta either get off a little bit earlier or, or try to get the, you know, a little bit harder brake a little bit earlier on, uh, you know, out toward the cones a little bit and get the truck slowed down a little more. But it seems like when they have the issues, they're coming deep, so they have to make that adjustment. Here come the Teddy Boys on the line. Yeah, Teddy's Boys, 14.05, their fastest shot of the season in Seahose. That was way back in Lindenhurst. Not really much doing in this contest since then. They've been more of a ladder team this season. We have one of the old-timers here, Steve O'Neill, Manfest warrior that he is. He has two sons out there running this contest. He's got his son Jackson on the hydrant, his other son on the nozzle, Steve O'Neill. Let's see what happens here. Joe Boy was breaking last week, right? Oh, Joe Boy is running Dragger today. Dragger, that's what he that's what he's yeah, doing. No, last last week he broke. I, oh, yeah. I called him a hypocrite actually. <laughs> <laughs> Said if he was running nozzle, he would never have a breaker breaking for him. <laughs> yeah, Lenny called him out and Joe was not happy. Royce <laughs> <laughs> the base on the way down, out a little in the road, but now they're coming into the cone straight. Nice drop of the hydrant, water on. Oh, a little sideways up at the nozzle break. Oh, oh, nozzle man tried to get in himself. Yeah, he had to break it himself. Almost got the nozzle on. Almost the crowd pleaser there, but he did get washed out. Joe jo Boy kick. pulling slack. <laughs> you saw the truck fishtail in the nozzle and the back tire almost hitting that curb. Yeah. So the nozzle man really had to do his job Time getting back to his spot. 20 Nice looking run to that thing fishtailed there. Yeah. And there's a, a little birdie down here that's saying... Uh, Next through the lights, number oh, 19... The Merrick Buckeyes! There's three lanes of hose down here that are on the track that have not been released. So I think Port Washington has their hose in, Ooh, uh, well in check be, right is now. That, is that the first one this year? I we haven't think seen so. one. I, know, I, I, I haven't I, seen one yet this year. And I was just saying, in my mind, time to refresh memories on the uh, <laughs> on the ruling with all of this. You know, is it two up, one down, or whatever the heck it is? We'd have to... Well, that's the water tolerance when you that's protest the water. It's 1500s, uh, 1500s down with your hose pulled. 1500s. Okay. And again, I, 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 I mean, me personally, I don't want to give too much away, but I would have been hoping I was pulled in Hempstead last week if, yeah. <laughs> if I was going to get pulled. Not, uh, why, not why is that? this week. Why is that? Because the state's there, and you, you know, you, at least you, you know where you're at with your hose. If you if you run and you get pulled there, if it's if, you know if it happens to be too fast, you got to change it. If you're good, you know you're good. You're comfortable going in. It's just you know even here, it's not the, it's not exactly the same. It's just one less thing you have to to worry about. You know. Yeah. Even with four eight water, right? You still kind of want to see how your intolerance yeah, with still, the pump house and right. House. You still know right, right. how how far or close you are to the number. Just something that this is the first time we've seen this uh, uh, team get pulled this year. The, the, the in, bird in the host contest. The bird just chirped that uh, they had fifty. The officials. 
So what is the window from the officials' watches where they have to pull it? So if it's it's more than a tenth, a tenth, right? Okay, yeah. but but when they actually do with the electric light, it's a fifteen hundredth. Okay, so they can actually be fifty and be okay. Yep. You sure about that? Okay, we're, we're right. I don't want to say the wrong thing here. Here comes Merrick. Little swirly coming in. Off the hydrant. Got one in the hose. Ah. You have to get busy up top. He's got it on a target. Wow. Tell you what. He had a kink under his leg. That's why you saw a lot of spray there. Little kink under his left leg up top. Does it Time for Merrick. 13.40. That's going to put him in fourth. That's correct. That will put them in fourth right now in the contest. Nice Last team through the lights in this event, number 21. The Lindenhurst Snails. They ran a 13-28 last week at Hempstead. So, right about where they were last week with that run. That was Merrick, what they run last week? 13-28 oh, last week. There you go. Yeah, that's they had something good going on. Yeah, they've been working hard on the sea truck uh, the last few weeks here. You know, he's, he's getting more and more confident with those guys on the back and starting to give it to him now. Spilling some water on my sandals down here, though. I'm not too happy about the way they roll up their hose. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got your sandals on. Yeah. No socks, I noticed today. That's good. Yeah, no socks. I Let thought about doing the sock after sandals. I, after I uh, hosed the driveway off, I took them off this morning. <laughs> the Argyle ones? Yeah. How'd you know? Were you at my house tonight? <laughs> to 140. <laughs> <laughs> that was you? <laughs> Party champs got to practice. You know, we've got to get in, get in where we can. Tightening up, tightening up the game for next week. <laughs> it's a hard week. Just got to practice hard. Liver's got to be in shape for Saturday night. <laughs> then the Hurst Nails on the line. Last team to run for the day. That 1340 by Merrick is going to bounce out. So that... Again, they're coming off that fairly grasping hold. Yeah. Only one point on the day. Nine. It would have been first. Would have got him five. Two. So 1256 Port Washington, 1264 West Hempstead, 1321 Farmingville, 1340 for Merrick, 1370 New High Park. Lindenhurst season, 1334 back at the Suffolk County, 1297 in CI is their last or most recent sea hose shot. So here they come. Tom Workley bringing them in. Little swirly up top. Into the hydrant. Oh, water's in the hose. He puts us on the flap. They could be in business. Attacks. Oh, oh, oh he got it. He got it. Hydra Man shut that down. Now the man looked off balance to me, guys. He looked like he was shooting his heel for a second. Yeah. It looked like his foot was almost in front of the Time for Lindenhurst. 1-3.27-13-27. Would that be like shooting yourself in the foot there, Jack? <laughs> I guess so. Hold the equipment. That 1327 will be fourth place. Local committee, rules committee, general judges to the track. Now, I, I know if I was the nozzle man, I'd be having a talk with my hydrant man, telling him, don't, don't you, don't ever, you do ever shut the water oh, off. He <laughs> caught the last drop of that water, too. He but yelled at him as soon as he was taking it off the course. <laughs> <laughs> but you said it, Jack. He lined up. It looked like, like you said, his foot was in his way of the target of the nozzle line. Yeah, the way he came in, he kind of slid into it. Yeah. And I, he almost like overshot on the slide. Yeah, he was sitting right on that thing. That was. I don't know, you want your nozzle between your legs like that. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are preparing for our first pulled hose water test of the season. And so we, going back to, you, you said, Artie, that, that they had 450. Now, that's every, remember, yeah, that's hand-timed, but that's also in a shot. 
So you would expect maybe with a straight hose lay that it, it may pick up a little bit. I don't know. It's depends on how accurate the, the hand time was also, but I, I have a feeling this one might be close. So what they have to do, just to go over the procedure here, they have to time the water through the county hose first, correct? Correct. Even though it was 465, they, they have to time it again. Correct. That's still the protocol, correct? Okay. And then so once they set that time, then it's 15 hundredths faster is the limit. Correct. So we'll see what happens. First, the county's going to have to take the, uh, the time of the water, which was announced at 465 prior to the contest. So now we got to wet it. we got to walk it out twice. Yeah, they're going to have to go through the wedding. The then w- then the w- test mm-hmm. it, then Port w- wets their hose, walks it out twice, and then they get their one shot. I don't even really co- recall seeing this much last year, even. Say that again? I oh, no, I know. Even last year. It's, I feel like it's been a couple of years since we've really seen the uh, the hose pulling. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think when they went that, that Maybe tenth not since down, last year. when you went <laughs> that 10th... You didn't see it as much, I think, because they realized when they were just going, uh, you know, a couple hundreds off the number, guys weren't failing. I, I think they, you want to have a, not that, you know, it's not against Paul Washington, but you want to have a, a chance that the hose may be bad. You don't want to do this and test it for no reason. And, you know, you want it to, actually, you want to know that it's going to be close or in the, in the ballpark of, of failing before you pull someone. problem here is it's just such a, a hindrance to the tone, but you lose the flow of a nice day. And it's Are we going to do a water test? So well, let's go to commercial. Yeah. So I guess we'll, yeah, we'll pay some bills. When we get back, we'll, we'll come back in time for Port Washington's run through the hose. Don't you worry. But right now, we're going to take a break while they test the county hose. And uh, so we'll be back with a little bit of banter. We'll talk about the state drill. We'll talk about, I don't know, whatever else there is to talk about up here on Top of the Arch 2017 North Belmore. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing. They are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State Drill Teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. 
2018 Fire Rescue EMS Mega Show takes place February 17th and 18th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. Check out the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear, thermal cameras, apparatus, and more. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the New York State Drill Team family as the exclusive Motorola deal for New York State Drill Teams. IWT is the Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire department as well as David Clark headsets and sound off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. The groundbreaking FDNY Electronic Accountability System is now available to departments nationwide from Systems Definition Incorporated or your local Motorola dealer. SDI is the well-known software application developer for FDNY and is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York fire departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members at your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State Volunteer Department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com. The Titan Group is your trusted name in the customizing industry. As a one-stop shop for all your racing team needs, we spent another off-season fine-tuning our skills and equipment to bring you limitless possibilities. As always, we offer all our in-house services, including screen printing, embroidery, sublimation, and graphic design. Take advantage of our team ordering website system. Choose your products and logos, and we'll do the rest. Members pay online, and their orders separated and delivered. Need to see samples? Browse our vendor catalogs on our website, www.titangroupapparel.com. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to see what every team is wearing this season. Or visit s4apparel.itemorder.com to buy a Titan Racing shirt. Call Call us at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Seskine or Devin Robinson on the track. All eight, all day. Gear up, get on, the Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga Glass Cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga Glass Cutting Kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Nobody knows Myrtle Beach golf packages like Myrtle Beach Golf Desk. Come experience the simple, easy, no-nonsense approach to your next Myrtle Beach golf vacation. Since 1991, Myrtle Beach Golf Desk has been saving you time and money on top-notch golf vacations. For small groups or large fire department events, start with Myrtle Beach to ensure that every aspect of your trip is perfect. Proud to be returning as a New York State Drill Team sponsor. Visit www.golfdesk.com for more information. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information.
Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Scott Air Packs, cylinders, RAT packs, refill compressor systems, gas detectors, Hyatt's boots, Protec and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado bailout systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. All right, we are back, live on top of the arch. Lenny Gombert, St. James Wildcats, is joining us midday. Yeah, I'm coming in. There's a little controversy, guys. Uh, so, Port Washington right now sitting in first place in C Hose with a 12.56. Their hose got pulled. It's the first time hose has been pulled since Baldwin's was pulled at the Old Fashioned State this year. Thank you, Rob Noonan, for that stat. We were wondering <laughs> when the last time this was that it happened. Oh. During the commercial break, the time of the water was tested through the county hose, and it remained exactly the same. 4.65. That's what was announced today? Correct. Okay. And that's what they just found during the test. All right. So that's now... the Four Towns track, too. That's yeah. solid. Good relief valve. Sure, sure. So now Port Washington can go 15 hundredths faster than that. Correct? So that mean, would mean a 450 is good, but a 449 or faster would be bad. And that's in the rule book, too, I think, Twan. Now, any time... The water goes under 450. Is that through anybody's hose or only to be tested? Huh? I think I, I'm not really 100 percent sure. We have to look at that, right? Question. It used yeah. to be that way under 450, no matter what the conditions was not acceptable. So, well, well let's see what happens. Yeah, I apologize for not knowing that off the top of my head. I yeah, don't, you know, too. these rules change a lot, but still, I. So minus .15 is what I'm being told by the officials on top of the yard. Okay. okay. So those of you with the rule book at home, it's 301J. <laughs> 308J, excuse me, 308J. Poor Washington, get ready to wet their hose right now. Get to do the wet, wetness first, and you got to walk it out twice, and then we'll get to the test. But yep. other than that, you got a, you got a pretty good drill going here, guys. West Hempstead, Port Washington, Hicksville. Coming into the event, it was uh, 10 to 7, West Hempstead over Farmingville and Port Washington. But you also had Hicksville with 9. Sorry, Hicksville, I left you out of that mix right there. North Belmore with 5. So right now, we're looking at Port Washington going to 12, West Hempstead going to 14. So it would be a 14 to 12, a two-point lead for West Hempstead. Uh, Farmingville is going to keep in the mix also with that 13-21. That's going to give them three points. Ladies and gentlemen, That'll move them to ten. please keep yeah, in mind so that the 50 again. representatives are going around. Get in on that and also support your local teams at the food stands, beverages. Plenty of T-shirts over there to buy. Help support your local racing team. So this is a huge test for the Port Washington Roadrunners. For if they sure. fail, they're losing out on five points. And uh, instead of being two points down to West Hempstead, they would be seven points down to West Hempstead. And then they'll give Farmingville another one. Uh, I, I didn't, again, guys, I just got sure. here. Is Hicksville in the mix in Seahose? They are not, but, okay. it, but it would give Farmingville an extra point gain. Right. That's true. So. Now, while we have Lenny here, you know, I just look at some of these times. It's opening my eyes while I look over the survivor pool here. Oh. You know, I, I didn't fill it out last week. I wanted to see what we had going on here today. I see some better times. Maybe I sneak West Hempstead into here now. Maybe Port Washington. You know, 
What do you think, Lenny? Take us through it on your Billy, end of it. Billy, you're right. Um, you know, and a lot of people do like to wait to the end as they, they put water through Port Washington's hose, so we'll, we'll give you a report as soon as they actually <laughs> time it. But you're right. Uh, a lot of people like to wait until the end, see what everybody's doing, check injuries. It's almost, Twan, it's almost become like a, a football Yeah, like fantasy pool. football. Yeah, yeah where yeah. i got to see who's starting and who's not. And, you know, obviously we hope everybody's healthy, but um, that affects people. It is a... Um, a quote-unquote gamble, you know, to go into this. Again, it's a charity. We give it all away. But, um, yeah, anybody uh, that wants to get involved, see uh, anybody from the Wildcat Association or there's a handful of Bayshore Redskins, some ex-Wildcats, uh, you can stop by their camp. Or uh, specifically, and I think where we do the most collections and and, um, and get the most entries is Friday at the uh, state meeting, which I guess is in West Hempstead at noontime. Correct. At their firehouse uh, uh, on right. Jerusalem Avenue. Right. So, uh, uh, Hempstead Turnpike. Excuse me. Hempstead Turnpike. Go ahead. Yeah. So, get your forms. You can get them online. Uh, again, if you're at the drill today, I'm up on the arch. See me. I have some sheets. But uh, you can download them online or, or see us at that meeting, and uh, we can go from there. And 50% of the proceeds going to Tommy Driver? Exactly. Right? Yeah, well, 50%, yeah. yeah we, we'll we've said it, like but the yeah. longest commercial ever. <laughs> my Marty, Lord, my Fred, brother. Fred, start collecting money from this guy. <laughs> I know. Again, thank you for bringing that up, Artie. The Wildcat Association does not make a dollar on this. We give 50% to the winner of the pool and 50% to a racing charity. Uh, not that Tom Driver is a charity. But for those that don't know, Tommy Drywa, the uh, driver and uh, longtime East Isop Guzzler, had a uh, past state statistician. Past state statistician, exactly. So he's known all throughout the state. Uh, had a little mishap a couple. Oh, I guess that was a couple months ago, Art. Yeah, uh, ju- back in July. Oh, okay. uh, middle middle of July, was up on vacation upstate, and uh, bicycle went over the handlebars. Uh, Broken clavicle and I think a punctured like lung and b- bicycle like thing you pedal not yeah that, yeah that yeah, yeah exactly yeah he's, yeah he's fine in the sea truck but you know yeah. those two wheels can put him, get can a little tricky put him so in a sea car and drive it real tight to the curb but <laughs> yeah. uh, put him on two wheels and has to pedal forget it but anyway the the mission of the Wildcat Association since we were disbanded in 2013 has been to uh, raise money as a not for profit and and give it to different racing associated people that need it. So we've, we've done it over the years for different people, and uh, this year it's going to Tommy Driver. So guys, I appreciate the time, and uh, anybody, that, it's a lot of fun to play, anybody that's played it, if you think you know something about racing, you might not know so much, because I don't think I've ever gotten past four races, nobody's ever made it all eight races, so see if you could be the first. Attention all teams, the water. please begin lining up for the start of the B-Hose competition. All teams begin lining up for the B-Hose competition. The water did stay at 65, did they? Yes, we talked yep. about that. Yep, perfectly. So now Same. they obviously can go to 49, they're out, 50, they're good. Last call is 8 o'clock in the morning, I guess, uh, Lenny? What's that? What's the last call for you? Oh, yeah, okay. Just, <laughs> just that wasn't me, Artie. That was Billy prompting me. But, yes, uh, the last uh, sheet needs to be turned in for that survivor pool the morning of the state trail before the national anthem. So I'll leave it at that. All right, so the hose has been drained twice for Port Washington. It's hooked up at the hydrant. The nozzle is on with the wire attached to it. We are ready for the hose test, ladies and gentlemen. Dun, dun, 449 uh, is bad. 450 the, or slower is good. They had to get the backup man from North America because he was the original guy on the testing of the hose, so he has to be on the hose for Port Washington. So We have water coming through the hose. It is coming down the first length, approaching the middle length right now, coming through the nozzle now. What do we got? Looks good. It, it looks good. Mid-50s. I'm getting thumbs up from the officials. It looks like they're going to keep their time. 58-59 was the number down here. I don't know what is it officially up there. 55. 55. We're good. W- was it 455 from them? I would just... Th- 
55 already. 55. I'm just saying we had stopwatches down here. So, you know, you think about it. You can go 15 hundredths of a second faster. They're one-tenth faster. They're that's ten right. hundredths. That's They're right. I would say that's right where you want to be. You, yeah, I mean, that's that's great hose. Or are you playing with fire a little bit? You have a five hundredth of a second window. So maybe that's where know. they beat You'd West Hempstead in the contest. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're laughing, but they beat him by eight hundredths of a second. I mean, uh, yeah. n- nothing but nothing. Uh, now they know what their hose is, so Results. they're the only one that's down here that's been able to get it tested. And that's kind of what you were saying, Jackie. You wish the hose was pulled last week at Hempstead, but at least comparable here in Merrick. Comparable. I, I th- Second yeah, place, fine. four points, number 13, West Hempstead. Third place, three points, number 14, Farmingville. Fourth place, two points, number 21, Lindenhurst, fifth place, one point, number 19, Merrick. All teams should be lining up for B-Hose. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's not going to get pulled in Hempstead, Merrick is, is probably as uh, as close as it can get. So, yeah. I'm, uh, if I'm Paul Washington right now, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. All right, so the updated standings going into B-Hose. We have the West Hempstead Westerners with, a, with the lead. They have 14 points. Port Washington has 12, Farmingville 10, Hicksville 9, and then a little bit of a drop-off down to 5 for the North Belmore Rinky Dinks for 5th place overall in the day. you got a bunch of 3s and 2s and 1s out there as well. So we got a race, ladies and gents. And it's, you know, between the two favorites that we picked earlier in the day, Port Washington and, and West Hempstead, the Snails really not having their day uh, just yet, uh, they they got back on track a little bit there in C Hose with two points. We talked about the mishap that they had in C Ladder with a failed aggressive hold on a first place shot, uh, but the Snails will be ready to play next week, no doubt about that. Just when you, you talk about it, th- these tournaments too, we we mentioned it before, but if you if you're missing a couple events, it, it's right now it would be so hard to to track anybody down that has a you know th- not saying they can't get in the top five, but to get to that 12, 13, 14 points with four events. You, you know, it's, it's just a tall order. You're missing a lot of the tweener teams here, so I mean, for you to for you to make up ground here, you really need a couple teams to mess up, and you hit big, and they have to be the right two teams to mess up, and it's it's it's, it's difficult when you don't have four or five other big boys out there to take some points uh, for y- you. You're right, and that's why you look at this this week's tournament. 14 points out of Sea Hose. 14 and a half points was third place overall last week. Excuse me, fourth place. West Sayville, so it's that type of drill. When you have less of the big dogs, it's a different mentality, a different drill overall. Top-heavy, if you will. And that's why exactly what we're seeing here today. You know, that's it. The, the teams that run well don't necessarily have to run their best shot, per se, to take a, a five-point or just to, to even take points, you know, necessarily. So it's, it's hard to make up ground. Get lined up here for the uh, B-Hose contest. Uh, tracks ready. They moved all the equipment during the uh, during the testing, so we got that out of the way. So we'll speed things right along. Nice job by the uh, track committee and the officials moving that along for us. Looking back at some history at the uh, North Belmore Invitational Drill, which is the 20th invite, by the way, for those of you just tuning in. Uh, lots of sevens throughout history at this track. In fact, in the 20 years, an eight has won the contest only three times. The other 16 times has been a 7, and there was a rainout for one of the years as well. Hicksville, 9. North Merrick, 2. Oyster Bay, 3. 
Merrick, one. Lindenhurst, three. Did I... Did you get anything that the feed is offline from anyone, Twan? I, I just got a text. No, uh, nothing on there. Let me. T I don't see any alerts on GroupMe either. Who, who was saying that to you? Uh, it's it's Lauren uh, Gosselman. Shout out. She's down in Florida. I don't know if that would make a difference or not, but uh, yeah, I know mean, sometimes she. Uh, Brian Fitzsimons was over over there. He lives in Florida also, so uh -huh. they were listening together last week. So yeah, I, got, uh, I got feeds down too from Skies and Copag. Okay. All right. So. I would say chime in on GroupMe. <laughs> How about if the feed is on and running, let us know. Give me a message on GroupMe. And if not, we'll, if we don't hear any responses, then maybe we should check into it, right? That's kind of how, how we have to play that. Yeah, we'll just keep talking. <laughs> so like I was saying, uh, 20th annual invite here in North Belmore. Sevens have been the number uh, every year except three. And we've seen a lot of heavy sevens here, including the state record from West Hempstead that was set back in 2013. CI 759 just a couple years ago at this invite. I just got a text. The feed is working. The Somebody just told me they can hear it loud and clear. Out in Islip, some wolves listening. Yeah, I got Woody chiming in too. Thanks, Woody. Saying everything's good to go. By West Hempstead. It was going in and out a little bit. First team through the lights will be number one on your program, the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. Is that Lauren that texted you there, Jack? It was. Oh, good for her. Down in Florida, one of your biggest supporters. Give her a little, little time out there. She's always been around. Good good supporter for Nassau County. Jack, we've been talking a little bit about the state lineup in and out throughout the contest here and there today. And I haven't gotten to this yet. And, you know, we're talking about the teams that have a possibility of winning it overall. I would say West Hempstead is the team that's running at the end, that has at the last of the big dogs that could win it all. Any change in mentality, any change in strategy, running 43, or would you not like to answer because... <laughs> you don't no, want to talk no, about it. No, no, I'll no. give you that option, too. <laughs> uh, you, you know what I, I think the, the biggest change in strategy, really, is is if there happens to be... Uh, not that you're going to change your shot at this point in the game, but you know, going back to the shootout, if, if there happens to be a monster and you know that you need it, uh, you know, that's that's where I see maybe being the biggest advantage. Right. Is, uh, you know, if you got to... You know, again, I'm not saying you dial one up, but if you have to kind of go for it, you you, you got to let At least you know you have to go for it. You hear right. the North Belmore Ricky Dings coming down the track. Track is clear. They are through the timing lights. We're off the truck. Good approach. We got water in the hose. Do the nozzle man and break a play nicely. Sort of. Looks like the nozzle man's off balance. Still gets it on target. Uh, nice shot. That was pretty good. I thought the nozzle man was off balance a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. He set up a little bit off to the side, but. Uh, good work, though. Didn't seem to affect the target. Hit. 8.21. Nice job there. Nozzle man. Next that to the lights, number five. The Levittown Rebels! I actually thought that might have been better than that, to tell you the truth. Hey, well, when the so target too. went up, same thing with I me. I thought man. it looked better than that. If this was last week at this time, that would have taken one point. Uh, good B. Hose last week. West Sable, 787. North Lindy, 797. A bunch of 8-0s and an 8-1. Artie well, White on the shot there. Good job, Artie White to the third. Not to be confused with the other two. <laughs> would that be Artie White the first and the second? Ask Lenny <laughs> if he had a stick on that. Lenny, you got a stick on that? I hit 87. Oh, okay. 272 right. for me. 272. Dial mine in. Here come the fan favorite, the Levittown Rebels. They cooked a pig a couple years ago at the state tournament in their bid to become party champions, and I'll tell you something, they stuck around to the very end, and we were eating pig bacon at 6.30 in the morning right off the grill. It was awesome. 
Did Good they job. win? Did they take the belt from you, though, Billy? No, did it was they, a tie. They did not outlast I, I was going to say, I think they, they could only be co-champs at, co-champ at that point. <laughs> the rules are you can't leave the track. No leave it. Once you leave the track, you're out of the party. Oh, uh, it is. It is. Sta- you come back. It is state tournament week, the best week of the year. Hometown <laughs> this year, Hempstead. We're looking forward to that next week, ladies and gents. Come on out to Hempstead. We will have the Battle of the Bands on Sunday. Oh yeah, that's always something to look forward to. More on that in a minute. The Levittown Rebels on yeah, the line for B Hose, looking to get on the board for the first time today. They scored last year in the state drill in B Hose. Danny Lennon hoping to get some water today. They're through the lights. Hydroman slips a little bit, goes past the hydrant. No water in the hose yet. Coming back to put the water on now. We finally get water in the hose. I'll tell you, they drove that hard. That that looked that looked like a legit run right there. They they gave it all they had. Too bad. Stuck his arm out and just went right by. Just a, a little Time for Levittown. 13-09. Yeah, Hydroman didn't look very like he had all his balance getting off the, the truck. Next to number eight, no. the Westbury Turtles. Billy, tell me, tell me more about this party camp stuff. So there's a rule book you have to maintain attendance you on the premises. Maintain attendance. And it's, 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 it's a person by person. It's not a team presence. Right. It's person by person. Twan. When you leave Tuan, you automatically out. Whether you, if you go home and shower and come back, you're out of the you're mix. Out. I'm going to I'm gonna chime in on this because... I, Myself and my brother were disqualified, disqualified. one year, simply GQ. because one person left the camp, came back. We never left the premises, but it was a worse call than the 2005 <laughs> Grassman Hold. I'll, I'll put it like that. That wasn't a bad call. <laughs> that was a good call. No, no. You guys came back with gel in your hair, all spruced up. That did not happen in the bathroom at the track. Is gel in the hair an automatic disqualification? <laughs> I think so. What about soap in the armpits? <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's legit. That counts. That's just a true party champion man right there. So you, you so you so you're sleeping over on the premises overnight. There's no sleeping. If you fall asleep, you're also disqualified. Oh, look at that rule. Sleeping <laughs> is disqualified. DQ'd. Fifteen minutes, ten minutes, an hour. Doesn't matter. You're out. State drill party champs is a thing. We're not just bantering it up. This is a real thing, ladies and gentlemen. There's a trophy involved. It's high stakes drama going on at four in the morning when people start throwing chicken legs at each other and fruit from the fruit that didn't get eaten all day. There's, there's even it's been claims fun. of forest fires. <laughs> Gotta love State Drill Week, ladies and gents. <laughs> right now, the Westbury Turtle Turtles are it on the line. The turtle B Hose looking to get on track for the day. Zero points. Normal B Hose team. Normal B Hose team. Part, we, got, we got Kevin McGowan running the Hydra, doing a great job this year, filling in for Kenny Gass, who's Give fantastic, it. greatest Hydra man we had in Westbury history. Twenty years running, right? Gave it up. Maybe back for the state. What do you think? No, he won't be back for the state. He's, no. he's, he's got a new baby boy at home. He's got a lot going on. All right, let's, let's see the what they do for Kenny here. We got a miss at the hydrant. Hydroman went down gently. Actually had the hydrant hooked up. Couldn't get the stick pulled. Water in the hose now. And the target is up. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, his last step there in the water, oh, it just his out. foot went right out from under him. Yeah. He's got to get that other hand up there a little quicker. Like, like Time a- for Westbury. 11.07. Pulley. Pulley would have got the stick. Oh, Pulley wouldn't have had any feet on the ground. Next to the lights, number 11. The Manhasset Lakeville Minuteman. Nice try. The good effort. He hooked it. He hooked it up. Had the click and uh, just didn't get to the sick in time. I actually was surprised that the hose stayed uh, on the hydrant. I thought it was going to go down with him. Oh, he does a good job. Of getting yeah, it on he got it on. He, he clicked and turned. He runs all of our hydrants. Uh, you know. Hey, just a, an FYI about the Port Washington's hose being pulled. Tommy Driver. Yeah, I listening. Go ahead. Uh, Baldwin's hose was pulled at the old-fashioned state. 
and their hose was good. Yep, yeah, Noonan texted me that also. I mentioned that. I guess your headset was off. But yep, thank you, Tommy. Thank you, Noonan. Clearing it up. Did they get him? No. <laughs> now hose was good. <laughs> no, but they, they practiced, and they I can verify that they actually have good hose balling. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how close it was. I don't know what the numbers were at the state old-fashioned, but... Manhattan's on the line right now. And looking down the track, there's... I know. Where is everybody else? behind them? Where is yeah, everybody? I said the same. There's no other B trucks lined up right now. I guess they're going to run last. <laughs> Let's see what Manhattan could do here. Uh, generally speaking, they they run pretty good hoses over the years. No Mike Ward today. He's busy. I heard. Yeah, Manhattan uh, won this contest back in Y2K with an 817, going back 17 years at this invite. They are off and gone. Let's see if we get water in the hose. We do. Got it. Nozzle Man approaching the coupling, gets it on. No, he gets blown off. I thought he had it on. The water actually blew the nozzle off. So they are going to not get some points and be hose today. Getting some feedback about the party champ conversation here. Uh, Billy, uh, Scott Letizia is saying he needs a copy of the uh, rule book. Do you, do you actually have a set of rules typed up? We go over the rules every year at 2 o'clock in the morning. Nine zero sixteen ninety. Kai one shoe hung. Is the nozzle man here? He lost his shoe a couple weeks yeah. ago. It was, it was interesting to see at CI. I've never seen a one-shoed nozzle man. Judge Port Washington has been granted permission to run out of turn. So Port, after number having thirteen a on your program, will be the West Hempstead Westerners. Port, after going through the hose test, gets permission to run out of turn. Yeah, it, it appears maybe that a couple of the teams were waiting for them to come around, maybe yeah. not realizing that they were running out of turn. So uh, that's why it explains why there was no B trucks down there. West Hempstead comes to the line. So this is a big shot for West Hempstead in terms of the overall day. They have 14 points. They have a two-point lead over Fort Washington, a four-point lead over Farmingville. Uh, looking back at the season for West Hempstead, uh, 8:33, 8:45, a lot of mid eights. No seven yet this year, huh, Jack? A lot no. of mid eights for MB hose. No. Um, so you know, best time of the year in C hose today with a twelve sixty four. Do they put it in the sevens and B hose? Yep. Ladders has been working for the West Hempstead Westerners. If they get hoses running like they're used to, we could have a good show next week for the for one of the home teams, quasi home team. <laughs> Ah, uh, home team. Jerry Betch is giving me the look in the... As long as there's nothing on the off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. They're coming down. Let's see what Johnny Farrow does at the hydrant. He oh. kind of lost his footing a little bit. Kind of had to lean into it, but it was a miss. I don't know if he was off balance. It didn't look like his normal approach there. It's like his first step off the truck got a little top-heavy. Target's up now. Your thoughts on the hydrant approach? Yes. Yeah, Stumble? I think he had a little, little too much speed that deep. Uh, so I don't, I, I don't know Time if he stumbled. Time for West Hempstead. One one point eight one eleven eighty one. Looks like he stumbled a, a bit there when he's going for his plant. Yeah, he, Next he through the and line he was fast. Number fourteen on your program, the Farmingville Bandits. Looked really fast coming in. Yeah, he he runs standing up straight a little bit anyway, and uh, when, when he's carrying that much speed, especially that deep, I, he. It looked like he tried to bail out and do what he could do, but uh, it was just a little too much momentum. Yeah, that's what it, it seems and what people are saying also down here. A little bit of momentum. I, I was just double-checking that. It almost might have looked like his foot might have went back to, to the truck, but it didn't. You know, sometimes that truck's still there and you're almost as you're getting off. 
They're saying that did not happen. So. so we have five teams that have run B-Hose. A little bit of an ugly B-Hose day so far. 8-21 by North Belmore the first time. Then we have two 11s, a 13, and a 16. Hey, uh, the door is open for the Farmingville Bandits right now, ladies and gents. They are in third place in the tournament with 10 points. Looking through their team summary this year, 8.78 appears to be their fastest time. That was at the Riverhead Invite, where they stole a point with that number. 8.82 at CI. A couple nines and misses other than those two eights. They scored in C-Ladder here, uh, C-Host today, a 13.21. Good-looking run, a uh, little sloppy on top, but uh, other than that, it was, was fine. Should have been in the 12s, but here we are. And looking at their entire day, 6.75, three-man took four points. 5.66 out of the mix in B-Ladder. 9.17 C-Ladder, three points. 13.21, three points C-Host. Decent day for the Bandits. Got some momentum going here. Completed all four in a row. Never, never so a good thing. Something on the course um, by the hydrant. I don't know if somebody leaked something. Someone took a leak on the track? Someone took a leak <laughs> at the hydrant. At the hydrant? Someone walking their dog? Getting Rob Scarangella getting the towel. Oh, the towel makes its appearance. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. Well, West Hempstead was the last team to run. Any? Maybe want to check the truck. Who knows what that could be? Who knows if it's oil or something? Or There's nothing that, you know, like I'm looking down the middle of the course. It doesn't look like a lot, right? Yeah. I don't see any other spots, but... Yeah, true. They, uh, you know, it's, it's actually could be right in the, f the f uh, area where the slack man is sure. getting off. The uh, adapter man with an interesting uh, call off there. He made like a big K like he's a YMCA man. Here go the bandits. They're through the timing lights. We're going to miss at the hydrant. He has to back and get the stick. Came back on the stick. Mm -hmm. We got the... Yeah, wash oh. at the target, too. Yeah, you saw the Hydra Man kind of go past the stick his arm. I got it on, but didn't pull the stick in time. Had to come back, pull the stick, and that's what caused the delay in the target going up. Time for Farmingville. 9.40. Yeah, I thought his, his slack man let go of the hose real early. Next through the lights, number 15, the New Hyde Park Termites. Yes. Slack man let go of the hose real early on him, and he kind of ran out of hose. And I, th I think that actually pulled him away from the stick because the hose started going up the street faster than he wanted it to as he connected, and it kind of shifted his body weight away from the stick. Yeah, it's uh, Justin Russo on the, on the hydrant there. LBB is his uh, anchor man. And you got to really hold on to that. you got to make sure that sticks down before you let go of that hose. What do you think, Artie? Yeah, you know, I, I just think he, that Slackman didn't get, out, get off clean, and, you know, the hose came out of his hand pretty quickly. I mean, that's, it's, it's, you know, really just so important for that slack man to give his hydrant man a shot once he sees it's on, get that hose to the ground and up the street. That's an unforgiving spot when you're the, the slack man. It's, it's, it's never good. If, if people talk about you, that means uh, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, here come the However, termites. Important, <laughs> important to do your job, though. It's, you know, even, even slight variances, uh, like you said, just you let go of the hose and it, and it pulls the, you know, the, the body weight or the... the Handle hand, you know, if you get dragged a little. If I'm talking about you, you don't want to hear. Yeah, that, there's, a, there's a lot of spots in racing like that, right? Wild mouse and pump. Here come the termites right here. Sponge and buckets. Termites have the course. Coming through the lights. Let's see how the hookup goes at the hydrant. We have a miss at the hydrant. Again, three misses in a row here at the hydrant with the past few teams. Water coming through the hose now. Nozzle man waiting for the water and the target. Is not up yet. Now it's up. A little bit of a wash on top of everything else there for yeah, the termites. Bean Dip couldn't quite get that one down. Bean Dip, great nickname right there. I love that name. Time for <laughs> New Hyde Park. 1, 2, 0.19, 12, 
19. Is, is that a Mike and Phil Athena's given nickname? They have nicknames oh, for everyone. I heard that. Through the lights, running out of turn with permission. Number 12, the Port Washington Roadrunners. Yeah, I knew I'd fuck it. Bean Dip giving it to the haircut up top. You gotta, gotta love that. <laughs> and 13.09 right now, holding fifth. I was just gonna say, Artie, I mean, we talked about that. The Seahose yeah. number. That 9.40 miss by the Bandits is second place, so. And we only have like four or five teams to go, right? Yeah, so it's wide open, and those are big points for Farmingville if they're gonna gain on, on West Hempstead. But right now, the story is the Port Washington Roadrunners. They're on the line right now with 12 points on the day, uh, two points away from the West Hempstead Westerners, so it's wide open for them right now. Looking through their season, 824 at Hempstead last week is their fastest of the year. 8-4 and 8-6 are the two slower ones after that. So haven't they have not yet put it in the sevens this season, but an 824 last week in Hempstead got them one point. Yeah, and there really hasn't been a lot of sevens I'm overall. Yeah, yeah. I was just I was just gonna say that I, I feel like there hasn't been that many sevens all mm-hmm. season. Bayshore's got a couple, I think. CI, maybe West Salem. I think the Wolves won over the seven last week. Who won? Uh, North Lindy might have put it in the sevens. Did I steal it from you? Yeah, I think you got it over there. North Lindy, last week. Dudley telling me right now, he's all over me, Dudley, down here officiating, (laughs) listening to our conversation. He's supposed to be watching the tournament. All right. Oh, he's on the, oh, down- right, right, right. the down low right now. Dully's on the down low. I think it was a 7-8 by Isaac, but a 7-9 by North Lindy, right? Sound about right? 7-87, uh, Les Sable last week. Oh, the Dutchman, sorry, Dutchman. Yeah, they came out slow, and then they took 10 points in, in hoses last week in that contest. Yeah, 87, and then uh, Isaac was right behind them. All right. Big shot here for the Port Washington Roadrunners. You hear the two revs in the background. Mm, they are off. That's... Coming to the hydrant. Let's see. We got water in the hose, ladies and gents. A little bit of a fishtail at the top. Nozzle Man gets back on the target. Nice. And target's oh, up. Got back, got back on the coupling. Nice. And target went up. Two best targets of the day yeah. so far. Chris Cuomo, C-Hose, and now B-Hose. Time for Port Washington. 8.09. 8 by Port Washington. Not only their fastest shot of the year, but first place today. And that's going to give them the lead in the drill. Next through the lights, number 16, the Hicksville Hicks. I tell you, when he dropped him off up there at Fishtail, but he left that nozzle dead dead right in front of the target. I mean, he made, couldn't have made it any easier, Danny. Uh, so I don't know with that drop. Nice job by the Cuomo boys getting that thing together and uh, finishing that run. Good job. Get a stick time there from Lenny. Two sixty-two, two sixty-two on the stick. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's where you're gonna get the seven right there. He's gotta get that into the two fifty number. Come the Hicks right now. Yeah, he so something. I was gonna say eight oh nine, eight twenty-one, and then we go to that nine forty for third place. After the nine forty, guys, it's eleven oh seven. It's a big, um, big shot here for Hicks. Uh, it, uh, it's nine. It's you know, those nine points out of the first two contests. Exactly, and so if they want to keep playing here, they gotta get in that window. Their fastest this year, though, is in the 12s. Let's see if we get water in. There's a miss at the hydrant. It looks like he clicked and turned, but never pulled the stick. We saw that a couple times. Exactly correct. You know, and the target's up now, but to no avail. And if, in case you didn't notice, the hydrant kind of came off as soon as that water came out of the nozzle, or maybe midway through the flow. 10.65. Nozzle team had a third place. Hassle Fourth place. Next through the lights is number 17, the North Merrick Stump Jumpers. 
So that 10:65 by Hicksville. I mean, it's it's their fastest time of the year, guys. It, right now, it's fourth place. <laughs> Garbage points, right? If you're a fantasy fan, that's kind of what as, that's turning into we, uh, right now. Could, as could we hold saw up. Though last week, uh, that that one point can make a big difference. Uh, I don't know. I I'm not sure if it was Bayshore, but someone hang, hanged on uh, for fifth place in one of the events, and it ended up at the end of Bayshore the day. Bayshore having a lot to say, you know. They hung on for one, and, and then West Sable hung on for a half. It almost got them in there at the end of the day, too. And if we go back a week earlier, uh, North Lindy hung on at the very end with that 9.50-something nine to keep their streak alive of a score in tournaments uh, going back to the 70s. Mm-hmm. What do you got for uh, any North Merrick Behoes numbers there, Tom? No, i got to do some clicking and some navigating. I don't have every team summary page open, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, we talk about, you know, those points that kind of get in at the end, and that's where, like, teams like Islip, West Hempstead, North Belmore, Henrietta, Farmingville, Copeg. Next week, they'll kind of have that advantage running towards the end of the pack. Um, yeah, sorry, Audie, on the team summary there for North Merrick. Maybe I can try to get it real quick here. They have Anthony Wilde is running the Hydra today, and the nozzle man is Anthony Vicario for the stump jumpers. Uh, didn't run it last week. As we know, they didn't finish up after. No, we're we're talking that. about that, too, and even Hicksville and uh, Farmingville. Uh, he had a lot of speed. It, again, a lot of these teams, it's a cool day that the course is not stopping that well. You know, you're running at the end, there's no times up. Maybe you, you drop it back a little bit and just, you know, run a smooth shot for some points. Well, you got the thing on. It just, you know, you got you to come around and really get that stick. Push off hard at the, at the hydro when you really put that plant foot down. Well, you're right, he was carrying a ton of, he ton was of speed. A ton of speed. So right. North Merrick. Yeah, North Merrick coming down the track right now. Long break at the hydrant. Slow approach. We got water in the hose, though. They hit up top. This could be points. The breaker man goes down. Nozzle man got to break it himself. He can't do it, though. Breaker man went down with the truck. Not hard enough. He didn't get hurt or anything, but that cost them the shot right there for the North Merrick stump jumpers. Spun the tires out of the hydrant, which translated into them being deep up top. Yeah, I, I, is that what that was? Top I heard the, the noise. North Merrick, 13.35. 13, 35. And already 880 was Merrick's, North Merrick's fastest shot Next of the year. I know it's a little late. Number 18, the Oyster Bay Teddies Boys. I, I heard the noise and the, the rev in the engine, and I wasn't uh, I wasn't sure what happened. Yeah. Just a reminder, they still have 50-50s going around in the stand. Make sure you buy your 50-50s. Not a ton of water there, but uh, you know he just went where he broke, and then he got on the gas. He spun those rears. Yeah, it's tough when you get on the uh, on the gas when you're in that water like that. You really uh, you gotta get on earlier or just not as hard maybe coming out. Anyway, nice nice job by the Hydra man. He hooked it up all right. Oyster Bay on the line, home of President Teddy Roosevelt. Hence the Teddy's boy's name for all you people out there. <laughs> One of the Rough Riders that went up San Juan Hill and. Killed them Cubans back in the day. <laughs> Good job so by him. So you, you covered both names. There we go. The Teddy's boys and, and the, the Rough Riders. Riders. That's yeah. It, it's all right there. We got a little the bit story. of a history. We got a little the bit of a history here. lesson <laughs> today on Drill Team Radio. Behoes this year for the Teddy's boys. Eight ninety three. They ran that at the Triple Town. Eight ninety two in Hempstead last week. They run an eight. They're getting in on money today. Triple Town. Here they are. All right. Always Teddy's boys have the track. They approach. Hit through the lights. We have water in the hose. Nozzle man and Breakerman got to run a lot to get to that hydro oh. to the nozzle, and yeah. they uh, water through the hose. They 
they got blown off. Talk it up. They needed to be brought up a lot more. They did a lot of running did they, there. Did they spin too, Artie? I, I don't think he spun that much. I thought he he, <coughs> he just had him back and almost Time kind of for Oyster Bay. One two point six zero twelve sixty. He dropped him way back there, already, didn't he? Yeah, but also with not much momentum. Right. He parked Number it. Number 19, the Merrick Buckeyes. You know, usually B-Ho's B- up top. You got a little bit more momentum. He didn't have, They didn't have a lot of momentum. They got off probably a good two steps this side of the white line, the solid white. So they, they were a good 30, 33 feet from wow. the nozzle line getting off. You got to get on your horse when you're that far back. Well, uh, it's 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 okay if you if like you said if you have a, a lot of momentum then right. you can then you can make up the ground but not not out that far in dead like that. Turtles sitting around in that lucky dog spot at 11:07. I don't know. You're really <laughs> wrong. 11 and seven. You know, wrong seven eleven combo there. You're really with that seven in front. <laughs> I, I would almost. I would almost bet you if you spoke to Daryl, he would probably thought the truck was going to slide through more up top. I think it just really just died on him. They need a heavier uh, driver, I think. That light driver is just not getting the front end down. <laughs> a little weight transfer. <laughs> I heard he's trying to put some weight on this uh, this week at the convention upstate. Liquid weight. He's, try- he's trying to put some height on, too. <laughs> That's a little tougher. They don't make anything for that. <laughs> 11.07, Lucky Dog, the number to beat to get into the mix. The Merrick Buckeyes on the line, they have not run an 11 or faster this season, so if they want to get in the mix, they have to run their time of the year. They have an overtime at the Hempstead Invite, 13.93 at the counties back in New High Park in early July. Got a 9.76 last weekend at Hempstead for them. Okay. You know, uh, do you? It says overtime here for oh. the Merrick Buckeyes. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I don't know what my idea Oh, wrong one, you're right. You understand? Next, 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 next contest. Oh, okay. <laughs> get ahead of myself here. The Buckeyes come down the track. Can they beat that 11.07 to get into the mix? Hydraman kind of gets it on. I thought he was stumbling, but he got the water on. Oh, the oh. hose broke without the men on the track doing it themselves. It broke on its own. That is a no time. That, the braking length is still sitting in the B truck. The dummy length in the B truck, never coming out of the truck at all. Uh, that was always humiliating when you were on the track, and you're yeah, like, ah, oh, yeah. There will be no time for Merrick. Nozzle length broke before hitting the track and broke by a participant. Now, Billy, that happens to you. What are you doing to your hose then? Well, what's causing that to happen? I, I don't know. We only had it once, and, and it, 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 we, we sold it pretty well on the track. They both came out, and, but Smokey Joe Next had just had to go get us. 20. The call place frogs. Smokey Joe just had to throw the flag on us. So your own guy <laughs> threw the flag on you? <laughs> <laughs> no one else really noticed it, but no, he got us. I think we were able to sell it okay, but it didn't. Didn't. didn't blow Tried to sell it, kind of like paint in the corner with the catcher's mitt, right? First in the strike zone, kind of do like. Hey, the head there you go. hey yeah. I did it. I broke it. <laughs> Look at me. Well, that, that obviously your dummy length came out. There was no salvaging that. No, run. The dummy no. length didn't even come out. No, the truck. Yeah, it came out. It fell on the ground. It just broke apart by itself. Yeah, right. So it just made it look good, you know. I mean, so if you're the Buckeyes, not only do you have to worry about fixing the dummy length, but now you got to check out the threads on the nozzle end too. It, you, just talking about that, like like Billy said, trying to pull it off. I, I, you know, we could. I'm sure everyone up there has a story of something that they know they got away with <laughs> in a certain contest. And they won't be told on, on this on, on, on <laughs> tournament day. Here's the frogs here <laughs> with the, the, the B-rig all worked. Oh, uh, come on. What'd you get away with? I'm curious. It's all <laughs> over now. It's all water under the bridge. They didn't have the B-rig. The wiring was screwed up last week. They got the truck back this morning straight from the shop. We're, we're talking about racing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Car place frogs looking to get on the board. 
today. What are you talking about? Eleven oh seven, still that number to beat. They're coming oh. down the track, the truck fishtail. Oh, wow. The, the back tires almost hit the curb, but they're still running the shot. they got water coming through the hose right now. Nozzleman's waiting for it. I thought they would have given up on the shot, but they did not. Targets up. Oh, my gosh. That was Ooh. interesting. Squarely B hose. He actually rubbed the that curb. curb, right? <laughs> I see what and he did there. Rub it. For call place, 9.32. Third place. 9.32. That is huge because it actually knocks Farmingville down a point. Farmingville has 10 points. That comes in between them and uh, Port Washington. Hey Artie, did, did he did he keep the stick down on on the hydrant? It looked like it took a long time for that wall to get Number twenty-one, you know, the Lindenhurst snail. I took my eyes off that Billy because I was looking at the truck scene and sure, checking you my area. Well, if I was going to have to scale out of here. Looking at the truck through. heading towards me. I started checking my <laughs> surroundings and seeing where I was going to run. It, it just seemed it took a long time for that water to get up there, but he, <laughs> he went coast to coast on that one. That was like Big Ben Parliament. <laughs> All right, the Lindenhurst Snails are going to finish up B. Hose for the day. That 9.32 by Carl Place that you just heard. That was well, in a while. That goes, into, that goes not, into third. Yeah, not, not in Behoes. <laughs> I know. But if you're the nozzle man, what are you, are you thinking, am, am I getting off and stepping on the curb and breaking my ankle? I know. <laughs> Jumping in the gutter? Am I staying on? Yeah. And, and get off. Boots stayed right on that. He was like a, that was like a Danny Jackson move right there. He, he did not get off that gas. He, he, he straightened itself out. Sea Hose, Oceanside. <laughs> Got off at the cur on the curb. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to see a Nin replay and just know what the faces were over there on the sideline. 94 in Oceanside. Harry, the sea truck fishtails up top. First step off the truck. Right foot is on the curb. <laughs> How'd that work out? We actually scored points. <laughs> so the new Lucky Dog time, 10.65 by the Hicksville Hicks. The Lunenhurst Snails come to the track. They have one of the better times of this season, 7.75 back at the Selden Invite. Only got him four points that day, but since then, uh, it's been some 13s, a 15, and then kind of right of the ship at CI with an 832. So 775, 832, the two best times of the year for the Snails. They come into the contest with three points on the day and a wide-open B-Hose contest. 809 Port Washington, 821 North Belmore, 932 Carl Place, 940 Farmingville, 1065 Hicksville. And here comes Tom Whitley and the boys. we get Brandon hitting the hydrant today. Through the lights. We got water in the hose. In the, one of the better hydrant hits of the day. Now's the man and breaker look good. They're on, waiting for water. Target nice up. That'll be the shot of the day. That's, That's a good shot. Looking to beat an 809 by Port Washington. Looking good. That's all the seven right there. Time for Lindenhurst. Eight oh. point zero two. Oh. Eight First zero place. two. Five pointer for this whole I thought we had our seven there, but. Cowbells are ringing. Bells will be ringing. <laughs> so an eight is going to win B Hose at this North Belmore invite for the first time since 2011 when the Copeg Yellowbirds are in an 827. Lots of sevens at this track in its history. Not today. But the Lindenhurst Snails get back on pace to finish top five in the drill. Right, I think that was the stick of the day, probably in the 240s in that in that range. So, yeah, just going back, you know, Lindenhurst obviously got thrown out of the sea ladder. Would have had five. Yeah. So now just go back to that. So they had five here. They could have got five in yeah. in sea ladder. They would have 11 right now. Right in the mix. Now 13. Or 13. Eight. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. They would have 13. 13. So they would be really right in the mix. 
You got Farmerville for two. Uh, so it's going to be 802 Lindy five points. The Roadrunners are going to get four with an 809. I got the Rinky Dinks with an 821 are going to get three. That 932 of the Frogs I think grabs two oh, points, there right? It is. Yeah. And then Farmerville is going to hold on for one with a 940. That's actually a big point for the Bandits moving sure. forward, considering that they're in the mix. But it's going to be Port Washington taking over the lead. They're going to go to 16. West Hempstead is going to stay at 14. Farmingville is going to go to 11. Hicksville is going to stay at 9. Lindenhurst is going to go up to 8. North Belmore has got 8. And that's going to be the top 5 moving forward. 16, 14, 11, 9, 8, 8. And like Artie just said, have those 5 points held up for the Lindenhurst Snails and Sea Ladder. There was a fail to grasp and hold. That would have put them at 13, and we would have had a 4 dog race. Move the equipment! And as Results says, of the host competition. First place, five points, number 21, Lindenhurst. Second place, four points, number 12, Port Washington. Third place, three points, number one, North Belmore. Fourth place, two points, number 20, Call Place. They will receive the third place trophy. Fifth place, one point, number 14, Farmingville. They will receive the fourth place trophy, and Hicksville will receive the fifth place trophy. North Belmore getting themselves back in the game here. Kind of sneaky. I was just thinking yeah. that too, Bill. I was looking at their uh, line for the day. Three out of three man with a 706. 595 and B ladder got them nothing. 947 C ladder grabbed two. And a nice 821 getting them three. So they have eight points. That's tied for fifth right now. So, again, the top five, and then we'll go to commercial. Port Washington, 16. West Hempstead, 14. Farmingville Bandits, 11. Hicksville with nine. And then a tie for fifth right now between the Snails and the Rinky Dinks. Eight points apiece. We're going into efficiency. North Belmore Invite 2017. We'll be back in a moment. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State drill teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. 2018 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 17th and 18th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. Check out the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear, thermal cameras, apparatus, and more. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the New York State Drill Team family as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State Drill Teams. IWT is the Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire department as well as David Clark headsets and sound off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT check out their website at www.goiwt.com the groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide from Systems Definition Incorporated. Or your local Motorola dealer, SDI, is the well-known software application developer for FDNY and is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York fire departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members at your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State Volunteer Department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com. The Titan Group is your trusted name in the customizing industry. As a one-stop shop for all your racing team needs, we spent another off-season fine-tuning our skills and equipment to bring you limitless possibilities. As always, we offer all our in-house services, including screen printing, embroidery, sublimation, and graphic design. Take advantage of our team ordering website system. Choose your products and logos, and we'll do the rest. Members pay online, and their orders separated and delivered. Need to see samples? Browse our vendor catalogs on our website, www.titangroupapparel.com. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to see what every team is wearing this season. Or visit s4apparel.itemorder.com to buy a Titan Racing shirt. Call Call us at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Seskine or Devin Robinson on the track. All eight, all day, gear up, get on the Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Nobody knows Myrtle Beach golf packages like Myrtle Beach Golf Desk. Come experience the simple, easy, no-nonsense approach to your next Myrtle Beach golf vacation. Since 1991, Myrtle Beach Golf Desk has been saving you time and money on top-notch golf vacations for small groups or large fire department events. Start with Myrtle Beach to ensure that every aspect of your trip is perfect. Proud to be returning as a New York State Drill Team sponsor. Visit www.golfdesk.com for more information. Attention firefighters! 
show you're still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil. Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's wings. All right, we're back. So efficiency is uh, getting started right now. 840 is the state record by the centralized Apobos. We have 865 water today. Does anyone play with that 8.40 time? I don't know. Efficiency has been one of the uh, better contests statewide, I would say, this season in terms of teams running decent shots, right, in terms of it being deep. But, uh, of course, it is efficiency. <laughs> so here to make efficiency better. <laughs> no, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> we got Lenny Gumber here to make efficiency, yeah, better. efficiency better. Will be a, a Lenny will be of uh, hose while yeah. we're running efficiency. <laughs> we bought in our efficiency guru. <laughs> state state parade champion Lenny yeah, Gumber, you, you guys efficiency guru. Putting a lot of pressure on me for efficiency guru. <laughs> I hit the target once or twice, but guru, I don't think so. Here's Sean Kukarin running the uh, hydrant. Yeah. So choosing not to use the stick man again. Big big shop in the North Dome Ranking Dings. Fifth place with eight points. They're coming down the track. We got water oh in the hose. Wow. The approach is good. And we got water coming out of the nozzle. Target oh, oh, what a target hit right there. I First water flap. It's a good thing because the the backup man fell over the hose right afterwards. I don't. Uh, he got quite Time a time for North Belmore. Eight point nine nine eight ninety nine. Eight of the day. Good a real, job. Real good job by the nozzle man being able to hold that and hit that target. Now you think having no stick man uh, gets a Next gets a hose out faster there. Right the Levittown Rebels. All right, so uh, you know I definitely don't pretend to be a guru, guys, but <laughs> let's talk about the the hit. Let's talk about the water coming out of the nozzle to the time it trips the target. What's the accepted first drop of water hit? Is it five, six, seven, eight tenths? What, what do you go? What do you think in Hempstead, Juan? Yeah, yeah. I always remember Newton saying five tenths of a second, so I'm going to go five tenths of a second. In every race, or just inefficiency? Efficiency? I don't know. I, okay, listen, I'm a ladder guy, so. <laughs> oh no, I hear you. So <laughs> I think it's a little more than five tenths of a second in efficiency. All right. But, so, so B and C hose five tenths efficiency. What six, seven? I would say point six five if I had a guess on a blap. Okay. Point six five. What do you think, Billy? Uh, I'll go with Jack on this one. Oh, and Oh, my God. Come on. That's hey, a half out second. right Hit there. It. Half a second. I only, I only ran a couple of things. I never shot the target. Well, you know, anybody that's not a nozzle man says it should be a half a second for sure. <laughs> I think six is fair. What about BNC hose? I mean, I, I think if you go six, six and a half tenths, you, you pretty much put the water on the flap. That seems about right. I mean, you, you got to shoot the thing, you know. B, B and C is a, is a touch closer. I think you, if you know where the hose lays now, with, with the with the hose trays and everything, some guys are just 
right by the line, dead in front of the target. But I think generally speaking, yeah, it's got to be the rebels. in that neighborhood. The running rebels. Here good, they are. Good conversation to have, though. The rebels. What is in the hole? The rebels. The rebels. Have backup backup man is gone. Tries to back up. Wow, oh. somebody's got to explain that Turn one. Turn the water off. Turn the water off. There we go. So you have three, two backup men and a nozzle man right now. What an attempt by the top coupling man after he saw that the, br- uh, the, the backup man fell down. Um, he jumps over the hose, jumps in behind the nozzle Time man, and finishes the run. 16.51. Oh, wow. 16.51. Just when you think you've seen it all, Levittown yes. always pulls out something good. How many times have I said that, right, Billy? I mean, <laughs> that guy must be good at the double dutch or something like that, right? He's he's hopping over hose. He <laughs> recognizes that the man goes down, that the backup man goes down, tries to fill in. It was awesome. Oh, that was terrific. I'm just gonna say it's it's a good thing this was Euro Disney uh, yes. on that run because uh, yeah next week <laughs> I don't know if they fare as well uh, next week. Oh, uh, no. Mark Abrams, where are you no. there? You you gotta get down. You gotta back your next man up. Next for the lights, number seven, the Albertson <laughs> Jackie, that's a that's a rescue on the track if we're in uh, Disney World. I right? was gonna say the the real move is turn the water off, right? Come on, I'll still be standing two two lines oh, back yelling. Go he heard ahead the, he heard the, the broadcast before about saying not to turn the water. off. <laughs> That's not happening in the state drill, Twan. It may be in practice. I know, I know. Listen, I we were talking about party champs before. I have a question that just came to my mind. When does the time for the party champs start? The time of the drill, or are you let show up the night before? The last bucket. Oh, that's when it is. That's so it's last it bucket. You can't leave the... So I could take a shower in buckets and then come back and be party champ. As long as you're there for the last bucket. So oh. is this a timed event? I wasn't in on these and conversations. if so you want to get more technical... With a, with a clock or a yeah, calendar, to, actually. Something. But <laughs> to be a true party champ, you had to race in the tournament. It sounds like you better be there at, at when the parade starts, too, right? Is that, like, usually when the finish is? Or? Oh, the, the finish is when the last man leaves. Oh, we have a Mr. Yeah, we have a Mr. Albert for the Albertson slow pokes. Yep, coming down in there, maroon and white. We have uh, the Hydroman is still yet to hit hook up. We have water coming through the hose now at this time, finally. Trying to Just a long wait for that target to go up, and there it goes. If, if there is an event to you know, get sidetracked with party champs, it's efficiency. I mean Tony Gagliardi uh, <laughs> watching off the Hydroman here. Dylan Cabarella. 19.57. So they get that one in there. 19.57, the time for the slow pokes for those of you keeping score at home, which is probably two. Or under. That's the general rule. You had, you had to race in the tournament to become a party champion. So, Lenny, that's kind of the conversation we've been having throughout the day. We've been talking about what does it mean to be a party champ. You know, we're joined with Billy Cornell, one of our new voices here on top of the arch. He's the, uh, I think he's the 15-time defending state party champ. And I was just, I wanted to know a little bit about the rules. You know, we do have the state drill coming up next week. And so there's all sorts of things. You can't leave to take a shower. You have to be there for the last bucket oh, to drop. Oh, you can shower right there, if, you know. Oh, if you have a shower capability there. Shower. Right. But you cannot leave and can't leave, leave the, the Can't leave the track. You leave the premises, DQ. I've, I've seen uh, Billy uh, on his way to being a party champ on Sunday mornings at the State Parade. And I can assure you, he hadn't showered. I, I'm pretty darn sure of that. Um, I've been a, a champ at parties, but I've never been a party champ, so I'm going to have to defer to Billy for any rules. When do you determine the party champ? Is it the last man standing? Last man standing. So the last man standing on Sunday, isn't it? Oh, no, so last man, whoever leaves the track last is the party oh, champ. Okay. So has it ever gotten to the point where it was like you and two other people and yeah, no one Yeah, sometimes you have to, you know, you have to, it's, it's like cutting a pot, you know, in a, in a big <laughs> poker tournament, and, you, and you, you see it's time to go to work. Who's the, the pot? <laughs> Who's the first guy to say something? They're like, all right, guys, you want to call it? Not me. I, 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 I will never say 
say it first. Battle, no Battle of the Bands ended ten when I hours see someone, ago. When I see someone weakening, I turn it up, and I, I, I like to shotgun a beer or two <laughs> just to push them out the door. We're in main work? transit, and the turtles are already home. It's time. So I, I, will, I will not offer the draw. I what will only accept the draw. What about when he- West Hempstead shows up to practice on Monday, and you're still there? <laughs> if that's what it takes, that's what will be done. Here come the turtles in efficiency, one of the better runs. Yeah, turtles are going to get on the board. Nothing so Kevin. far today. we got water in the hose water coming the hose. down the track. Water's nice coming approach. out. Eddie Haydu on the shot. Here we come. No backup, man. Yeah, man. that. Got to get a little closer there, boys. Harrison. Yeah, it looks like the uh, nozzle man needs to get down the track a little bit faster. Yeah, I was be thinking ready for that water. Go Twan, ahead. they might need a guy in that loop there. Yeah, yeah the nozzle loop Time for Westbury. Time for Westbury. One one point five zero. Eleven fifty. In Westbury's defense, that's uh, only the, the nozzle man's uh, second Next time running this year. The regular nozzle man left for uh, Manhasset, Lakeville, Minuteman. I think as Quan said, he's got, he's got to run through it and pull it out. I'm not sure of his foot speed, but a lot of hose between that last couple yeah, of years. The nozzle man before he got to the top. He got, got to the top around yeah. in their feet. The top white line he got to, and he slowed down too early. He's, he's really going to come in a little, little harder and break down a little later. We'll definitely talk to him this week with that water next week because that's a. You know, an air show. Oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah, another yeah. rescue on the track for sure. That's yeah. Fred and Barney. I love it. Uh, we'll, see what was, we'll, see, we'll see some of that next week, I'm sure. Ironic when, when efficiency is more dangerous than uh, sea ladder. I, I tell you, last week at the Hempstead track, one thing I did notice, and you did too, Jack, uh, not one nozzle team handled that water very well. There was no blaps last week. It, 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 was, it, was, it was rough water to handle. Yeah, and it was toned down a lot. What was first place again last week? I was just kind of... Danny's got the uh, score sheet in front of him. And that was only, what, 68 water or something, Jack? Yeah, it was 80, 80 water last 80, year. 80, I'm sorry. 893 with the, with the Wolves. And then behind that, we had a a 910 by the Hobos. Okay. But no, nothing looked smooth. It was, it was you know, no, no, no one crushed a target last week. Here comes Manhattan. Yeah, Manhattan Lake, though, they have a miss oh, at the hydrant. Water across the track. So this is not going to get them on the board. They're still looking to get their first points of the day. That's a rarity for Manhattan to be missing oh. there. Always a good Hydra team there, uh, Stanley and Sean. Do that. Yeah. Looking back in the history of efficiency at the North Belmore Invite. Time for Manhasset Lakeville. 15-13. 13. For Manhasset. Next through the lights, running out of turn with permission, is number six, the Baldwin Tomcats. I was just saying, you know, you look at it at efficiency at this tournament back in history a lot of teams have won the contest you know in the 20 years of having this contest 14 different teams have come in first place so it's been that type of event here usually isn't here yeah yellow hornets three times Roslyn Manhasset and Port Washington have won it twice and everyone else has won it once and the reason I mentioned that was because of Manhasset just on the line. One of the teams to win it multiple times here. All right, boys, I'm going to bid you adieu right now before Baldwin leaves. Get ready for motor pump. Leatherback turtle needs to get ready. Billy, Billy you hung out up here just long enough, though. Artie just got back up here with I know. some terrific cookies I from Barbara Salerno. Oh, I think she outdid herself here. I mean, that this could be the difference between a 6-0 and an 8-0. Is this, is this why it got so quiet on the radio all Barbara of a sudden? Everyone's I don't know what they're record. talking about. Baldwin Tomcats coming down the track right now. We got oh, water in it. the hose, and uh, Nozzle Man way out in front. That's actually a good good pace that you need for this contest. Nice a good target hit. That's a decent shot by the Baldwin Tomcats. I don't know if it beats that 8.99, but it'll definitely be second place at the moment. Time for Baldwin. Nine point three five nine thirty five. 
Nice looking shot there by the Baldwin Tomcats. That was smooth hit at the hydrant. The nozzle man has a lot of speed. Got down the track where Thanks he needed to be, and Targo went right up. The Port Washington Roadrunner. You know, Twan, we, we've been talking about this kid from Baldwin, and shame on me for not knowing his name. Maybe yeah. you Nassau guys know his name, but no. we've seen him climbing the ladder a little bit better. Yeah. We've seen him hitting the target now. I mean, real athlete and, and really making strides in our sport. One's third man and three man, too. He had that hair really flowing in that event as well. <laughs> you can really see that hair just, just, just bouncing down the track with like a, a young heat miser they, running um, out there. They practiced with West Hampstead Thursday, and we had some, some pretty impressive numbers on him getting into the ladder in a uh, three man ladder. Yeah, well, Jackie, can you pick up a name for us? I mean, come I, on. I'll get it for you. I'll it's get it for you. Billy called him the, the flowing mane hair guy. I do. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I apologize about what I get. I'm from Suffolk. I got an excuse. We got three Nassau guys up here. Come on. Actually, with Fred, it's four. Come on, Fred. Don't you hang out with these kids? <laughs> hey, here we go. Port Washington Roadrunners. This is a huge shot for them. They lead the drill 16 to 14 over West Hempstead. And they are getting to run. We're ready to run efficiency right now. The track is clear. They are coming down the track. Danny Salerno running hydrant. We got water in the hose. Oh, and it blew off. It was on and off, guys. Yep. And that's going to leave the door open for West Hempstead and Farmingville to get back into this drill. Take over first place. It was on and off. Looked like Danny might have only caught a quarter thread or something, Time and it just Port didn't Washington. hold. 12, 12.45. Wet, uh, Port Washington started this year with some good efficiency, 935, 916, 925. Westerners. And then for the past three weeks in a row, it's been overtime, overtime, and then a 12.45. So three good, three bad for Port Washington this season. They're going to break the tie next week with their seventh shot. Will it be for the better or for the worse? They're going to need it if they want to come. <coughs> Top five or win it all. We shall and see. This, and this today, West Ham said, I know they uh, they've been working a lot on this event in uh, practice. Uh, seemed to look a little bit better, but this is a huge shot for them to jump, possibly jump back ahead. Or now, Gerard's not here today, Jackie. Right. Where does Gerard normally run in efficiency? Because uh, he's got a lot of speed. He was he was running back up, but <laughs> I got to tell you, I don't know. Uh, Craig, I think because he's he's smaller, uh, Gerard is tall. They, they were they were having some issues with Gerard backing up Cody. To tell you the truth, I think sometimes with the the two smaller guys that with the holes and everything being the same size, it, it seems to work a little bit better. But we'll see what happens. So let's see what they do. The Westerners, 14 points on the day, 9:22. Their fastest shot this year. We got water in the hose. This could be a good shot. Nice hose lay. Hydrant man, uh, nozzle man approaching. And the target, a little bit of a wash, big wash now, huge wash at the target area, not going to be a time that they want. However, it will come in for third place right now, at least, because 11.50 is third. Time for West Hempstead, 10.37. So everything looked good but the target hit. That was it, that was the only thing missing, yeah. Next through the light, number 14. The Farmingville Bandit. You know, guys, I, they, they took off quick, so I missed the start, so I didn't get a stick time. But I did notice right after the second couplet, man, you did have a little bit of a, an actual little loop that had to push itself out. I don't know if there were extra twists on his end or in the nozzle length, but it looked like it slowed things down. It might have shortened up everything for the nozzle man and his uh, backup. Don't know if that affected it, but they'll see it on the video. I, I, I think he might have cut in a little bit early, actually, if uh, you know from, from looking at it. So... You stay out. You stay out a little wide as long as you can. You you kind of give the hose somewhere to go. You don't doesn't twist around as much. So 899 North Belmore first. 935 by Baldwin is second. That 1037 is actually third for West Hempstead. 
11.50 Westbury, and then a 12.45 by Port holding on for one. This is a huge shot right now for the Farmingville Bandits. They come in with 11 points uh, this season, 9.32, 9.30, the two nines that they've run, couple tens and overtime since then. Or 12s, I should say, not Yeah, B. Hose really could have kept them on pace, but they need this one. They're coming down the track. Approach to the hydrant on an angle. We got water in the hose. This could be the shot that they're looking for. They just have to blap the target. Nice hose lay. The target is not going up right away. Did not blap it. Still going to be good enough to salvage a 9. Does it beat the 9.35 of Baldwin? I don't know. Time for Farmingville. 9.37. 9.37. That's a big wash. That they, they missed Baldwin's time by two one-hundredths of a second, and that's going to cost them the a point. Number 15, the New Hyde Park Termites. You know, that's what you love about the state drill. That a team like Baldwin running a 9.35 is having an impact on the overall top five right now what a, in what this do we drill. Call it? Monkey wrench? Tween, yeah, monkey wrench teams, right? Yeah. And I, I'm telling you right now, the nozzle man with Farmingville, to, to miss out by two one-hundredths, he knows he didn't have the greatest hit, but two one-hundredths of a second. Let's face it, folks. It's not a lot of time. He's like, could I just hit it that uh, much no, quicker? No. Oh, it's frustrating. It's a frustrating uh, thing, no doubt about it. So that's a third-place time right now. It's uh, Now listen, if West Hempstead and Port Washington don't score, now Port Washington's out of the money with that 12.45. West Hempstead's still holding fourth with the 10.37. So Farmville looking to gain on Port. Do they also gain on West Hempstead? That remains to be seen. The New High Park Termites have the course. Track is cleared. All right, and they're off. The approach to the hydrant taking place. We got water oh. across the track. A miss. A lot of, a lot of misses miss at, at the hydrant. hydrant. Yeah. Yep. I don't think it'll be able to salvage that 10:37. But does it beat the 11:50 of Westbury and knock them out for a new fifth place time? We shall see. Time for New Hyde Park. One four point. Not even close. <laughs> <coughs> Next through the lights is number 16, the Hicksville Hicks. You know, just going back to that Farmingville run, guys, um, although they may have left a point on the table, they didn't lose a point to the teams that were ahead of them. Right. So the team, uh, again, right now, Baldwin holding first, and, and you're right, Juan, could come into play uh, a team that might be in, not be in the running for the uh, top five in the drill right. is going to affect the outcome or could affect the outcome, but that's the positive Farmingville has to look at is, hey, they're not gaining on us. We just didn't gain everything we could on them. Well, right. Well, you also have North Belmont with the 899 first place, so it's actually third. Oh, I'm sorry. The same, I'm idea, sorry. Right, the same right. idea still holds true because, you know, they... Right. They might lose a point, actually, to North Belmore because of it, but they're going to gain on Port to the and leaders, West right. Hampstead, yeah. But this is Hicksville now to get back right back into the, I know. the lead for this one. Hey, he can run shot. some efficiency. And, and, and Dougie Chiz texted me yesterday saying they should have all their guys today to run this contest. So what are you saying, Twan? No excuses, Lucy? No, none. 9.40. Shockingly, their second best time of the year. 9.17, their fastest. They go off the line. We got water again, a miss at the hydrant, guys. But a quick recovery, and it, is it quick enough to beat a 10 that's holding fourth? Decent target. Hey, what do you got on the watch? Anything? I gave up on it. Okay, you gave up. It was a quick recovery. I don't know if it's going to be enough to beat the 1037, though, and get in. Time for Hicksville. 10.72. Good eye, Twan. It was close, but yeah. uh, not quite. 
So 899 North Belmore, 935 Baldwin, 937 Farmingville. The North Merrick Stump Jumper. Then we go to a 1037 by West Hempstead. That could be two huge points for them if they grab them. And the 1072 by Hicksville. So Paul Washington's out. Right now West Hempstead's getting two. That would be a 16 to 16 tie. And Farmingville's looking to get three. That would give them 14. The Rinky Dinks getting five would give them 13. A lot still needs to be decided as we have Merrick, North Shaping Merrick, up, Oyster Bay, like Carl Place, and then the Snails with eight points got to be <coughs> looking their chops right now, saying that they could get back in this thing, even with that missing sea ladder earlier in the day on a 903 foul the grassman hold for those of you just tuning in. Lyndon Hurst, sorry if you heard me say that for the fourth time today. Well, you're, you're cluing me in. Like I said, I wasn't here, so. It was a fail to grasp and hold. It was a close call. Uh, Kinley got his hand on the top rung, but kind of came right off of it. First place shot taken off due to a fail to grasp and hold. That's uh, kind of the story of Lindenhurst's day. I want a straight-up answer. What did you think? You're a climber. I thought it was a fail to grasp and hold. I thought it was okay. the right call. All right. Honest call. And I'll admit my 05 fail to grasp and hold was the right call, too, <laughs> in three-man ladder, as much as I hate to admit it. <laughs> Being honest, that's all we ask up here, right? Yeah, listen, fail the grassman holds, of course, a lot of people think throughout the year. All right, the stump jumpers coming down the track in their navy and red. Uh, we got a nice hookup Woo! at the hydrant. I got 312. This could play. The nozzle man has to fight through. Oh, and a good target nice hit. Shot. That's got to be it's in there. It's a real low nine, guys. A little smoke coming out of that Yeah, you saw early. that water coming out a early. A little spray. bit of a mist. Time for North Merrick. 9.36936. Didn't think a tweener was possible, and but <laughs> you want to talk about a monkey wrench team that beats Farmingville by one one hundredth of a second. It's going to knock them down to fourth. Wow. So 899 North Belmore, 935 Baldwin, 936 North Merrick, 937 Farmingville. That knocks out Hicksville, and it gives West Hempstead down to fifth with a 10.37. But Farmingville looking to kind of gain points. They just got knocked down by two one-hundredths of a second by two different teams. Baldwin with the 35, North Merrick with the 36. That's racing. Yeah, that's racing. Sometimes sometimes you're on the right side of it, sometimes you're on the wrong side of it. And this is usually what you see in the state drill with every team there. You know, you have your teams that maybe can only just run efficiency or can only just run motor pump. Taking away points from the uh, big dogs at the end of the day. Teddy's boys on the line with three points. Another team you would think would be able to run efficiency. We got water in the hose. Here we go. West Hempstead hoping their 1037 holds true. Will it? Water to coming out. We got to target up. That's got to knock West Hempstead out, in my opinion. Yes. Thought that middle dragger might have broke the light. He was he was really up on the line as they crossed it. Time for Oyster Bay. Nine. Point three <laughs> seven <laughs> thirty seven, and that's going to knock Farmingville down a half a point half now. Point. Wow. Holy cow! So Nassau County ganging up on the Suffolk team that shows up. <laughs> the Farmingville Bandits are taking a what up with this that contest? You know, uh, you this, was the, this was the huddle, the Nassau County huddle at the beginning. <laughs> I'm of the sorry, day. and Lindenhurst is here as well, but <laughs> Farmingville taking a beating. I mean, you can't From define Nassau. a monkey wrench any better than that. The Bandits looking to close the gap between West Hempstead and Port Washington. They run a 9.37, and then there's a 9.35, a 9.36, and another 9.37. That took them down each time. And I'll tell you what, this is great news for North Belmore, who's sitting there with an 8.99. They're going to go to 13. West Hempstead and Port Washington aren't getting anything now. Right. And and again for for Lindenhurst also because if they run right. a shot they they can jump right back into the stone. And Lindenhurst runs really well efficiency. 
it's shaping up to be a good tournament, ladies and gents. If you're at home sitting there, you know I'm going to give you the Lenny phrase. Come on out. We've got overcast skies, nice cool weather. Come down to Merrick. It's where it's at right now. This tournament's heating up. All right, here come the Merrick Buckeyes. Water on at the hydrant. A little bit of a loop. The top coupling. Oh, oh no up, top coupling. And now there's water everywhere. Thanks, so Jack, for taking a play-by-play play over there. I was looking at my phone. That's <laughs> yeah. two That's two events in a row with uh, with a coupling blown for uh, the Merrick Buckeyes. And you know, yeah, yeah, no, sorry, disregard. Top top couplings blown Time brings brings back haunting memories for me. <laughs> Is that ninety six day drill? Yes, yes, it was. Twenty three and it has the flukes coming in second that day, Jackie, and they needed efficiency to keep pace with the North Lindenhurst piston knockers, and you blew the and you had a good efficiency team. We you blew the top. Good efficiency, yeah. I remember that. I remember being a you know, not that I was a kid, but I wasn't racing yet in ninety six. I started ninety seven. I remember that shot. So Jackie's telling stories now this one time with the flukes. <laughs> it's a good story. Oh, wow. it, it, no warming up or anything. It's, it's, a, good, it, it's a good story. That's why Here, I go. Do this. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Finity, right? If I remember correctly, he was a yeah, guy. He, yeah. he was good at the spot too. It's he, just a he shame that he's really remembered for that. Well, for that I don't one think event. it was really uh, all his fault. The coupling was a little screwed up. So, but the hose was good. It, that type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, you'll get it. Right, that type of thing. You'll get it on there. Uh, Luke's running some, uh, I mean, a good beat ladder that day with a failed to grasp and hold at the top, right? Something like that? Uh, not with a failed to grasp and hold, but it was a, right, a, a right slam? Last, the last step, yeah. Yeah. So the 96-day drill, go check it out on FD Archive if you want to follow along what we're looking at, FDArchive.com. The Piston Knockers ended up bringing home the crown that day for their second year in a row. Getting back to this tournament, we have the Carl Place Frogs on the line, coming off a 932 two-point performance in B-Hose. Another team that can perform right here. Good efficiency day, 9.37, the number to beat to get into the mix. Actually, if they run a 9.37, we're going to have to break out the third <laughs> of a point. We got, well, miss at the oh. hydrant. Yeah, miss at the hydrant, so not going to happen here. Only one team left to go, and that'll be the Lindenhurst Snails. Carl Place, target up. Tough day for the Frogs today. Yeah, had trouble with their B truck. No C truck. Time for Carl Place, 1-1.21, 1 1 11.21. So the Lindenhurst Snails come Best to the line. Lights for this event, number 21, the Lindenhurst Snails. They have eight points on the day. Poor Washington has 16. They're not getting any. West Hempstead has 14. They're not getting any. Farmingville has 11. They're going to go up to 11 and a half. North Belmore is going to go up to 13. So we're looking at 16, 14, 13, 11 and a half. Lindenhurst has eight, and they've yet to run efficiency. They ran an 8.94 at the Joe Hunter, a 9.12 at Selden. A 9.29 at Central Isop. Those are their best three times of the year. They were not at Hempstead. Yep. What do they do here? This is a well. chance for them to get a, into the mix going into the final two contests. They need to be the 8.99 for first place if they want to grab five large. More than capable. Lindenhurst, again, they're running dead last this week. They're running first next week at the state drill. Two completely different mentalities. Wow, that is. That's, that's huge. So they're running efficiency now to end today, and they'll be starting it off next week. That's how it kind of goes, right? But you've got you to gotta know right now. They're just like, all right, let's throw up our, our run, as we talk about, guys, right? Our practice run. I bet their practice run could take a first right here. The track is clear. The call-off gentlemen walking across the track. They are hoping for some cowbells. They're off and running. Let's see if we have a hookup at the hydrant. We do. I have about 324 on my clock. Water through the hose. Nice approach by the nozzle man. 
target went right up. That's got to be a first place. Game on. That's got, first place. Guys. I got 887 in my watch. What you got, I honey? got a lot better. I don't want to be embarrassed, but I got it with it. It's, it starts with an eight, and the next number is a six. How about that? Oh, that's a good one. Let's see. Time what for Lindenhurst. Eight point eight zero. Well, you're closer to me, but what a shot. And that is a huge shot for the Lindenhurst Snails. They're going back-to-back first-place shots. Behos 802, efficiency 880. That's going to give them 13 points uh, and put them in third place overall for the day. That actually knocks out the Bandits, who they were hoping to get three points not too long ago. They're getting zero now with a 937. Nice efficiency day. And think about all the teams that aren't here. Not, knocks knocks you know? the ringy-dings down a, a spot also. Yep. Yeah, so the top five are going to be Snails 880. Bel- North Belmore, 899 for second. That 935 by the Baldwin Tomcats is going to hold up a three. Is that correct? And then a nine. I feel like I'm missing something. 936 for two. North Be- Merrick. The stump jump. I'm sorry. The Bandits are going to get a half a point. They're going to get 937 is going to bring home a half, I believe. Some pretty speedy slugs right now, Jack. The last two races. Yeah, well, uh... We'll see uh, how's uh, how's Lyndon Hurston pumping buckets. I know they I, they run pretty decent buckets. I don't know about motor pump. No, but they got uh, move the equipment. Local committee, please begin setting up for the ladder uh, bucket competition. Ladder up. As some of our other announcers like to use the uh, abbreviated word "mo," they yeah, got the "mo" on their side right now, right now, and they're That's feeling cool. it, and they're, they're confident. So, they can run pump. Six five, six two this First season. Place, six one in CI. Five yeah. Number twenty one, Lindenhurst. Second place. Four points, number one, North Belmore. That gives North Belmore 12. Third place, three points, number six, Baldwin. They will be getting the second place trophy. Fourth place, two points, number 17, North Merrick. They will get the third place trophy. Tied for fifth, each will get one half point. Number 14, Farmingville, and number 18, Oyster Bay. So here we go. The the rundown before we take a break and go to commercial. They can flip for fourth and fifth. We have Paul Washington going into motor pump. They have 16 points. They're in first. The West Hempstead Westerners have 14. Then we have the Snails in third with 13 points. After that, we go down to North Belmore in fourth with 12, and the Farmingville Bandits have 11 and a half for fifth place. Hicksville Hicks, they're in the mix with nine, looking to get in the mix, I should say. And then there's a drop-off after that, all the way down to four points by the North Merrick Stump Jumpers. So, six-dog race for the top five, two contests to go. First place is wide open, though. Don't go anywhere, live on top of the arch. The North Belmore invite's heating up. Come back for some motor pump. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. 
With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State Drill Teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. 2018 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 17th and 18th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. Check out the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear, thermal cameras, apparatus, and more. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the New York State Drill Team family as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State Drill Teams. IWT is the Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire department as well as David Clark headsets and sound off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT check out their website at www.goiwt.com the groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide from Systems Definition Incorporated. Or your local Motorola dealer, SDI, is the well-known software application developer for FDNY and is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York fire departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members at your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State Volunteer Department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com. The Titan Group is your trusted name in the customizing industry. As a one-stop shop for all your racing team needs, we spent another off-season fine-tuning our skills and equipment to bring you limitless possibilities. As always, we offer all our in-house services, including screen printing, embroidery, sublimation, and graphic design. Take advantage of our team ordering website system. Choose your products and logos, and we'll do the rest. Members pay online, and their orders separated and delivered. Need to see samples? Browse our vendor catalogs on our website, www.titangroupapparel.com. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to see what every team is wearing this season. Or visit s4apparel.itemorder.com to buy a Titan Racing shirt. Call Call us at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Seskine or Devin Robinson on the track. All eight, all day, gear up, get on the Titan Group. 
Not every evolution and vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Nobody knows Myrtle Beach golf packages like Myrtle Beach Golf Desk. Come experience the simple, easy, no-nonsense approach to your next Myrtle Beach golf vacation. Since 1991, Myrtle Beach Golf Desk has been saving you time and money on top-notch golf vacations for small groups or large fire department events. Start with Myrtle Beach to ensure that every aspect of your trip is perfect. Proud to be returning as a New York State Drill Team sponsor. Visit www.golfdesk.com for more information. Attention firefighters! Are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. Alright, welcome back everybody. <laughs> we got a good tournament going here in North Belmore. That was a good efficiency uh, event. No doubt. I mean, and you think about efficiency in Hempstead next week with uh, regular water and all the other big dogs there. You know, that's the beginning of the special teams contest where you have a lot of guys on the track, and that could be a heck of a show next week. It was a great show today. But the story right now going into Motor Pump is this. The Roadrunners have 16. The Westerners have 14. The Snails have 13. The Rinky Dinks have 12. The Bandits have 11 and a half, and the Hicks have 9. A 7 point difference between 6th place and 1st place. This is kind of becoming the norm over the past couple of weeks, past few seasons in the state drill. Motor pump's getting ready to go. North Belmore's going to start us off with a, uh, you know, a, a pressure shot. It is what it is. Coming off of two nice runs, 821 in B-Hose, 899 in efficiency. Joined by Jay Podolsky and Artie Suskind, Jackie Cloudman. Lenny Gombert's going to be over on the uh, headless. Artie Suskind, sorry, you're just looking at me. Sorry, pal. Not enough headsets. He's filling it for Fred right now. Go ahead, Jack. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> Jack's got his son up here for the uh, bird's eye view. So we're going to motor pump. You know, as I said, the, the start of the big three to team events. Efficiency kind of the uh, table setter, right? Going into the last two. Hmm. Yeah, no doubt about it, my man. So here we go, North Belmore. This could be a dangerous spot, boys. Lenny, you're low. Can hardly hear you. I don't know what happened there. All right, the track is clear for the North Belmore Ricky Dinks. They make the approach to the hydrant. We got water in the truck. 175 handle. 
Nice hose lay water coming out, and the target is not up yet. There's a wash. He's to the right of the target. Big wash. There will be a 10-second overtime, the first overtimes of the day. I don't know if that's one there. 927. 27 or 47? I heard 27. Thank you. 177 stick, 535 water out. Uh, Lenny, it didn't look like that hose was that straight behind him. I don't know. Didn't really notice. I can't comment on that. So we're talking a little bit before on a break, uh, the track record. Yeah, so the track record here in uh, Four Towns is 579 by the yellow teams, yellow birds, yellow hornets. Uh, Jay, you, you race here all the time. You have a bone to pick with that state, with that track record? I mean, it's a track record. Let's hear it. That, but <laughs> on this pump, there is no way you're running that number on the pump. That record was set. Four Towns had a problem with the pump. Uh, what year was the... So Kopech did it in 2011. The Yellow Hornets did it in 2009. So I'll say we had a... We had a big problem with the pump. The guy who actually ran the pump passed away, Jake, and we had a couple guys in between running it. The pump kind of went downhill for a couple years. They were actually using pumpers during the, those events. I think uh, 09, 10, 11 is the years we used to use pumpers during here. We went back to the pump house in 12. Okay. What's the best time since then? Uh, 6.14 by the Flying Dutchman in 2012. Uh, at this invite, I don't know if anything, there's been a few Nassau County drills here, but that's the best on my list here. Okay. 668 won it in 2013, 65 and 14. Hobos ran a 37 and 15. And the Westerners last year were the 648. So 61, 62, 63. Here comes the Rebels. Yeah, you hear the Levitan Rebels in the background, crossing the timing line. Kind of a slow pace. Got about a 230 on the stick. Wait for the water to come out and, you know, target up. we got a sandbag going across the track. Not oh. across the track. Low into the left. Under the arch. Let's see how my thumb is. i got 834. Time for Levittown. Let's see if my thumb works. 8.24. Not bad. 824. 824, the official time. So on that track record, we're going to say a 6, a 6, 1, a 6, 2 is, a, is, is, a, is an excellent shot here. I mean, you could even go back to 08 with a termite at 592, please. so maybe it was 08 to 11. Team number window. one, North Belmore, will be receiving a rerun due to interference. North Belmore getting a rerun. So that's interesting. I saw uh, something on the target. I believe the leveling, the the light, leveling device was left eight, on the, the target. The Westbury Turtle. Uh, that's really interesting. I've never heard that one before. Um, <laughs> I don't. I guess that's a that's a break for North Belmore. That's a good break. <laughs> I mean, that, that that that's a give me because uh, you could you could have took your time if it was good. I be well. I was cooking. just going to ask Plenty that. Home cooking. I was going to ask that Jay. Is that a choice? Did the officials make that decision, or is that a choice? I think it's a choice if it didn't affect your run. Well, if it didn't affect your run, then you don't get well, it. You know, you can't have it both ways. It matters which way you want to argue it. Right. Well, again, you're pretty good at that. And, you know, <laughs> you've got a little history there. But I'm curious who made the call. Did they have to protest it? I don't or think the so. officials just said, you're getting a rerun? Um, I saw while well, the official was setting the target, pick it up. And uh, that's all I saw from there. So... Um, I, it is interesting because if if you run a 620 right there, <laughs> you're not going to want to take a rerun. That's 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 the, that's the gray area in racing. It's how it goes. You know what I mean? It's just how it is sometimes. Whether it's right or wrong, who knows? But North Belmont will be getting a rerun due to interference on the track. The Westbury Turtles are going to get on the board for the first time today. They're coming down the track right now. We got water in the truck. See how the target hit goes. Waiting for water for a while to come out, but a nice target, nice target hit. hit. Yeah, Real cool. nice hit. Yeah. I thought the stick went down a little slow, guys. Okay. It, was, it was a little half, and then the rest of the time way. for Westbury. Seven point three.
It's about 190 when it went down 587 water route. Next through the lights is number 11. The Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen. I think in this sport, this is the event that's run the most different by different teams. I'm talking about, you know, everything else, we kind of run the same. This event, there's so many teams run it different ways, and there's teams that run it great different ways. So uh, I said, where are we getting to yeah. ladders? And everyone's running I hear the you. same, but this event could be run two or three different ways and still be ran. So what, what do you notice at a difference? Obviously, you got the nozzle man, some slide, some stick. I mean, what speed, some other speed things? coming in. A lot of yeah. teams, some teams come in on that crawl. Some teams come in really hot with it. And, uh, I mean, the hose lays, I'll say, basically are the same. Um, what we're going, but even like how guys back up, you have different guys. Uh, there's guys that pile on the nozzle man. The guys that just hold. The, you, know, you get one down man to three down men on some teams. Even the discharge on some trucks are out of the back uh, of the truck, yeah, right? Back, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of them state teams run with the discharge on the back of the truck. Yeah. I mean the advantages and disadvantages of it. Um, but most events that we run today, everyone runs kind of the same way, same style. I mean some variations, but not as much as in motor pump. Right. So we got Manhasset Lakeville on the line. Yeah, Manhasset looking to get on the board for the first time today. Manhasset Lakeville will have the hammer next week, running 53. They will be the last team to run at the state drill. How that comes into play, we shall see. Interesting lineup for the state. You guys go over that? I yeah, we were a little bit here and there. We were going over how it's kind of spread out. You know, you have your Lindenhurst at 1, West Sable 4, uh, Roadrunners at 8, Hicksville 10, Bayshore 12, Point Pleasant 13. You know, there's there's no real kind of like group of five or right. six teams in a row. You know, which we've if, had for the last couple of years. If we're talking about it. teams that, that can win it all, there's a team. There's a group of three. All right, here comes Manhattan. And Hobos, Wolves, Westerners in the 40s. Manhattan's water on. got water in the truck. Oh, go ahead, slip, Jack. But they got the water. Water on. Sounded like he stopped pumping stopped for pumping, a second. Yeah. He did, guys. I I think he was concerned they weren't going to be set, uh, and I'm only guessing. He he's shaking his head now, and uh, Stanley's uh, not Manhattan himself. Lakeville. 7.04704. They were all over that hydrant at 165, and, and I guess the driver just, I don't know. I don't know if it was safety. Next Again, I'm not in his head. Number 12, the Port Washington Roadrunner. That's going to prove to be a potentially costly mistake for the Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen. Stanley was definitely not happy on that one. No, yeah. no. Look, he's walking off the track. He's not even going to ride the truck. You know, it's it's a fine line, though, for a driver to, to defend. A, a, if you see a guy that looks like he's not going to be set, it's, this is an event where you can just say, you know what, screw right. it, I'm going to pump. I mean, you'll, you'll put someone in the stand. So if that's if that was the reason, and, you know, again, you, you want to run the time, but at the other on the other hand, you don't want to you don't want to send anyone across the street either. So we got Paul Washington Roadrunners on the line, leading our tournament today. Yeah, so here we go. We're getting into the... Uh, to the big wigs here, Manhattan, uh, Manha excuse me, Port Washington, 16 points. They have a two-point lead over West Hempstead. Uh, you know, Lindenhurst has 13, though, three, only a three-point lead there. So this is the uh, the first big shot of motor pump. You had North Belmore run, they're going to get a rerun. So not to take anything away from North Belmore's day. That's big. You want to go in the back of your North Belmore to see what's up oh, there, yeah, especially in Yeah, because you can play that game now. You can play that game in pump. Yep. It's one of the many <coughs> events you definitely can play with. I'm packing my truck slowly if I'm North Belmore. Playing the racing game, as they say. So North Belmore getting a rerun due to interference on the track. Jay thinks it might have been something left on the target. You know, get, get Not the official the, word uh, yet. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Getting back to the state tournament, uh, West Hempstead running late, running on a new course that they practice on. Yeah. That actually may be a bigger advantage yeah. than, it, than it even normally would, uh, would be, you know, running back in the pack. 
Port Washington leading the tournament, taking the line. 7.04, first place right now in Motor Pump. As we say, the window is open. All right, and they are approaching the timing lights. They are now through. Let's see how the hookup goes. We got water, a little bit of a slow stick, but water still coming through the tr truck. We got water out, and the target is up. Uh, you know, I got a, a, a low seven. A little, yeah, yeah, a little sloppy. Kind of a yeah. weight on the water. Twan, I'm with you. A little bit of a slow stick that definitely yeah. hurts. Time for Port Washington. 7.05. Seven zero five. Water out not until five fifty nine. Right, and, and they were on. So, but that major so miss on that, speed. on that target too. That's I mean, I have water. Lights is number thirteen. The West Hempstead Westerners. I mean, water at the plate at six eighty. So you know, it was uh, a pretty significant target miss. You know, you, where I think that six eighty right now would be sitting in first, right? Yeah. Uh, well, and, and not only that, you know, Manhattan ran a 704, Port just ran a 705. You have yeah. one team ahead of them now, too. Which is big right big now is a tweener. Yeah, yeah big hundreds of a second. When's the last time Port Washington won a major motorized drill? Last year. Was that the yeah, question? I think they won. Here. Last year here, wasn't yeah, it? I think was they it won the county. Was yeah. it the yeah. county? I'm, I'm not including counties in that. Last year here. Last yeah. year, this invite, right? This invite. Oh, is it this yes. invite? Oh, yeah. Okay. oh, yeah, I got it right in front of me. Duh. Come on, Twan. <laughs> 28 and a half points. I think, Twan, I got more that people that, that come to me and tell me you're the best <laughs> announcer, <laughs> the most accurate. Oh, and stop. you're asking a question that's only a year old. That's probably why I had the question. I know older stuff. When is the last motorized West Savo win in a motor? <laughs> Go Jackie. <laughs> West Hempstead Westerners on the line right now. 16 points on the day. Excuse me, 14 points on the day. You guys got me flustered now. <laughs> Big shot for the West Hempstead Westerners as they approach the timing lights. See, we got a hookup. We got water in the truck. I got about 177. No, now they're fighting to keep the water on. Yeah, they, so it wasn't a clean hookup at the hydrant. Target up now, almost a 10. Well, I had a 176 on that. Yeah, handle. at 77. Time for the Westerners, 9.43, 9.43. Things are shaping up nicely for the bandits and the snails and, you know, guys, and the rinky-dinks, really. I, I saw the stick Next go down and I looked away, 14, I guess. The Farmingville Bandits. I thought he was on. I guess he wasn't on, eh? Yeah, I mean, he, he was on and then all of a sudden you saw water coming out of that hard suction. Right. Maybe you he know? wasn't on straight. Yeah. You know, usually those snaps, well, I shouldn't say usually. A lot of times those snaps can hold if you don't go on perfect. But they got to be on somewhat straight. Um, so I guess that wasn't the case for the Westerners. Jack, has this been uh, Achilles' heel for them this year so far? Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's been inconsistent. Uh, actually, the last two weeks in practice, they've been running really well. But, uh, you know... <laughs> I, it's, uh, I think it's a little late to, to start worrying about switching anything now. So oh, no, it's, it's yeah. either going to be a, you know, a hit or miss next week. You're committed now. This time of year is uh, kind of committed to most of your spots on the truck. Or any event now. Farmingville Bandits come to the line with a big spot right here. They have 11.5 points on the day. Down 4.5 to the leader. They can run motor pump, ladies and gents. 6.33 at Selden. 6.43 in Riverhead. And a 6.59 at Central Islip at their uh, at the crossover drill. Those are their top three times of the season. And the track is clear for the Farmingville Bandits. Red lights flashing across the dash. The grill. <laughs> oh, Kenneth oh. Bass got water in the hose. 
No, but they couldn't get it into the pump. Is that what happened? Oh, he's still jamming. Yeah, the driver's still jamming. <laughs> the, the truck's full. I had, oh, I had a hold it up, hold it up, overtime. Could not get it into pump. You gonna handle that, Lenny? Uh, it's 62. So. Yeah, that is a tough break for the Farmingdale Bandits. Yeah, I, I could see the driver just trying to jam things and waving his arms then, and I, I don't know all the mechanics of how all that works, but yeah. he definitely could not get it in. That's what's great about this event. There's so much stuff going on. I mean, the is yeah. just a lot. There is a lot of stuff going on. And everyone looks at the Hydra Man and the Nozzle Man, but, yep. but those other things in between you don't usually see, so... You know, and the driver, I'm being told by Artie, is that, you know, Eddie drives by himself. There's no one actually to help him switch it at the pump, so the driver does everything. Next through the lights, number 15. And that's another variation of the event, I guess. You'd run with the driver and a pump guy, or do you run with just the driver doing both? And then just different pumps. You'd look at different size pumps, changing pumps, uh, direct drive pumps. I mean, there's there's everything in, in that event that is different. All right, so uh, this event shaping up perfectly for the Lindenhurst Snails, who have 13 points. You know, as, as we keep going down the line, it, it's, it's not looking bad. Paul Washington with a two-point lead, whatever they can uh, salvage out of this, if they, if they can salvage it with the 705. Well, that's the other thing. They're hanging in space. second. They yeah. are, right, and that's the other thing to keep in mind here. So Manhasset in first, 704, even with that shutdown of the hydrant. 705, Paul Washington, 734, Westbury, 824, Levittown and a 927 by the Rinky Dinks. Oh, but the Rinky Dinks, that's off the board. They're going to get a rerun. So it's so, a, so West Hempstead's actually in there for one. <laughs> I just got a chance to talk to a few bandits uh, to ask if that's a recurring problem they're having, and they say no, it's, it almost never happens. So that was just a fluke, one of those accidents there for Farmingville. Termites coming over first place. What is that supposed to be last week? <laughs> we got a good hook up at the Hydrant, got about 159. Nozzle man sliding down, got water out, a little bit of a wash, but I got a high 6.8. Yeah. High 6s. Yeah, I got an 88. That's pretty when it works right, and uh, everything laid out well for that. for New Hyde Park. 6.72672. All right, so the first six of the day goes to the New Hyde Park termites, and that's going to eliminate West Hempstead from point contention for this contest. I had one six. Number 16. The Hicksville Hicks. 163 on the open, and then he just jumps. He just leaves his feet where most Nozzle men are going down and just dives and gets another maybe 12 feet. That much closer to the target and decent hit. Puts him in first place. Now a chance, chance too, for Hicksville to get right back into the mix of things here with the, with the misses. Uh. Hicksville is in sixth place for the day with nine points, seven points off of the lead. Currently by Port Washington, 16. So you're West Hempstead. You're hoping for everyone to score in the sixes right now to keep <laughs> yourself in in, in, uh, in contention. In contention, going into buckets. Uh, at best case, they would be they would be five behind Port Washington right now. That's if that's if no one else was to uh, point. But then you got to remember, Lindenhurst is only one behind. So if they if they throw a five pointer. Right. Then you fall behind them too. And so still got North Elmore in there that can actually throw some. Yeah, that missed by West Ham's that they're they're gonna have some work to do in buckets. And by the way, the snails are red hot right now. But like you said, Jack, can run bucket. West Hempstead needs one team to beat that 705 if they want to win the tournament. You're right, because right. they'd be down six. 
So West Hampton definitely playing that game right now, hoping a team will beat that 7-0-4. The Hicksville Hicks currently on the line. You take a look at their season in motor pump, uh, a lot of mid-sevens and a couple overtimes. Three sevens run so far today, 0-4, 0-5, 34, to go along with that 672 for the top four. All right, they're approaching the timing lights. Slow approach for the Hicksville Hicks. Then the Hydra oh. Man missed. He fell down. He's all right, but just kind of yeah. ran right into it. I had a 1-6 on the head fake. I had 166 on a bang-bang, yeah. but it yeah. didn't work out. A little Rusty Ward coming out for the Hicks. Overtime! Overtime! And that most likely will eliminate the Hicks from winning this, champ uh, this, this tournament here today, this championship. I'm getting ahead to next week. <laughs> next through the lights is number 17. The North Merrick Stump Jumpers. So, uh, Twan and, and Jack, actually, Lenny, on this practice in the tracks like Hempstead and Merrick, running pump and going to a Riverhead or uh, Lindenhurst. Yeah. Because more of a disadvantage for those teams that practice at Lindenhurst. I mean, because your water out is completely and utterly different at Riverhead and Lindenhurst than you are at Hempstead, and surprisingly, getting that water will surprise you would be especially being a nozzle man in those events yeah. at tracks like that you think that's a disadvantage uh, I think it, I think it depends on the experience on the back of your truck honestly I mean with us you know we had the benefit of having experienced guys in, right. in position so it really didn't impact us too much we knew to be ready for it you know we would say hey Lindenhurst this week be ready for it or you know Ridge this week be ready you know it's coming CI uh, but I don't know you know it depends on the experience level on the back of the truck unless you've got younger yeah. teams like we're looking at North Merrick now where North yeah. Merrick goes over to Riverhead or, or Lindenhurst and runs yeah. their water out is completely different yeah. especially the guy running that question mark and that, that that round turn you're getting thrown over the guardrail of Lindenhurst where you're getting nothing here yeah, yeah exactly yeah. I think I think it's a little more of a disadvantage to run to practice here and go there than vice versa but still I, I agree with Tuan if you have the experience and you, you race there and you know what you're doing Unless you're hosting the state. <laughs> the North Merrick Stump Jumpers coming down the track right now. They're through the timing lights. I got stick on at about 184. Still waiting for water to come out after a long pump. Still waiting for the target to go up. A big wash there. A lot of spray on that nozzle. It's going to be an overtime. Yeah, he's waving it too much too, guys. Everything looked great. Yeah. Water out there. Five, although only 596 water out, so that... Time for North America, 9.86986. Oh yeah, he started waving it way too much. It took a lot of time Next for water to come the out of the truck. Next number 18, the Oyster Bay Teddies Boys. I'm surprised you said 5.96, honey. That's when the water was out. It didn't even look that fast. Yeah, 1.96 on the handle and yeah. 5.96. So, I mean, that's yeah, four five seconds. seconds. Five seconds, yeah, four well, seconds. Well, four right, through right. the truck, so yep. that's... Crazy. You should be shaving a second off of that. Yeah. The, the positioning and everything, all the guys looked good, and then Nazman just waving it a little bit too much. Got to move it a little bit slower. Just come up from the bottom nice and slow, and you'll get it. Yeah. But, uh, of course, that's if you line up correctly left to right. That's that's the first step. Yep. Well, that's, a, yeah, that's a big, that's a good point with the, the pump nozzle. It, with that far of a target shot, any the, the slightest movement, you know, yeah. it magnifies the, you know, because it's such a far shot. You can't wave the nozzle at all. It's just a, it's supposed to be a real slight movement. It's way different nozzles shot than the other, than the other three events that you're running. I mean. Oyster Bay Teddy's voice come to the line, and they are a team that can run this contest. 625 
at the CI crossover drill earlier in uh, in, you know, late, in late June. They've had a couple of good shots, I think, this year, guys. Six, six, right? Six eighty one at the county in New High Park. Seven twenty nine at the uh, at, at New High Park the following week. So low sevens, high sixes, but the best shot, Lenny, was at six twenty five. Yeah, I mean that's, that's that's a real that's good a great, shot. That's a good number. That was at CI. At so a couple people might pick them in the survivor pool. I think they pick go. all the other teams early. See what they do here, right? Well, we put that on paper. They are through the timing lights. And we got a miss at the hydrant after a one sixty seven head fake miss at the hydrant, and still waiting on water to come through. Overtime. So an overtime for the Teddy's boys. An unfortunate miss by them where the window was wide open. So now we're getting into the point of the event where we have Merrick, Carl Place, <coughs> North Belmore, North Belmore and River. Lindenhurst. So four teams Next left to go. Next number 19, the Merrick Buckeyes. So North, North Belmore sneaks in behind Merrick to run. Interesting, right? Tell me about that. What do you think? I I run last. Yeah, I you know you have your choice. It's you come down, you get in your rerun, and then sneak it in between only two teams behind them, call place and Leonard. I mean, there's different, you know, and different theories. Just put your shot up, or as we said, you could kind of control a little bit in this event. And if they if they go last and play that game, do they have the option of running out of turn in buckets because of it? Because they would be first in buckets. Correct. Maybe that's part of what they're thinking, but they'd have the ability, have to, the ability to argue that. Right. Washington got the opportunity to run out of position and be hosed yep. from right, true. testing their equipment. So, you yep. so, Jay, you have no connection over there anymore, or they just don't put any credence in your coaching? What's the story? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have probably no more credence in my coaching. No, I have some connection. I, I, I wouldn't know. I have Brad with me. Maybe he can explain. Well, I got to break the guy's balls. <laughs> oh, like hey, two, oh. Like you see what I did fired. there? Come on, you didn't see what I did I'm there? I'm a reporter. I'm just asking questions. Oh, break balls. Yeah. Oh, man. Come on. Wow, you got to get up pretty early with Twan. Come on. That was good. That was good. Oh, yes, <laughs> that was one of my lame jokes, Twan. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were talking about that um, that combo drill that was run out, that uh, hybrid drill. Yeah. It was... It, let me tell you something. I think it's that's something that might be a, a future or something. It was actually a really good drill. Yeah, uh, getting old-fashioned and motorized together was uh, something that was uh, was interesting, and I thought it, I thought it ran well. I don't know if you guys watched any or saw any. I, I just I just kind of looked at the overall stats for the day. I thought it was very cool how like you know running ladder points went up against B ladder points, yeah, and you, you know. took three points as the max per drill. It was cool, very cool. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I agree, Juan, with the, yeah. the pointing system. Um, think it's open for review if that's our future. Uh, no disrespect well, to anybody. I hope that's not the future uh, of racing in general, but uh, interesting, it uh, seemed that a lot of people had fun with it, so that's good. We yeah. to- we're talking about North Belmore running next. Now they're backing down the track. <laughs> What's that all about? Maybe they have a radio on. <laughs> they finally listened to Jay after all these years. <laughs> Merrick Buckeye is coming down the track. They are through the timing lights. A little bit of a hiccup at the hydrant. Still waiting for the stick to get thrown. This is not going to be a shot to put him in the mix. We're still waiting for water to come out. Not sure what's still going on. Still can't get it into pump. Oh, yes. Overtime! Overtime! That's, that's two right. trucks, not in So we, we saw the Hydraman bounce off the coupling and then go high. And we saw him get it on, and then I don't think they could get it into pump. So Merrick with some work to do here in the motor pump contest. So let's give the rundown of the top five right now. we got the Termites with the 672. Next to the likes is number 20. The call place from Termite 672, Manhasset Lakeville 704, Port Washington 705. 
Westbury Turtles, 734. And then the Levittown Rebels, 824. Is the number to beat to get in the mix. You run a 702, you don't think you're going to be in there the, uh, with two teams, three teams remaining. You know, North Belmont didn't just back off the line, guys. They went all the way back. So, uh, again, I think they, they may have heard Jay, and I think they're going to maybe file in last. Hopefully it's not a mechanical issue, or it's a uh, strategic mechanical issue. Has that for a time? Yeah, right. Uh, Port Washington has a chance to lock up a first-place tie in the drill. If they end up getting three, and North Belmore and Lindenhurst don't take enough points... They could lock up the win, at least in a tie, at the worst-case scenario with West Hempstead. I'm standing uh, next to Danny Salerno. I don't want him to hear me. Letting out big sighs. He knows what's coming here. <laughs> Just what you said. Um, <laughs> he's, that, uh, he's sweating it out with, uh, you know, obviously Lindenhurst two teams away. So. Yeah. That number's beatable, so you got to sure. sweat that out. Well, and there's still buckets, obviously. I'm just saying they could lock it up in pump. I mean, it's... This is irrelevant. It's nice, to, lo it's nice to lock it up in, the yeah. in pump. They could lock up, at worst, first place tie. But like I said, they would need to take three, and they would need Lindy and North Belmore to not score enough points to put them in reach. Twan, I got a stat I want you to investigate. How many teams have locked up the state tournament in pump? Yeah, that's a good one. We could look back through the years and then figure that out. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but it's I happened. know Lindenhurst in '87. I can tell you that. Yeah, one that's true. Off the top of my head, that's true. I, it's funny. I was looking at that score sheet last night. Don't ask me why. Because you're our historian. <laughs> <laughs> Wolves in '03. I mean, we, there's a bunch of times. Sure, North Lindy did. I got I, I mean, Patchogue did. The Hobos in '14 had to have right. They had 31 points out there, right? So here you go, the Frogs through the timing light. We got water in a hose. I got about 205 on a stick. Oh, Miles Man better get in his spot. He does. Pretty nice uh, hose stream. Just won't hit the target. It's going to be an overtime, I think. Yeah, he was slow overtime for call plays. Overtime. He was slow and steady on the way up, but he missed it, and he caught it on the way down. He did overrun it by about a step, guys. Again, I'm standing here with... Uh, Another ex nozzleman Danny Salerno. We both took a step Next back. Next lights is number 21, the Lindenhurst snail. Not sure if he was going to be able to hang on to that nozzle right there. But, uh, you know, going back to that, that question you guys were talking about, about the state trail, who locked it up and pump, who locked it up two races early? Yeah. That would be the, the real interesting one, I think. Um, and, again, we used to run them in a different order, efficiency and pump and vice versa. But that's probably a great stat for... Uh, yeah, either Adam up. or yourself to, to, yeah. to no, look what, up. What year did that switch? That's a good question too. I think in, in eighty something, eighty-eight or eighty-nine, what I remember correctly. Uh, I started in eighty-nine, and we've run it this way since I started. So when did you start, Lenny? In the sixties. I started. <laughs> <laughs> My first year was eighty-two, and uh, yeah, we were running uh, pump before efficiency. So, yeah, we'll get back to you on that. Maybe for next week we'll, we'll pull that stat out. Yeah, you know, that's a good one to talk about. Twan, didn't yeah. it? 84 or 85, the Hornets were, uh, were, were locked in pump, wasn't it? I don't... I think so. I don't remember. I think pump won it for him, yeah. 2002, we had year. it in pump. But, listen, the story right now is the Lennon Hurst Snails, gentlemen. <laughs> They're on the line right now. they got 13 points. And they can run this contest. 626 at the Joe. Uh... 682 at the county, not so great. 653 Riverhead. 614 at the CI invite. Right now, 672 is first place.
they take some points here, they could take over the lead in the tournament. They have 13, so let's say they beat that 672, that gives them 18, and that'll give Port Washington, I think, 19. Gotta do the math here. This is one of those. Actually, no, it could be 18 18 if they beat that 672. We could have a tie between them and Port going into the final contest. So, Lindy, they don't need to blow the doors off this contest. 672 is the time they need to beat. Good mix of veterans and youth here. Here we go. We hooked up at the Hydrant. I got a 155 stick. Got water at it about 524. A little bit of a wash oh, at the target. I got a You're high six. six. I'm with you on the high close. six. I had an 80. Time for Lindenhurst. Six point nine zero six ninety. That's good enough for second place, though. That's going to move them to 17 points on the day. 150 Last open. Last the lights in this event for their rerun, the North Belmore Ricky Dane. Had a 150 open, 510 water out, so not so good through the truck, but... Uh, so as it stands right now, Port Washington's in fourth place with that 705, right? We have two sixes, the 04, and then the 05. So two points to Port's going to give them 18. And four points to Lindenhurst is going to give them 17. So we're looking at 18 Port Washington, 17 Lindenhurst, 14 West Hempstead. But this is all notwithstanding the North Belmore Rinky Dicks. They're on the line right now. They have 12 points on the day. North, North Belmore could Lindenhurst really throw a monkey wrench into this contest. For a tweener right now. Yeah, they are. You want North Belmore, though. I mean, they beat that 672, and uh, we got ourselves a tournament because that'll give them 17. And how, how big is that 704 with Manhasset? Yeah, tweener right there with the Port Washington Roadrunners bringing them down a point. And with the, with the shutdown of the truck. Right. I, I, I got to think that that, that might have been in the running for first place without, uh, you know, without the shutdown. Might have been a you know six 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 seven maybe. Right. But North Belmore's home track, so you know they can run it here. So... You said the trucks with the bigger pumps here do not fare well. You get water out. Uh, it takes a long time to fill the pump up. That's why a lot. If you look, a lot of Nassau teams run with a smaller pump because most of their mm -hmm. drills are run at Hempstead and. Yeah. What does North Belmore run with? I think yeah. it's. A, I think it's. Yeah. A, I actually, know what, I don't know. Since I've been there, it used to be a 250, but I don't know what they have in it now. Big shot for the North Belmore Ricky Dinks. Two decent events in a row. 821 B hose, 899 efficiency, giving them seven out of their 12 points on the day. The track is cleared. The North Belmore Ricky Dinks needing to beat a 672 to put themselves in the mix for the win for the day. They are crumbing down the track. They are through the timing lights. We got water in the truck. Got about 160 on the stick. We got water out. Ooh, and a decent target hit. What do you got? I got a 41. You had 641? 740. Oh, 740, I was going to say. <laughs> I had a low 7, guys. Okay. 531 water out. There's a play with that 04 or the 05. For North Belmore. 6.93693. That is the tweener. That's good enough for third place. That's right. So now the snail 690 <laughs> becomes a tweener with some of the other teams. Wow. So Tightens so everything so up. So, yeah, we're going to have a good little bucket contest here right now. New High Park. They're going to get five. The Snails are going to get four, and they're going to go to 17. Three points for the Rinky Dinks is going to give them 15. After the 693, it's uh, that 04 by Manhasset getting two, the, and the Roadrunners with the 705 are going to get one. So it's going to shape up to be uh, very yeah, interesting. So very close. 
All right. So, according to my score sheet, yeah, it looks like we got yeah. So I have 17 for Lindenhurst and 17 for Port Washington and a tie for first. Going into buckets, West uh, then North Belmore is in third with 15. West Hempstead 14. Farmingville 11 and a half. Hicksville with nine. So we're gonna have 17, 17, 15, 14, 11 and a half. Going into the final contest, Farmingville out uh, of the mix in terms of winning the drill. But when we get back, we're going to have four teams that can win the tr the drill here today. And again, they Move are the Fort Washington and Lindenhurst in a tie with 17. North Belmont with 15. Of the motor pump West Hempstead with 14. For First place, for five points. Number 15, New Hyde Park. Second place, four points. Number 21, Lindenhurst. Third place, three points. Number one, North Belmore. Fourth place, two points. Number 11, Manhasset Lakeville. They take the third place trophy. Fifth place, one point. Number 12, Port Washington. They will take the fourth place trophy. Westbury will receive fifth place trophy. I hate those. <laughs> All right, so ladies and gents, Port Washington 50 50 is looking to defend their, their crown from this tournament. Last year they won it with 28 and a half points. The Lindenhurst Snails are looking to win winner. their first major motorized, and, well, that's something we can look in the, uh, in the commercial Blue break. Ticket. West Hempstead has a chance to win. North Belmore has a chance three, to win. we got a lot going four, on. Six, Live on top one, of the arch. We'll be two, back for the exciting conclusion nine, of this drill today. Eight, right three, four, six, one, two... Nine. The lucky winner can come down to the bottom of the arch on the west side of the track. Eight three four six one two nine. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State drill teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. 2018 Fire Rescue EMS Mega Show takes place February 17th and 18th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. Check out the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear, thermal cameras, apparatus, and more. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the New York State Drill Team family as the exclusive Motorola deal for New York State Drill Teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire department as well as David Clark headsets and sound off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. The groundbreaking FDNY Electronic Accountability System is now available to departments nationwide from Systems Definition Incorporated or your local Motorola dealer. SDI is the well-known software application developer for FDNY and is the company behind its game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York fire departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members at your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State Volunteer Department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com. The Titan Group is your trusted name in the customizing industry. As a one-stop shop for all your racing team needs, we spent another off-season fine-tuning our skills and equipment to bring you limitless possibilities. As always, we offer all our in-house services, including screen printing, embroidery, sublimation, and graphic design. Take advantage of our team ordering website system. Choose your products and logos, and we'll do the rest. Members pay online, and their orders separated and delivered. Need to see samples? Browse our vendor catalogs on our website, www.titangroupapparel.com. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to see what every team is wearing this season. Or visit s4apparel.itemorder.com to buy a Titan Racing shirt. Call Call us at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Seskine or Devin Robinson on the track. All eight, all day. Gear up, get on the Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Nobody knows Myrtle Beach golf packages like Myrtle Beach Golf Desk. Come experience the simple, easy, no-nonsense approach to your next Myrtle Beach golf vacation. Since 1991, Myrtle Beach Golf Desk has been saving you time and money on top-notch golf vacations. For small groups or large fire department events, start with Myrtle Beach to ensure that every aspect of your trip is perfect. Proud to be returning as a New York State Drill Team sponsor. Visit www.golfdesk.com for more information. 
Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and, of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are back live on top of the arch. The 20th annual North Belmore Invitational Drill 2017. And, man, oh, man, do we have some storylines going on for you right now. Here's the point total. Give it to us, Twan. This is exciting. We have the poor Washington Roadrunners coming into buckets with 17 points. They're looking to defend their win from last year's North Belmore invite. We have the Lindenhurst Snails tied for first with the Port Washington Roadrunners. Lindenhurst looking to win their first major motorized drill since the 1988 Lindenhurst invite. 29 years. Wow. So that's a storyline going on right now. Now, I know we keep talking about Sea Ladder, and Lindenhurst, I apologize for this, but had they gotten their time <laughs> in Sea Ladder, the tournament would be mathematically over. The worst they could do is tie for first. They ran a 903 with a failed to grasp and hold, for those of you just tuning in. Nonetheless, 17 to 17, Lindenhurst going for their first win since 1988. Now we got the North Belmore Rinky Dinks in third with 15 points. They're going for their first major motorized win since the 2003 Hicksville tournament on Labor Day. By the way, the hosts here today, so they have a big crowd. And that's that, that was with Chris Caraccio and the boys running ladders uh, really well back then. The Bowen brothers, you know, so that was a good team from North Belmore in the early 2000s. And you have the West Hempstead Westerners with 14, one of the uh, you know perennial favorites year in and year out over the past five, six years with 14 points. Those are the teams going for the, uh, for the top spots here today. Now, Twan, we have a little bit of another delay. We have a second delay now before we get into buckets. Uh, the first one, Jackie, I think you were looking at it as well. The, the team captains had a meeting, I guess, with the uh, chief judge, I'm imagining. There is a new patch here yeah. at the Four Towns track. It's a little bit of a belly in it, so they're getting a puddle down there. I think they've decided they're just going to broom it or roll it in between runs. Uh, does that sound right? Yeah, a little bit of a puddle formed by the sponge. Sorry, Jack, go ahead. Uh, no, it uh, reminds me of the old uh, Freeport track. <laughs> you got to run through about six puddles to get on the ladder. Right. So, so I think that's the minor problem, guys. Now, just as we've come back on the air, we see them uh, having some problems with the connection, I guess, oh to the trough. Uh, way too many hands down there to me. Yeah. What do you think? Looks good now, Len. It looks like they're, they're telling them to fire up the hydrant right now. All right, Artie's trackside. He's giving us a... Just make an announcement. No protest. Would they need an adapter, Artie, or what was the issue? Yeah, I think they needed like a... Like a male-female adapter, uh, so it's it actually the gate's like almost like a little bit further off the trough than usual. It looks like. Is that a track trough or is that a county trough? Do we know? Like why why would there be a, an issue on that? I don't know. Nassau County trough is what it is. 
Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Suffolk man wow. in the house. A lot of shots fired wow. from the Suffolk boys. I guess today. he figured oh. everybody bought their shirts already, Jack. <laughs> that nobody from Nassau is going to order nothing now. That's for sure. Um, and I guess the, the meeting down below is about the patch here, right? Yeah, we right. were talking a little bit about that. How it's puddling up for the uh, for the, for yeah, the well lifter, the sponge, whatever you guys want to call it. It's actually even a little uh-huh. lip from where the patch meets the existing yeah. track, right where the sponge. Eh, it's really more going to affect the guys coming in, but I, it's not going to affect you. It's yeah. not going to affect the contest. What are we talking about? An eighth inch, sixteenth nah, of an it's inch? About, it's about a half to an inch. Okay. Half it's to an inch drop. They don't want the protests being thrown out there. Once everyone's told about it in the beginning, then it is what it is, you know? Blue skies finally but here in, uh, in America. Blue. Blue skies, blue, blue shirts skies. for the rinky dinks. I don't know. A couple of we'll patches what happens. of blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, we haven't seen that all day. I'm curious to see buckets, though, guys. I'm excited for it right now. We got some pressure buckets. It, it, it is what it is. Look, look to your pressure right. Buckets. Look to your, those are buckets right there. Those are buckets. Is that what those are? <laughs> those are buckets. <laughs> Tuan, being a dumper, this was probably one of your favorite races, I would imagine. Of course, yeah. And of course, you're closing everything out, hopefully. You know, it's what we used to call it the bread events so of the tournament sandwich. You know, your three-man ladder and your buckets. Uh, you know, that the bread event. For that nice. metaphor, Ooh, there you go. What was efficiency? The lettuce? Uh, that was lettuce. <laughs> Ralph Braille was bologna, turkey, salami, all the <laughs> middle events. You know what I mean? But, but listen, it, it's going to be good, too, because North Belmore is going first. And we're going to have a show here because the snails are going last. No matter what's going on in this contest, they're going last. And all they're going to have to do is beat the first place time. I mean, for the easiest mathematical purposes on our end. <laughs> to win the drill. What do you got, Art? What's uh? <laughs> what's the meat and potatoes? Where are you going with no, this? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Rough night. Hey, Tuan, what's the height? Of, what's the height of uh, your arch at Nin- Hempstead? Nineteen ten. So here, so we're twenty feet three inches here. So a little bit higher than what you're gonna have next week. Yeah, Hempstead is actually one of the lower arches, I believe. Yeah, Hempstead, Hager- bucket course. Hagerman, and Hempstead and Hagerman, two of the tracks that have seen the most nineteens. So who knows if that has something to do with it or not, you know. Uh, L- Lindenhurst right. is low too, right? Yeah, Lindenhurst is very low, almost yeah. almost too low. I always remember throwing the first bucket down. You've you got to be careful that it hit the top rung of the ladder. Like What's that, you'd you feel lower than that. So. Do you have track record here, fellas? Anybody have it handy? Yeah, it is a, uh, I believe it's a 1996 by the okay. New Hyde Park Termites back in 1993. That is true. A bunch of 20, wow. uh, 20 there's a lot of 20, like, 09s, 20, 08s. There's several in there. If it's seen a track record at buckets, hold up for that I long. know, I, I mean, know. not a lot changes, yeah. you know, in the bucket brigade. Although, Although I'm some will say the barrel the has what, a lot. What's going on with that? I mean, how, how I've heard no one has filled it in 11 yet this year. How is that possible from one little change to the barrel? What am I missing? You're the dumper you're here I in the group. I, I, I think well, you, I mean, were, you, were, well, you were cheating, I think, Twan. Well, yeah, I know. Are you, are you <laughs> taking, <laughs> a, you taking away our 19? Is, is that what's going on? Competition. The New York State record is 19.68 and is currently held by Central Islip. <clears throat> All right, North Belmont, the first All team to teams, go. The handle goes towards the arch. The handle goes towards the arch. They are down by two, so they're going to need to first beat team through the Port lights. Washington's time team and Team number Lindenhurst one, time. your host for today's 20th annual drill, the North Belmont Rinky Dinks. And the crowd goes wild for the Rinky Dinks, the home crowd here today, home team. Let's see what they do here. All right, they are off and gone. Lenny, want to take the play? I'll you do the first view. bucket. I'll okay. give you the play-by-play. Okay. It's clean set. First one's picked. Coming up the ladder. First one in the barrel. First one's in at 990. He's smooth up top. Yeah, we got a drop. 
some water spillage too going up. Nine is in. Now ten. we got ten. Yep. End of twelve. End of twelve puts the light out. Artie, why don't you take play-by-play play for the drill? Because you got it. Yeah, you got the better vantage point, I think. Yeah. I'll do splits and stuff. I know. Time for North Belmore. Two four point four seven. Twenty four. 47. Twan, it looked like the dumper hurt his right wrist. You can see him favoring it right now. I saw him that's shaking uh, it. That's right actually Joey Corcoran. He's got the two Levittown Rebels. He's got two fingers on his right hand. Taped together. That, yeah, that he needs surgery and is putting it off so he can race right now. Um, September surgery. Yeah. He's been a little banged up and he's, you know, obviously. He's taking it for the team right now. Yeah, there. stepping up for the team, so. You know, 24-47 with a drop. Not a horrible shot right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I think it's going to get points. Out. I'm going to yeah. go out on a limb and say that's getting at least one point. They are actually sweeping. I've never seen sweeping in buckets. But we've uh, they are sweeping under the arch and rolling. for buckets. Well, now, we, again, we have the added water of them dumping the barrel, which is unfortunately looks like it's rolling. The water's rolling back toward the front of the arch. So, But the teams are all aware of it, which was the, the right thing to do. Uh, so 24-47 we had there? Yeah. All right, so that starts off. Yep, so, you know, 20-61 by Bayshore, won it last year. Levittown Rebels coming down the track now. Go ahead, Art. Yep. Dumper is on. A little bit of a log jam at the bottom of the ladder. Bottom man just getting to his spot, picking the bucket. Coming up the ladder now. Yeah, middleman's on the wrong step. Now he's got to correct himself. 14-49 first dump. Yeah, th this is a lot of... A lot of effort going in here to pass these buckets. Work. Jackie, great right, A little too much like work. Bottom man's <laughs> really reaching. I almost think the bottom man should be up a half a step. I think I agree with you. Prevailing wage for this bucket. Yeah. But when these buckets go this slow, folks, they, they don't feel like five gallons. They feel like ten. Yeah, that's actually is harder. Good effort, though. Hold it up. Levittown stuck with it. They, they didn't give up on it. Time for Levittown, 41.80, So 41.80, no overtime. 35, usually the overtime number for buckets. That's a lot of pumping buckets for a 41.80. Got the workout, the bicep, buys and tries Next workout team right the there. Lights, number seven, the Albertson Slowpokes. Albertson Slowpokes coming to the line. Got to give them credit. They've been at several drills this year already, yeah, yep. running ground events. Old-fashioned team coming out to motorized drills, running the ground events, combined with Williston Park. Their day today, 11.68, three-man ladder, 19.57 in efficiency. It does show a lot of team spirit, guys, and, and the willingness to want to get better and do better and stick together. Uh, not an easy thing to only run a couple of races in a drill. It's a lot of sitting around, right? Yeah. It is what they they look like they have a lot of manpower. They uh they stay together. I mean we, we saw in Denton Avenue they were they were practicing buckets, you know, in between C ladder and B and uh, just going <laughs> and dry. Going just dry. dry yeah. so. And on top of it all they have Roslyn Highlander shirts on, you know, we're all Highlanders so they you know, they get it doing the right thing there for Roslyn. But I like what yeah. you said, Jack. The fact that they're running dry buckets, you know, waiting to get their turn to run real buckets on, on the main arch, but Hey, if we're only running three races or whatever it is, we're going to get good at them. And, and that's a great uh, great effort, great spirit. Yeah, a lot of team. I know a lot of guys have stepped up around the county helping them out. They are off. 
Thumper is on. I like his approach and his aggressiveness up yeah, the ladder. He attacked it. Middleman has a little struggle getting to his spot. Now the first pail's coming up in the barrel. Doing the lock. He's actually changing out of the lock. Oh. Top man was locked in on the second bucket, decided to that's change out of the lock. a little nerve-wracking. Not crazy about that. 12.87 first dump. And the one thing I see the dumper throwing down every bucket. Oh, there we go. Finally kept going up. I think it was the ninth Marty, bucket. Marty, if you look, the bottom guy and the middle guy grabbing the same part of the hand. Oh, now yeah. The guy's going to the middle. A uh, I would bit. really. They need to clean that up a little bit on the ladder. Who's grabbing where? And yeah. How they're twisting them. Yep. I, uh, it's almost like they're confused Time on where Robinson. they should be grabbing. Yeah. Three, four point seven two, thirty-four, seventy-two. You know, I, I do see they have the middle of the handles taped. Next to the lights is number eight, the Westbury Turtle. Which the reason for that, uh, at least to my knowledge, is uh, when when you grab your half, that that center line tells me where my half of the handle is if I'm above you. So everybody's entitled to half a handle as they're going up the uh, ladder. But that was the way we ran it. Yeah, so, I mean, they do have the buckets taped correctly. They may want to re-examine their style a little bit there, Twan, right? I mean, you're entitled to half the handle, but don't right. be grabbing where the other guy already had. Right. right. Just you're more efficient when you see where your half is and you know where it's going to be every time, and then you can really move with it. It's practice. It's reps. It's an Billy important part of the contest. So Billy Cornell asking for a little extra sweep in here from Andrew Brome. Andrew Brome giving it to him. <laughs> Billy Cornell doing a good job on the radio today. One of the new voices up top. Now he's running Sponge Guy in buckets. Oh, and, and Kenny Gass making his first appearance here. Now in the middle instead of dumping. Oh, look at that. Billy Cornell with mad skills, folks. He can do Billy it. Billy is set. He's got it. Kenny did a little bit of a log jam up on the ladder. Taking a while. And the, the bottom man is down two steps, I think. Now he gets to his spot. 15-0-3 on the first one. Again, a lot of spillage between the top man and, and Kenny there. I don't know who's on top of the ladder. Wrath, is that? Yeah, it looks like Wrath. Looks like Billy's dumping a little too much water over his head because it's washed some of the Hold hair up. off. It's washed the hair off the top, guys. <laughs> he better not do that. <laughs> wow, that is some comb over he really does have, isn't it? Time for Westbury. 33.75. 33.75. Welcome to the club, Bill. <laughs> Jackie, why don't you go run with the Westerners? You're next. <laughs> now, now, wait. No, now, thanks. Didn't Billy said if you take a shower, you're out as a party champ? Like, you can't win? That's he, it. he looks like he just showered. No champion fan today. The Port Washington <laughs> Roadrunners. Cool. Here's our first of two. Here we go. They have 17 points on the day. Port Washington looking for the win at this drill for the second year in a row. Looking back at this season, 22-28 last week in Hempstead. That's their fastest of the year. Other than that, a 24-61, 26-63, 27-56. So Bucket's not really where they need it to be week in, week out. However, the potential is there after that 22.2 last week in Hempstead. Okay, they have run with about three different or four different bucket teams this season. They were trying a lot of different guys out. They've now gone back to their group from last year. So this is how they finished up last year with Robbie Lewis dumping Kyle yep. at the top. But, again, they, they tried a lot of different combinations throughout the season this year. Hey, time to throw up a shot. If they beat, get beat, they get beat, but throw up your shot. Yep. 24-47 was what the Rinky Dinks ran, so the Rinky Dinks will be watching this shot closely because if Port Washington beats the Rinky Dinks, the Rinky Dinks cannot win this tournament. Here they come. Robbie Lewis makes his approach. He is on. Kyle is on. Donald Swole. Oh, Chris Cuomo s slips. 
Now the first pail's coming up. 11-28. Throwing a little bit of water out Ky the back yeah, here. Kyle missing a little out the back. Yeah, Robbie, a little kind of clean pass coming up. And oh! just 12, just like, you know, it's that. It's a pretty good comeback. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nice pace once they got going. Chris Cuomo, just a little hiccup getting in, you know, cost him about two seconds. Time for Port Washington. 2-3.68. 23-68. Okay, that eliminates North Belmore from the win in the overall day so because that beats them. 23-68. Next through the lights is number 13, the West Hempstead Westerner. What, what was the dump there, Lenny? Uh... 11.28 I had. So 11.28. So a 23. That's a, if they don't slip, they're running a 21 there, guys. Yeah. yeah the they're running a 21.7, 21.8 there. It's a real real good pace. So, right. e you know, that's still a nice number with what the, an 11.7 first bucket. All right. West Hempstead's on the line now. No doubt about it, Audie, though. Port Washington will keep an eye on them for buckets next week. But you're right. Take away that drop. We got a heavy number. The Westerners on the line now. They're down three. So that so they're going to need they need to win and then get some tweeners. Correct. Some help. Yeah. Their times the best time of the year twenty two seventy nine. Yeah, surprisingly, right. Twenty three oh two twenty three ninety one couple twenty fours in there, but the twenty two seventy nine best of the year. So Ralphie Nichols. They got ready to go. They can run a twenty one. Nice clean start. Ralphie Jr. makes his approach. He's on and gone. Nice pick on the bottom. Pat Cloudman makes on the bottom of the ladder. 9.39. This is a pretty shot. Six is in. Nice pass coming up. How does this not fill an 11? Hold it up! I tell you, that's Did the it best kill. Uh, as he turned 12. Okay. As he turned 12. That's Real low 22 I got. Time for West Hempstead! Two one there you go. point four Whoa. five. Wow. Whoa. 21, that's forty five. That must have went on. Yeah, so that one definitely did. Had to. I think so. You know, it looked like as he was turning twelve. Next so. to the lights is number fourteen. The Farmingville Bandits. Juan called it. How did it not go on eleven? And apparently it did because I'm a second over in it. Very clean pass. Nine three first pal, you said? I had 39. Okay. But Twana at the top, I mean, he doesn't waste any motion. No, he's... His, his, his just uh, dumping, he goes right to the barrel, folks, and he doesn't come up too high or whatever. He just, just comes perfect. Uh, really, textbook dumping right there. You, you know, it's funny because I, I stand up there a lot with you guys and watch. The way he dumps, too, he, he's got that front leg really straight, kind of angled out, where a lot of guys you see set up more like a crouch position. He gets that front leg kind of straight out. It works well. So here comes Farmyville. Yeah, 11 and a half points on the day. Farmyville can't win it overall, but they can get in the mix for the top five. First one is picked, coming up the ladder. This looks pretty good for First them. one is in. 10-16. I like the pass. They can fill it in 12. Needed 13. Needed 13. The pass looked good. They must have some light buckets. They... They've struggled with buckets over the years, guys. Yeah. That was maybe one Time of the best Time for Farmingville. 2-4.73. 24-73. What that does, that takes four seconds off their fastest time of the year. So congrats to the yeah. bandits for putting up a good shot when you needed to. That 24-73 right now, though, is fourth place and only two points. You know, Twan, though, it, it next through the lights is number but 15. The New Hyde Park 
Termites! We've seen them make some progress in different races this year, get into the top five. They know buckets they've struggled with perennially. Yeah. And uh, they, you can see they're working on it. And just what you said, what, they take three, four seconds off? Yeah, their four. time of the year, so... Yep. Uh, hats off to, to Farmingville working on uh, where they got to get stronger. So here's how it stands right now. Paul Washington is going to get is getting four if nothing else changes. That'll bring them to 21. West Hempstead's going to go to 19 if they hold on for first. So they need West Hempstead needs two tweeners between the 21.45 and the 23.68. Remember, Lindenhurst still has a chance to win it all too. They run last. Comes New Eye Park slips coming off yeah. the line. Dumper slipped. You're yeah. right. He is up and didn't really affect him. Back now the man. top man slips. Devin just getting into position. Pull, picks the bucket. Then he, dry, he had to get rid of that one because the guys were not set yet. Pass come. Now they have another drop. Yeah, 13.72. Coming off the in. five points in motor pump. This is not the finish they wanted. They're out of buckets. He's got to put this out. I don't think they're going to. And there's no overtime here. There's, there's a lot of things not positive going on in this run. Now it's the lights out. Hold up! It's like once that middleman slipped, it all just went down. Time for New Hyde Park, 37.18, 37.18. What did Hicksville run last week? Do we know, guys? Uh, 25.34, that's the third fastest shot they had this year. Their best is a 23.78 at the county in July. If I'm not mistaken, I think that 25-34 last week, they might have had a drop in there. Maybe. I think I, I remember listening. It didn't score. I don't remember if they dropped or not. I think it was either a slip or maybe a drop involved. I, I'm almost positive with the 25. So, As it is right now, Hicksville has nine points on the day, so they have some work to do if they want to come down the track. Yeah, they, they got those nine out of the first two events. They're going to have to gain. I mean, Farmingville is going up to 13 and a half, so they need at least four and a half points. And that means they're going to have to beat the second place number right now, which is a 23.68. So if they don't beat that 23.68, Hicksville Hicks not coming down the track. What are those? So you got North Belmore's with a 24. What, what's the, the scoreboard's not correct down here because they got Albertson with like a 24.72 in in fourth. No, that it's 34.72 is what they ran. So here comes Hicksville. Doug Chiz makes his approach. He is on and gone. Oh, the bottom end struggles a little bit. Bucket's coming up now. Recovered nicely. 994, first so, bucket. All right, they are in the barrel. He's putting them in. Good pace. Nice. It's a fast pace, no doubt about that. Bucket carries barely haven't, can oh. barely get there. Oh. Now they they had bucket carriers yep. jump out of line. Are one, they running short? One bucket. I don't think so. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, they are not running short. They did not have a, a bucket there for that 12th bucket. Time for Hicksville. 23.69. All right, Artie. There was a delay. It definitely hurt. So that's the 23.68 of Port, right? Yes, that's third place. Wow. So 69. And the delay. I mean, they, they lost. You know, listen, Port had a. Merrick stump jumper. Port had a slip. And then they had a delay. They lost a second off their time. Easy second off that time. Right, a second, and the, and the bottom man had a little trouble getting on the ladder also. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at a, a 22-0 maybe, you know, on, on a real clean one. So that that number gives gives the Hicks three points. It's a 21-45, 23-68, 23-69, 24-47, North Belmore. 
Yep. And then what's fifth? Because it's uh, I can't, it's not it's twenty four seventy three Farmingville. Twenty four seventy three Farmingville. If the scoreboard crews listen. Twenty four seventy three Farmingville is fifth. So th- so the Farmingville and the Hicksville Hicks are going to be battling for that fifth place spot. And here comes North Merrick. Dumper is up. Again, the middleman having some trouble. He's just getting set. Bottom man was holding the bucket, waiting. First one goes in the barrel. 13-26. Top man's getting a little bit behind. Now he's catching up. It's a pretty good rhythm for Dumper. Not the cleanest. Drop. Hold it up. So Time so for North America. 3-0.55. 30-55. So the Hicksville Hicks and the Farmingville Bandits are going to be battling it out for, for fifth or sixth. Right now, Farmingville is going to end the day with 12 and a half points if all were to stay the same, and Hicksville would go to 12. The Oyster Bay Teddies Boy. However, here's the window. Hicksville 2369, Farmingville 2473. If you get a team coming in between those two, then Hicksville is going to gain a point and end up fifth for the day, and Farmingville will be out. Look at Daryl out there, already stretching out. Look, he's twisting. I think I, ju- I think he just hurt himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about Rescue that? to the track. Yeah. Rescue to the starting line. <laughs> I think he was off the truck and pumped. Look at too. this guy, first man on the bucket line. He knows we're talking about him right Another now. Another man with man he, he knows. We, I can't even look at him. He's laughing. He's got to focus. I he got to worry about focus. us. He's, he's first focus. bucket guy here. He's got to. <laughs> Jackie's not helping either. <laughs> He's got to fill that panel. Come there. on, Jack. <laughs> give, him, give him a chance. And in case you're wondering about the snails, well, I'll wait till after Oyster Bay is done, and I'll tell you what they need to do. Here they come. Oh, top man got a little bit held up, and now they're just getting set right now. They were on the wrong step. Now they got a nice pace going. 12:31, first one in the barrel. Very nice pace. I mean, that's Oyster Bay pace in the 90s. I like it. Juan, what do you think? The dumpers do a decent job here. Yeah, not, not bad. Really oh, no. Tried to pound them a little bit. Man. Let them flow out, man. Got to let them flow out. Let's see what this number. What was the dump lane? 13? 1231. Time for Oyster Bay. 25.75. Out of it. 25.75. Number to get in the mix is 24.73. So that's a 25.75 with that 12 dump. So let's just... Let's That's just make it a 10 flat dump. Number 19, the Merrick and your Buckeyes. 23 flat. Yeah, once they got going, they... Uh, they I, th- I thought their pass was great. I really do. Did anyone have a number on the first bucket in the trough? Daryl. No, I didn't. I'm sitting there trying to do the math for the overall. I almost so had I it. Have a watch for I that. almost yeah. had it, but he disappeared behind the trough when he went in. <laughs> Guys, the Lindenhurst Snails are going to have to beat that 23-68 if they want to win this this drill today. So they're going to, and that that is unless someone else beats Port Washington. But as it is right now, that's the number for the Snails you to know, beat. To Ar- win. Artie, when you make that comment, you know I know he's uh, Billy's little buddy up here. Billy looking like the skipper with that <laughs> hat on. <laughs> Look, the skipper in uh, Gilligan's Island. He's perfect, little Gilligan. So here comes Merrick. Three teams left to go. Merrick Carl plays Lindenhurst. Oh, Tournament's man. hanging in the balance. Real held up on the ladder. Bottom man, not even using rungs. He's holding from the outside beam. He First climbed up with the holding the beams. Top man really throwing those buckets up. First one in, 12:33. Again, 
again. These guys are all looking up on every bucket. Yeah, everyone's looking up. You want to keep your eyes down. You don't want water in your eyes. Yeah, a lot of smiling going on. Merrick having a fun time with the Bucker Brigade here. I just want to reach out and tell this dumper to lean back a little bit. <laughs> Hold <laughs> up! Making me a little nervous. Grab him by the belt loop. <laughs> <laughs> time for Merrick. 4-1.18. 41-18. Next through the lights is number 20. The call plays Frogs. So right now, West Hempstead 21-45. That's first place. Port Washington in second with a 23-68. Rinky Dinks third, 24-47. Excuse me, Hicksville third, 23-69. Rinky Dinks 24-47. Farmingville 24-73. The Roadrunners are going. Uh, they're they're going to go to 21 points for the win. But the snails have yet to run, and that's going to be the story after the Carl plays Frogs. The Lindenhurst snails are going to come to the line, looking to win their first drill since the 1988 Lindenhurst invite, and they're going to need to beat a 23-68 to do it. Bring on the drama. Hey, just a little, the, that tie back in efficiency from Oyster Bay and Farmingville. Instead of flipping for the trophy, they decide to roll out their pump shots to see who got the better pump shot would get the trophy. They both got overtime, so now they rolled it into buckets. Farmingville beat them in buckets, so they're going to okay. get that efficiency trophy. That's what Gilligan said? Yeah. Here comes Carl Place. Oh, top man. The dumper slips. Now we got the log jam on the ladder. Last guy just getting on. Now they're getting their set. First bucket is in the barrel. 14.55. Get some drops. Look at this dumper bending, guys. Gets all the way down. I like it. All legs. Hold it up! End of 12. Puts the light out. All right. Time for call place. 30.28. 30-28. So here we go. The Lindenhurst Snails are the on the line. Final team to race today. Number 21 on your program. The Lindenhurst That's Snails. Looking for their first win since the 1988 Lindenhurst Invite. They yeah. need to beat a 23-68. If they beat that time, tournament over, they'll win. They'll go to 21 points and it'll move Port down to 20. Their times this year, they run a 22-74 at the Suffolk County Drill back on July 8th. 23-32. Those are their two best, and it's a bunch of 25s. The Snails are going to have to run one of their best shots of the season in order to bring home a victory. If they don't do it, then the Roadrunners are going to be back-to-back champs at the North Belmore Invite. So Twan has set the table for you folks watching and listening at home, as well as those that are here listening in. And it's all up to Lindenhurst right now. Lindenhurst so last year... Port Washington got their first win here in almost 30 years, or, or, or over 30 years. Lindenhurst looking to almost do the same here. Yep. That number one more time, Twan, 23, what are they going to be? They have to be the 23-68. Okay, showtime. So here they come. Ryan Kinley makes the approach. It is a clean set. 9.53. Middleman was up a half a step. He had to come down. They dropped. Oh, drop. And now a leg. 
No way. No. End of oh! 13. Yeah. A no L- little bit at the back up top up here, too. but I don't even think they're going to be in the money. No. 24-73, the number to get in the mix. I don't see it. Time for Lindenhurst. 26.87. 26.87. So that's going to lock it up. The Roadrunners are going to win this drill. Uh, actually, now the Westerners move into second place overall, and the Rinky Dinks are going to tie for third with the Snails with 17 points apiece. And the Bandits are going to pull out a half a point lead over the Hicks so come down the track. So just, just give us the top five again, Tom. Okay, so overall we're going to have the Roadrunners with 21. They're going to get four. The Westerners are going to get five. They're going to go to 19. Uh, there's going to be a tie for, th- for third between the Rinky Dinks and the Snails. They're both going to end up with 17. And so then a tie for third means there's no fourth. So fifth place looks like the Bandits with 12 and a half. The Hicksville Hicks with 12 points will not be coming down the track. So Farmingville sporting another top five. Hadn't done it in many moons. Now they did it a couple times this year. And uh, Lindenhurst, a little frustrated there. And I, I, we're not going to go back to sea ladder again, Twan. But <laughs> you've uh, That's laid the it out there. Yeah, they yeah. had their opportunities today. And yeah. We'll leave it at that. And Lindenhurst couldn't seal the deal. And Port Washington, congratulations, back to back. Another another one right down to the wire, guys, with uh, four four teams that could have won in buckets. Makes it great for those. Move the equipment! All right. Come on, Chris. He's doing a lot of... A lot of math as you guys are. <laughs> yeah, you know it's it's <laughs> it's tougher to do it when you got a broadcaster. No doubt about that. Well, that's okay. You know what I mean? But we're good. Yeah, it's going to be uh, Port Washington. Congratulations, uh, winning the drill for the second year in a row. Twenty-one points. West Hempstead coming back at the end there after a miss in efficiency and motor pump, grabbing five points with a twenty-one forty-five. What's a bucket time of the year? That's got to be right there with it. I mean, I know Buckets yeah, hasn't was, been so was, uh, great. Twenty-one forty-five is nice. It's right? got to be in the ball. I don't think there were any twenties running. It's got to be in the ballpark. Yeah, you'd have to check that out. I think Bayshore ran a twenty-one-two two, this I think, year. Yeah, yeah. it's twenty-one-two. Okay. Results of the bucket competition: first place, five points, number thirteen, West Hempstead. Second place, four points, number twelve, Port Washington. Third place, three points, number 16, Hicksville. Fourth place, two points, number one, North Belmore. Fifth place, one point, number 14, Farmingville. Oyster Bay will receive the fifth place trophy. Farmingville will get the fourth place. So just in those uh, those winners of the bucket race, I think uh, you had the four Nassau teams right at the top there. I think they all have a real shot at the... Uh, the state drill this year. Those are probably your powerhouses in Nassau this year. West Hampstead, Port, Hicksville, North Belmont. <laughs> Comparing some notes up here, Artie. Everybody's checking out Everyone the scores. Chris <laughs> just, we're making sure the official score sheet is correct before we announce our top five for the day. But what a, what a warm-up, ladies and gents. We'll be out next week. State drill time. State week has begun. As soon as that last bucket's dropped today... Let's get the official word first. We'll talk a little bit about that. Total points for today. In fifth place, with 12 and one-half points, 
The Farmingville Bandits. That half a point that we thought was a monkey wrench. Tied for third, each with 17 points. The North Belmore Rinky Dinks and the Lindenhurst Snails. In second place, with 19 points, the West Hempstead Westerners. And in first place, with 21 points, and the 20th Annual North Belmore Rinky Dinks Invitational, the Port Washington Roadrunners! Congratulations to all, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming out. We'll see you next week, 9 a.m., the state drill at the Hempstead Track. Good luck to all teams. So came right down to the end. A good tournament here. Uh, I got a little excited there. I was kind of <laughs> wondering if the snails would pull it out. You know, that was a fun, fun thing to watch at the end. But at last, it was the Roadrunners to go back-to-back -back at the North Belmore Invite. You guys ready for the state drill? Ready to do this next week or what? Can't wait. Absolutely. Famous words of Bart Scott, can't wait. Can't wait. Ready's ready. Ready's <laughs> ready. How long have you been holding that in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of it, actually. Thinking ahead, though. But we all get excited, right? Twana, one week to go. I mean, of course, you know, when you're on the island, you love going upstate. I'm sure yeah. the upstate team's listening. Can't wait to get down here and compete. And um, it's, it's usually a good time. And uh, if this year is... Uh, has shown us anything. There's a bunch of teams out there with a chance to win. We've been getting some really close drills. Again, on the broadcast and fan side of things, that's what people want. Uh, I'm sure there's a handful of teams that would, of course, want to run away with it, but uh, I don't see that happening. What do you guys think? I mean, it depends how the C events go, I think. You know, that kind of evens the playing field a little bit with the sliding issue that we had last week, but I sure hope it was like the Hampstead invite where you had, you know, five or six teams that could have won it at the end. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I think if a team runs away with it, they earned it. Obviously, you could say that any year a team runs away with it, but I, I, I do think with a new track, it's not easy to do and score mid twenties, high twenties. You know, uh, I agree with the with the track being what it is. Not that it's you know, yeah, it's I, not I bad it's or anything. It's just new, over exaggerated, yeah. but yeah. Uh, it's just new. Everyone's not used to it. It's not the same old thing, and I, I think it might just mix things up a little bit. Let's say nice tournament here at the end. Uh, you know, and this is without Islip, without Bayshore, without West Saver, without Centralizer, without North Lindenhurst here today. And, and you know, we had a <laughs> pretty exciting drill. And I can't wait for next week. You know, check check group me. We're going to have some uh, information going out about, you know, the drill team captain's meeting, equipment test, uh, upstate teams. If you're listening, you will have an opportunity to run your trucks this week. We'll give you exact times when you can do that. Oh, that's great. We're going to do some dry runs at the track. And, uh, yeah, come enjoy Weir Street next week. Newly painted. Disney. The, Disney la World. the ladies' rooms are being taken care of. Ladies out there, I know that was an issue last week. <laughs> but, hey, we'll see you at, uh, next week. But as it is right now, congrats to the Port Washington Roadrunners on their back-to-back -back wins at the uh, North Belmore Invitational two weeks in a row. So I guess for all of us here on top of the arch, we'll see you at the state drill next week in Hempstead. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Peace.